Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. The mysterious Gram Box from Morbeer brings you this Brewing Network Sunday session. See the Gram Box affordable control unit at morebeer.com. I poured in my mouth and it just wasn't going down. My first beer was an IPA, the best IPA I've ever drank, mostly because I brewed it. If you have a scale that is good for measuring cocaine, you're probably good for measuring hops on cocaine. You're scaring me. <laughs> I think the information is awesome and the audio sucks. Make some sugary water, throw some yeast in there. And you're going to drink good beer. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. good. It's fine. From the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Breaking news coming in right now. Who's just in? From our very own Code. No. Uh-oh. Code writes to me, uh, show news, the forum now has automatic mobile device support. So I guess you can look it up on any mobile device that has internet and it automatically uh, will format to your phone. Those who don't want it with their mobile device can disable it in their profile. Great. So JP, That's you can awesome. now read the forum everywhere you go. I already do. You do? Yeah. Well, I don't really, but... Even when you're not getting chased for it? No. Well, what I do is I just... I write down what I think is going on in the forum, and then I read that. (laughs) And to me, that's more relevant, I think. So when you read the forum, it sounds something like this. JP is really nice. Yeah. JP is very handsome. Yeah. JP is the best brewer on the session. You saw that thread, too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Welcome back to the studio, everybody. Thank you. It's been, uh, feels like a long time. Tasty uh, missed a show. Yeah, I was absent, yes. Unexcused. Due to uh, excessive drinking and driving, was it? Well, no, writing. Yeah, excessive writing drinking car, yeah. and then being driven in a lot of traffic. Yeah, well, unable to make a show. Yeah, something. And then, of course, Doc and I were away at uh, Burning Man for two weeks. Right. We're still away. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're back, but we're away. Well. And so that was a lot of fun. Nobody died this year out of our crew? No. <laughs> very very low drama here. So that's good. Did anybody die, period? Uh, 
nope. No? I, saw, I saw. I know at least two people got life lighted out of there. Oh, oh you saw that, or you read uh, that? Oh, now Daniel came over and uh, his oh. his friend, his ex girlfriend, got uh, lighted out of there. Oh, really? That's OD right. or uh, uh, yeah. fall off something? No, no OD. <laughs> it's always OD out there. Was she his ex because she had to get life lighted out of there? He's like, you can't hang. You gone. <laughs> yeah. I, I just wonder if it was. Yeah, you know, he was feeling guilty because. Uh, he gave her it all. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, take all this. He, in some way, it really was his fault, I guess. Has anyone ever died of Burning Man? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you'd think they would cancel it. No. No. It's, lesson. It happens. It's lesson. All the lesson. I'm glad they have Half of one percent. That's ridiculous. No. They come would on. never. Come on. God. Well, ten people died at that Love Fest uh, techno thing in Germany, and they canceled it. Yeah, but because they're German, that's because it was, it was German it's, techno. Yeah. They, yeah, they just used that as an excuse to, yeah. to stop all the German techno. They were looking for a reason to shut that thing down. Yeah, hmm. it was a good time out there in the desert. Very little dust this year until the end. Till the end, yeah. We got our dust fix in the last two nights. Two days of mm. dust storms at the end there. Mm-hmm. But doing dust the whole time though. What no, <laughs> drug reference. I don't know. Kind of no, it wasn't a drug reference. It's a dust reference. It's a dust reference. Sorry, I was reading the wrong form. I am still blowing dust out of my nose. Every, yeah. time, I, every time I blow my nose, a little playa comes out. Uh, a little desert. I just like my mucous membranes to be intact again. <laughs> yeah. It First couple ter- days, it actually looks like pieces of your brain are coming out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then by the fourth day, you realize it is. Yeah. yeah. Brain matter. And once that stops. I'm almost back, though. I'm almost, uh, I'm almost 80%. That's what I am. And that's all you can hope yeah. for? <laughs> yeah. Well, you look 80. Yeah. So that's that good. helps. Yeah. <laughs> it does help. It was a good time. Uh, I don't know if we have any crazy stories, but I'm sure if we do, I'll remember toward the end of the show. Got a lot of things to get to beforehand. First of all, our guest today is uh, Jeff Chief O'Neill from Ithaca Brewing Company out of Ithaca, New York. Um <sighs> You know, everyone still complains. Uh, oh, my God, I can't believe you have a brewery from the East Coast on the show. <laughs> I, you never have that. That's your 85-year-old listener's opinion? <clears throat> yeah. That's, it's the toll charges and stuff. You just can't handle it. You've never had anybody this side of the Mississippi. Well, because it's, it's the beer thing. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have Ithaca on today, and uh, Jeff was actually nice enough to send us a bunch of beer, too. So we're going to get to try Ithaca beer on the program, talk nice. to you a little bit about it. A couple of sour beers he sent our way, which always uh, gets us puckered. Like that. Yeah. Um, so we'll be doing that today uh, with Ithaca Brewing Company. Uh, before we do that, I, I did have a little, uh, 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 I had another tasting I wanted us to do yeah. today. So I went to the uh, San Francisco, uh, the SF Beer Fest yesterday. What is it? Uh, Brews on the Bay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's about it's like it's fourth year or something. They have it on the Jeremiah O'Brien Liberty Ship right there in uh, San Francisco I, Bay. I, I didn't know you were down there. Were you down there? Well, me and Miguel were out running around the city. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. I uh, well, because I got a, I got press passes to go, and so I went to check it out and do a little talking about it. It's a good festival, you know. It's just the the breweries in the in the San Francisco Brewers Guild, which is like eight of them. And so got to see, you know, taste our local boys' beer, had a good time. And for the first time I've ever been to that festival, it was actually sunny and warm. Hmm. Uh, usually right there, it's kind of at the mouth of the bay near the Golden Gate Bridge, and it, it can be cold as hell. And uh, I don't like what this is good with. So yeah. we went, I went to that, and it was nice and warm and sunny. Yeah. Then I headed over to, like, a friend of a friend's house in Tiburon. Doc, why do you not live in Tiburon? Oh, I love yeah, Tiburon. Nice yeah. Oh shit! What is that? Went to this friend's apartment in Tiburon, which is which basically hangs over Tiburon Bay. It's just a beautiful small 
very rich community yeah. um, uh, just south of Marin, I think. Hey, we, I got friends that moved there from Moraga to there. To there, Because well, yeah. they need a place for the 50-foot boat. Exactly. Yeah. You know, when I finish med school, Doc, we're moving to okay. Tiburon. All right. right? All we'll, right. we'll go in on a, on a place. Is that know? why you're dancing at night? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I can finish med school. So, But at this friend's house, we go there, and uh, and I'm introduced to a beverage called Four Loco. And uh, Four Loco is one of these malt beverages that's like half energy drink, half malt beverage. Oh, yeah. You know, nothing new. A Bevo drink. Yeah. Well, and, they, you know, these things have been around. You've got the Sparks. You used to have the B to the E. And B to the E, sucker. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the difference with, with Four Loco is that Four Loco is like three times everything of all the other ones. Good. Are we going to be four times? Three times. You would think so, but it's not quite. They yeah. should have called it that. It's 12% alcohol oh, for one. Jesus Christ. It's 12%. It's got like three times the guarana and the taurine, three times the caffeine, three times the everything. So that, first of all, turned me on to it because I just thought, this is insane and it's retarded. Oh, yeah. The second thing that turned me on to it is uh, in talking to the people who were serving it to me, um, we discovered that there's a rap song written about Four Loco. Oh, no. And it's... And it's rad. Tell me we to have say it. The, to say the very least. We got that shit, right? It's $2.50 a, a can, by the way. I'd, t- I'd, I'd buy that. Or two for five. Well, it's the big oh. cans, too. <laughs> what is that, 22 or 32? What is for the, these are... 92, man. They're 22. Shit. It comes in eight different flavors. I got the pink. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is that? Well, uh, tell watermelon? me... Is it the Watermelon. I'll I think it's Hello Kitty Pink. I think it's what it is. Yes, it is. Let me play it's you guys dirty. the rap song, and, and tell me if, if you can figure out who this uh, beverage is marketed to. All right? Uh, let's uh, listen along here. I get to 50 by the cap of board. Oh, no. All my niggas with me, you can't catch me riding so low. Where you get it? And I bought it out the corner store. Oh, I'm with $3 is what came to my soul. I'm going low, 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 Asians, right? <laughs> JP has a new favorite song, I'm sure, right? Well, you're playing my ringtone. I want you to play the song. Uh, the... 
Isn't That's it, the best. Isn't it the best? Oh, it's for the old, old guy golf set. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They rhyme the N-word with the N-word. Yeah. <laughs> what else are you going to rhyme it with? Figure. Trigger. Yeah. I love it. Not the drink, but the promotion behind the drink. Follow me like Twitter. I'm going to hit that bitch if she honey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where does that come from? Gonna hit her. Where you get it? Down it's at the, the Kona Stop. Oh, how much it cost? Three dollars was my total. <laughs> wow. So uh, check this out. While I, looking up this stuff. I, I need to try the other flavors. Which one did you have? Flavor. We had, we had watermelon. Like blue raspberry? Yes, because I oh. had watermelon. And I, don't need, I don't think this is watermelon. <laughs> is anybody surprised that there's a flavor called grape drink? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I drew there's bo- oh, look at this one, Doc. Oh, look at, oh it's blue. Oh, it's blue. Yeah. Just it's look pretty. at the color. Oh, my kids are like that. <laughs> a lot of kids like this, I think. Well, that would be the wow. Yeah, this would make a great otter pop. So this I found is, this. Uh, <laughs> I found this news story along with it. Check. I don't think you can get this to freeze, Doc. <laughs> Check this. Put oh, the it's legs on that. Oh yeah, it's got nice legs. <laughs> oh my God, twelve percent. You can taste it. Well, Check four it. teens in White Plains are hospitalized, and police oh, say it's oh, all no. because of a beverage that looks like an energy drink. News 12's Lydia Weak Eye has more. Weak Eye. Pink Eye. It looks like an energy drink. It even kind of tastes like one. Cops and kids say just one can of Four loco can make you do some crazy things. <laughs> people who yeah, so have half of it and they're yeah. gone. So Bad music a full videos. one, you're way gone. That's because just one can has an alcohol content of 12%. The average mixed drink or beer has about 5%. Wait, dude, one Morgan can. Roland has never even two had a sip have. of it because she's 12%? only 19 and she's yeah. diabetic. Yeah, but she's seen firsthand the effects it can have. I've seen a man get very drunk off of one, and he's like 195 pounds, and he was gone. A but man my friends, they seem to love it. One. So far, four kids in White Plains have been hospitalized with alcohol poisoning, and Police Commissioner David oh, Chong says the numbers Please. could be much higher. Certainly, we think that there's a lot more. They make fun of it. They call it Coke in a can. And again, it's a dangerous game because what they're doing is they're chugging it. Coke in a can because police say Four Loco is also packed with an insane amount of caffeine and sugar in addition to the alcohol. So kids are getting violently ill. It is. They just need to learn to drink. Yeah. <laughs> they should have had this in the background the whole time. God, I love the color of this stuff. Oh, it's amazing. I, I can be sure I'm going to get cancer from that color. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing healthy about that color. No. That doesn't happen in nature, does it? No. At the Kaunastawao. I'd probably be good for pre-gaming. Yeah, exactly. That's what the kids that I saw drinking it last night did. It was their pregame drink. They would have this before going out, and uh, they'd be good to go. Yeah, cut down uh, the bar bill. That's awful. Two dollars fifty, JP. I can't. I can't get behind that. I like it. <laughs> Doc's going loco for the loco. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to try the other six flavors. <laughs> 
<laughs> I knew I could count on you, Doc, to, oh, yeah. to help me with these things. God. So by the time I left this 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 house yesterday, these kids yeah. had had like two of them. Was there a man going absolutely crazy? There was a man who had gotten drunk. Oh my god! He weighed like a hundred and ninety pounds. Oh I weigh a hundred and ninety pounds. And he, had, and he had one. No, one these guys had two. <laughs> they were all like wrestling and jumping around, <laughs> and you know, punching awesome. each other in the face. Yeah, what fret did they belong to? <laughs> I don't know. That was Sammy and Shoe Light. What are you talking about? You want to know all the flavors? Let's see. Yes, yes. Uh, let's see. This one is... We do got fruit punches. Cranberry lemonade. No. <laughs> That's the one. I think the one that you got there is a watermelon. Yeah, we got that. Watermelon. Oh, here's... This one is a grape drink. Oh. Uh, this one here is... Um, mm, 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 fruit punch. Is that one we yeah, have? Yeah, we got that fruit punches. We got them's. We have them. <laughs> Get yourself an ID. Oh yeah, and that, that's the grape flavor. What right What do these people look like that were pouring this? Mm. One guess. Were, there, were these hired guns, or were they with the company? Uh, it was. Yeah, these were. It was a private residence, so they just were. No, they oh, just were I, kids, white kids that had yeah. discovered it. Somehow. I thought it was. I thought it was at the beer thing. That you no, know, that they had some special booth that they were. Uh, no, I mean, believe it or not, I was drinking. The, it was in Tiburon that I discovered this. Yeah. Thing yeah. is, they had to drive ten miles to the Seven Eleven outside of Tiburon because, because in Tiburon, where it's all you know, well-to-do white people, they don't need Seven Eleven. They don't need Seven Eleven. No, well, and apparently, when they got to, so while I was there, uh, my girlfriend drove them to the to the Seven Eleven to get some more of this stuff because once ma- I saw it, they had to get some ma'ow at the liquor store, and I wanted you know I wanted to bring it to the show, so right. she drove them. I guess while they're there, they're they're getting like ten of them out of the out of the refrigerator, <sighs> and some toothless like black lady comes up to them and is like, "Oh, uh, uh-uh, uh, you don't you, you don't want to try that shit is dangerous. You don't even want to be drinking that." And then they get to the counter, and she's playing Thunderbird. I guess the woman's like you know pointing at them and talking to the other customers, saying, "Look at that, they gonna die tonight. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna die." Whoa. Uh, yeah. Just trying to save one more kid. Yeah. So these kids, uh, they look like the type of kids that would be afraid of the people who this is marketed to. These, they, pretty these, much. Yeah. These, yeah. these kids went to Santa Clara University. <laughs> <laughs> They've never even seen a black kid. Never mind a phony. Yeah. Well, they had janitors at Santa Clara. Don't two of these make a phony? I can't get enough. I've been watching this video for two days. Oh, it's a video. Oh, it's a video. Yeah. Oh, fucking you. Yeah. All right, kids. Uh, kids at home, you can. Here's what you look up on YouTube: Loco for Four Loco. So L O K O, and then four F O R, and then four spelled like the number four, and then Loco again. Loco for Four Loco. How long has been out? Since like May, I think. Okay, what's the next flavor? <laughs> Doc's ready to try another one. Oh, Doc's yeah. into it. Uh, what did you give him first? The watermelon? Yeah, watermelon. Yeah, the watermelon. I guess we got to crack open the fruit punch. Fruit punches. No grape. No, uh, we couldn't. You can't find grape drink. I'll bet. You can't. It doesn't even. <laughs> that shit just flies off the shelf. Yeah. You can't, <laughs> they can't hold on to it. Uh, they probably know when it's, uh, you know, when the shipment's coming in. 
So, oh, dude, even opening that, you just—it smells like <sighs> awful, like an awful time. It smells terrible, and some sort of impending heart it's attack kind of or this robbery. Neon pink color. It smells terrible. It tastes terrible. Yeah. Oh, it's why are you still drinking it? Terrible. I had a sip and uh, it's, it's, I was done. I'm already fucked up. No, this, this smells like cherry lifesavers. <sighs> I'm just hoping for the cocaine part to kick in. That's why I keep drinking <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> And you start uh, sniffing oh, it's in there. It's in there. Yeah, I'm waiting for the uh, loco part. To I had a four loco. <laughs> Tasty actually chugged his while yeah, we were talking. I, I Nobody yeah. <laughs> finished the whole time. I'm, sure I'm sure we have a funnel and some tubing. Uh, and I'm, and I'm over 195. Saying. My skin's all yeah. hot. <laughs> 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 it's working as planned. Yeah, I'm a little Ooh. warm too, actually. So there you go, everybody. Loco for four loco. <sighs> look it up on YouTube. There's a whole bunch of videos on there, too, when you look it up about people getting drunk on Four Loco. Oh, I'm set. And really? Yeah, you can watch for hours and watch them uh, act like might. idiots. It's good stuff. All right, a couple of announcements for you. The Brewing Network will be at the GABF this week. Um, come check us out at our booth, uh, which is along the left wall. When you when you walk in, go all the way to the left wall. You'll find us there right about the middle, right next to the hammock. We're next to a hammock manufacturer. Banana hammocks? Perfect. So I'm hoping <laughs> we can just chill out on the hammocks. You know? Yeah. And then also, we will be in the Brewers Studio Pavilion, right in the center of the hall. Once again, I'm moderating, uh, I don't know, seven or eight panels throughout the week. Plus, we'll be doing a brand new game show called the Brewers Feud out there. Ooh. And uh, so, two places to find the Brewing Network at the GABF. If you've got tickets already, come out and see us. If you don't have tickets, I know that um, one of our listeners was giving away some tickets. One of our sponsors and listeners, Graphics22, had posted in the forum that he had a couple tickets. If they're not gone yet and you're looking for tickets to the GABF. I've seen a few free tickets out there. Mm. Go the, check out the beer events or the beer radio topic in the forum and you might be able to find some free tickets. Free. free. <coughs> that's, that's much more you can save money and buy your four loco. This Sorry. four loco falls under. What's that, Gabs? What category the four loco will come under for judging? <laughs> <laughs> uh, fruit beer. That's a good question. Yeah. Fruit, other. Yeah, other malt beverage. Yeah. Me. Gabby's working the chat room for you guys today. Bevo's out. I think she's celebrating Sam's birthday today. Or so. cel- Sam's celebrating? <clears throat> yeah, Sam's celebrating his birthday all over Bevo's face right now. <laughs> so they couldn't, they couldn't be here. But Gabby's helping us out. Just hit the chat now button, and she'll get your questions over to me. Or call 888-401-BEER, and she'll probably even answer the phone. Too bad that Sam wasn't here, because you know he'd chug one of these. Oh, he would love it. Oh, he's probably would yell at him. The thing is that Sam probably knew about this back in May <laughs> when it came out. He would come in here and go, yeah. oh, that's old, son. He's on the street team, man. He's Oh, yeah, he's got a case <laughs> under the bed. He's on the four loco street team. Yeah. He would have walked in and he would have gone, what, I'm going loco for four loco? You didn't know that? Yeah. Hey, I'm going to go to the corner stop. Oh, you want anything? Three dollars was my total. That's a lot um, of tax. <laughs> That's this, high tax, man. It's high tax. Well, high alcohol, high tax. It's uh, a good point. Yeah, didn't think that one out. I like the fruit punch. You do? Is that your favorite? Yeah, so far. Although I like the color of the blue one better. But okay, <laughs> okay. I'm all, right. I'm all tangly. I can, the color of the blue one is the best one. Yes. I think I'm sweating in places that I don't yeah, usually yeah. sweat right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like right here in the middle of my yeah. rib cage. <laughs> I think I've got a pile of sweat right there. It's a weird spot. I'm in ball soup. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know if you heard it, but the brand new homebrewed chef, Sean Paxton Show, aired uh, late last month. And we have another uh, new episode coming up 
Friday, September 24th at 6 p.m. Check the homepage for updates, and you can download the show if you missed it. It was a great debut show. Sean did an awesome job, and it's going to be some uh, good information. Our next uh, show will be about white tablecloth uh, restaurants, beer pairing, and uh, cooking with beer. So a little bit of the fancy side of beer we'll be covering on Friday, September 24th. New merch in the store, including pre-sale signed yeast book from Chris White and oh. Jamil Zanishev. They're signing personalized signing uh, copies for you. So if you order in the comments field, just uh, type out what you'd like them to write for you. As long as it's not too long, they'll do that. And you can pre-sale now. I think it's the, uh, um, the only place you can get signed copies. I think so. And they will, they will write pretty much anything you want, as long as it's not lengthy. Yeah, you can write creepy yeah. stuff if you want. They, uh, Jamil did it last time, and it was fine. Now, uh, what about T-shirts? How are we on T-shirts in the sh- in the store? I think we're pretty good on shirts in the store. I might yeah. have to restock. Why? You, what do you know? Uh, well, uh, I'm wondering if there uh, may be some new shirts that maybe never have been seen before. No, because I don't have those. Fuck! Uh, I think that Done. those are arriving in Denver. They're okay. going to be sold at GABF. Right. Oh, damn. Can't talk about it. I talk about it. <laughs> you just did talk about it. No. Yeah, I know. It didn't go over well, okay? Yeah. It sounded better in my head. It didn't land. Check back in the store after JBF. You might find some fun new t-shirts in well, the store. Well, there's shirts. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, subscribe and join the BN Army. Uh, you can just hit the Donate Now button, Donate and now. Uh, you can sign up as a monthly subscriber. All of our monthly donors are entered into the More Beer Donation Giveaway, which we do every single month, and we will be doing another one this month. And you're automatically entered. $2 gets you one entry, $5 gets you two, and so on and so forth up the pay scale. It's like a woman's period. Monthly. What? Yes, Month. we yeah. do. We should change the name something like the BN Menstruation. <laughs> sign up. For the BN menstruation. I'm sorry, I'm all four locoed, bro. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. I think you guys I think you guys are allowed to do anything you want today after I've fed you four loco. It's not oh, your fault. <laughs> you see that coming you at got you. Got four loco all over your breath. Yeah, I do. Uh, I sort of like it. I wanted Scott all over my breath. Your teeth are blue. <laughs> Scots are from from JP licking them. Yeah. All right. Uh, you can sign up for all these updates over on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash brewing network, and also on Facebook. Four Loco. And, <laughs> and JP is actually, yeah. will you post a link to Four Loco on the brewing network Facebook? I'm all over it, dude. Just the video. Yeah. Just the video. Oh, yeah. Um, so you can go over to that page and sign up for all these different announcements. <clears throat> all right. Send your show ideas now to Scott at thebrewingnetwork.com Scott, thebrewingnetwork.com You can still send your announcements and uh, if you have other ideas or if you just want late night uh, you know, sex chat to chad <laughs> at thebrewingnetwork.com I would oh. love that C-H-A-D. Open invitation I would do that too C-H-A-D at thebrewingnetwork.com You won't know what you're talking about but go ahead and try <laughs> Give it a go Hi Chad, it's Melinda33 <laughs> What are you wearing? Yeah I don't know. I'm wearing a Brewing Network shirt and some uh, camo shorts. <laughs> and a smile. <laughs> what I meant was, what are you wearing underneath? Boxers, bitch. What do you think I'm wearing? Yeah. <laughs> Shoes. <clears throat> Whatever you want me to do. That sounds like me. Yeah. All right. Uh, send your feedback you? <laughs> over to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. And I do have feedback for you today, but I think we'll have to get to it at the end of the program. You always say that. Why do you even put it up in the front? Because you never get to it. You're not going to put it in the back. <laughs> That's not true. We only don't get to it when we have exciting things like Four Loco on the program. Yeah. And or, if, or when I'm here. <laughs> or when Dr. We'll get to it at the end. Scott. You, you, you always say that. But you put it up here in the front on... And you don't like changes, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> you want to no. know that I'm following the plan. Look, yes. there's an agenda for a goddamn reason. 
Okay. All right. I'll do the fucking... But Scott's going to have to call Jeff in New York and say, we're late because Diva Doc and Jipper JP wouldn't allow me to move the feedback to the end of the program. Well, and... You know, I don't see four loco anywhere here up in the front <laughs> line. Well, it was breaking news. It I was, guess, yeah, it oh. just came in. Can this be our feedback music for today? Yeah. All right. <laughs> can, we, can we overdub a banjo in that? <laughs> we could probably contact them and ask them to do it. They seem like very talented young men. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they look like, you know, one take wonders. Yeah. Sure, if we went through the lawyers, we could get a hold of them in any sort of state correctional facility. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, why, JP? Because they're talking about gang things. Uh, I didn't hear any gang references well, in there. You didn't listen very hard. I heard JJ references. You hear the gold eagle? Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Follow me like Twitter. Is that a gangsta thing to do, have a Twitter account? Because it doesn't seem like it. Can you tweet gang signs? I don't know, but sure. it doesn't sound very hardcore yeah. to have a Twitter. Capping your ass 99. Uh, said, I'm going over cap his <laughs> ass. <laughs> I'm about to hit this bitch. If you put in a hashtag, Holla. Scott, yeah. put in cap his ass as a hashtag in Twitter see what and comes up. see if we can find any thugs on Twitter. I want a trending topic by tomorrow on uh, Thank you. pound cast, <laughs> cap his ass. And, and if that one doesn't work, try gold tooth. <laughs> or, or gold eagle, or fronts, <laughs> or grill, grill. I'm gonna put them in. All right, before we move on, I did want to talk to you for a second about Beersmith Brewing Software. You can go to Beersmith.com, get yourself a free 21-day trial version, and it's the best uh, recipe program I've seen out there. You can do all of your brewing calculations and recipe formulations, and uh, you can inventory your ingredients, and uh, you can pick from nearly 100 styles in the included style guideline. Uh, Build recipes quickly. Make your brew day easy with Beersmith Brewing Software. Go to Beersmith.com. Uh, I, you know, I don't get to brew very often um, and or it's don't brew good. very often. And um, But when I do, uh, I do like to use Beersmith because it just looks a lot better. Uh, it's, it doesn't feel, I don't feel like such a caveman. It, it goes from, it's almost like going from DOS to Windows. It know? is, right? Yeah. You're liking it now, are you, Doc? Um, I, I haven't switched over and I'm wondering, does it... Uh, I got my old recipes. I'm just too lazy to, to switch them over. Yeah, but, yeah. I'm not I positive that you can import your uh, recipes directly from the other software. You can, right? You'd have to export them into something like a uh, like an Excel sheet, uh, like an Excel recipe, oh, and okay. then you can import as an Excel file, things like that. So you might have to do a little configuring to get all your old recipes in there. But, okay. uh, man, it's more comprehensive uh, and, and just a little more fun to use. So but check it, it out. Yeah, it's just updated. Yes. It, it's hey, it's new millennium. Come on. My brewing is pretty caveman-like, so to use some software that makes me feel less like a caveman, I, I like that. Yeah. I am only a caveman. Does it remind My you, brain does not work. Yet. Does it remind you to shower? Uh, it do- Actually, I haven't tried yet. It might. It has a timer, I'm sure. It does have a timer. I'll check it out. But, you know, don't take my word for it. Just go check it out. You get a free 21-day trial version. You can get a couple batches under your belt that way, and uh, that should cover everything. So go over to Beersmith.com. Look at it for yourself. Uh, all right. I guess we ought to do Shat's announcements because uh, we might need his computer later. She's so- got it. Oh, she already has yeah, it? So oh, so no, you're no, all, on, are yeah. you good to go with your announcements? Yeah, yeah. All right, Shat's announcements are brought to you today by HopTech in Dublin, California. You can go to HopTech.com, check it out, order all your brewing needs uh, from HopTech. Cool. 
Oh, I thought it was going to be Four Loco. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. You All like right. that song, don't you, Chad? <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty gangster for me. <laughs> You'd uh, have to do his announcements in rhyme if you did. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's like a, I don't well, know, a bad a rhyme. really high alcohol Bartles and James, you know, like a wine cooler. It's, it's a, true. It's a wine cooler. It is. All right. AHA rallies coming up November 6th, Maui Brewing Company. If anyone's out there in Hawaii, uh, check out the AHA, uh, Maui Brewing and the AHA. Go out and support. Uh, Bay Area Craft Beer Fest going on in Martinez on October 23rd. You can go to bayareacraftbeerfestival.com for all the details. We'll be at that with awesome. a booth and stuff. So, And a lot of breweries uh, going to be participating? Like, what, over 30? I think so. Right now it looked like over 30 so far. Could be more. That's a big fest. Uh, National Organic Brewing Challenge. Uh, They're accepting entries right now. You can go to breworganic.com. The entry deadline is October 9th. NCHF going on this week while uh, we're all out at GABF, 16th through the 17th or 18th. Tasty and Doc will be at NCHF, though, I think. Doc, did you you pull that off yet? Yeah, I did. Nice. It cost me, but yeah, I pulled that off. (laughs) Cost me a testicle, but I will be there. I will be there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Queen of Beers is also going to be taking place on uh, October 23rd. You can go to hayesclub.org for all the information there. October 2nd, the Wu Town Brewers Homebrew Club. Woo woo. <laughs> Barley Legal Homebrew Comp. Uh, they're accepting entries until uh, the 25th. Yeah, they are. And, uh, yeah, check that one out. Wu Town Brewers Homebrew Club. Uh, and then a shout out to some Bienners. Uh, this was brought to my attention by Tasty. Uh, Brandon Jones from Nashville. Uh, Brandon on the forum has a Janet's Brown inspired Pro Am beer with Blackstone Brewing Company. Uh, it's called Bad Leroy Brown. That's going to be nice. pouring at GABF. Remember Brandon? He's the one that lost all his equipment in the flood in, from Nashville. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So, so he, he got it together and uh, made a best of beer. And wow. now he's in the pro, in the pro That's great to hear. Good job, Brandon. Yeah. If you go to Blackstone uh, Brewing Company's homepage, they kind of have a little write up about it, uh, ingredients and stuff like that. Picture uh, of Brandon there. Yeah. Uh, another shout out, Brett Wilkes from uh, Illinois, Art Vandell seventy seven on the forum has a best of show winning uh, Janet's Brown inspired American <laughs> Brown on tap at Rock Bottom. In now Milwaukee. I see why Tasty's the one yeah. who cued you into these. <laughs> right. yeah. Hey, I don't know if you knew this, but um, <laughs> well, these are I'm ge- really great. Right, these now. are genuinely big deals. I mean, the guy's yeah. got a beer on tap at a place. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So right. that's yeah. at the Rock Bottom in Milwaukee. You think and, about pale uh, ales in there? <laughs> yeah. uh, and anybody going to the Great Lakes Brew Fest in uh, Racine on the st- uh, this weekend coming up? Look out for Janet's Brown Ale. They, they could try the beer. They could oh, try the beer beautiful. at the uh, Schooner Homebrew uh, Competition booth. Uh, so there's a couple shout outs. That's pretty cool. Oh. Your song right now. You Janet's Brown inspired yeah. beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, do need a, we do need a song. I think Chad could do this. Yeah. Uh, and then the World Homebrew Fest is taking place in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, North Cackalack, on uh, November 6th. <laughs> uh, you go to homebrewfest.eventbrite.com for all the details. Eventbrite. And also, at GBF, I want you to come by You Be the Judge. Uh, oh, Randy yeah. the Mexican and I will be uh, helping out, trying to get people in there to judge beer during the festival. Uh, so check us out. You get to learn how to, how to be a judge, basically. Learn how to That's taste and, and, and pick on beer a little bit. Randy Mosher Chat yeah. and uh, Randy the Mexican. And Randy Mosher will be there as well, and some other uh, you know pretty high ups and uh, beautiful. Yeah, you know just good beer knowledge you can learn. So stop by. Nice. I'd- I'm going local for the brown ale. Mm-hmm.
So I'm thinking at GABF, since you have uh, the hammock store right next to you. Yeah. Hammock standing contest. <laughs> oh, shit. Ah, I see some yeah. busted Danger. open heads right yeah. now. Yeah, concrete's pretty hard. That's a great idea. I'll try it on Saturday night. We'll get a helmet. Yeah, yeah so we'll, we'll get some uh, yeah. to do it. I hope Four Loco's going to be there. Oh, they should. Well, yeah. Like Gabby said, what category do they fall in? There is a malt liquor category, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I've, I've walked by Steel Reserve the 40s wings. booth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I stopped there. i got to go get some of these. And they had them all on ice, these 40s. You yeah. To check your these wallet. little girls are pouring them. I'll have some of that. It's really good. Ah! <laughs> okay, I'll have some. <laughs> well, if you put it that way. Yeah. She, she unscrews the top and pour, pours <laughs> yeah. it in my glass. And, she, I go, yeah. and I go, can I have some more? She's, I'm not supposed to. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Did she pat I, you down first? I, I got a full pour of uh, I don't wow. know, 45 or whatever it was. Nice and fresh. Did it work? I'll it tell nice you one thing that it I works am... works every time. I, I am curious. You know that this company doesn't own a brewery. So no. who is brewing the malt before they put in all their ingredients? I think this is what like Cold Spring does. Oh. Because they're a full like bottling. They do a bunch of fruit things and they do other canned stuff. I think they do some Hanson stuff. Got I would it. imagine it's something like this. Because I'm thinking that it's, yeah, it's just, it's one of the big breweries, because you know they need a lot of it, is brewing just some massive amounts of 12% malt liquor, and then it goes to a company like this where they put all their shit in it. It is in Wisconsin. You know. Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Hmm. Yeah, I'm Drink sure. for Brewing. It's actually City Brewing Company. City Brewing Company. Like I Sure. Said, yeah, see, front. that's just a big, uh, you know, it's probably just another name. That brewery probably has eight names. Latrobe. Is, it, is right. it the old Latrobe they, they Brewery? Per, they yeah. purchased Latrobe in 2006. So it's the old Rolling Rock Brewery. That's right. How about that? Mm. And This it, is what my Rolling Rock's become? <laughs> <laughs> That's where Sam Adams is brewed. It's become grape drink. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I to, think. That's what Wikipedia is. I might have to ask old Jim about this. So, Jim, are you brewing malt liquor now? <laughs> Well, as you know, my great-grandfather used to really like to get crunked. And liked, <laughs> he really liked taurine and guarana. So I, fa- was, I was digging through my basement, and I found this old recipe. And I brewed it on my stove. All he right. traded with the blacks years ago. I bet you there's there's, a, there's black kids named Taurine and Guarana. Probably. Hey, yeah, there's a lot of people did you threatening. Say he traded blacks it's all, it's years all, ago. It's JP? also spelled wrong. There's a, there's a lot of threatening on Twitter. Um, people that were going to pop a cap and like uh, for I, example, Takara Simone says uh, to way to shut a bitch up. <laughs> bitch, shut the fuck up before I bust a cap in your ass. Three days ago via web. And that's with the hashtag. Yes. Allegedly. Then also stunning bubbles says hey at Stellar's whatever say ew one more time and I'll pop a cap in your ass, bitch. <laughs> Three days ago via web. There's a lot of this. I want to message her and say ew. JP, could you please tweet some sort of pop a cap in your ass for with uh, with our Twitter right now? I'm all over it. Thank you. A lot of people it. tweeting at Justin Bieber that they're going to pop a cap in his ass, <laughs> which is appropriate because Doc is wearing a Justin Bieber Number one shirt. fan. Yeah. Doc we, is, is wearing cam on? It's on. You just have to scoot a little that way. There you go. Just stand up there and Doc's wearing his Justin. Someone's going to pop a cap in your ass I for wearing that, yeah. Doc. I think Justin Bieber would like it, <laughs> hey, though. Hey, look. Yeah, you best be careful walking down the street, Doc. Why don't you uh, Why don't you sing a little Justin Biebs for you? Why don't you sing a little of Bieb? You talking to me? I'll yeah, capping your way. Doc's kids don't listen to Justin. Oh no, my, they made fun of me as on my way out with this one. They did. Did they call you a homo? <laughs> Dad, you aren't going out with that, are you? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll do feedback at the end of the program. I got to get us to a quick break. When we come back, 
Uh, we'll be talking to Ithaca Brewing Company, drinking some Ithaca beer. So I will, uh, uh, we'll give all your palates a rest. Is that all right, guys? I'm we- going to have to shift my palate. <laughs> all right. Uh, Tasty, get Doc some bacon to clean his palate. Yeah, I'll do my palate cleanse. <laughs> and we'll get back to the Ithaca beer when we come back. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. Yeah. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. This September, More Beer is proud to introduce you to JP. My name is Jason Petros, and I'm the More Beer brand manager. Award-winning home brewer and brand manager for More Beer. I've been working for More Beer and homebrewing for 13 years. The thing I like best about working at More Beer is being able to bring new products to homebrewers across our social network and uh, being able to interact with them in a more casual way. JP is cutting you some awesome deals this month. My five favorite things to brew with right now is my 1550 tippy dump system. Second is the wort chiller recirculation arm. I really enjoy being able to do a whirlpool at the end of the boil. Third, uh, French oak cubes. I really enjoy using French oak cubes in my beer for aging six months, eight months. comes out fantastic. Next is my own personal oak aged dry nibbed oatmeal stout. That's probably my favorite beer to drink that I currently brew. And uh, the last one is Ranko Digital Temperature Controller uh, 2 Stage. I really enjoy using that, uh, of course, with my um, temperature-controlled conical fermenter so I can control both the heat and the cooling cycles at the same time. All of JP's favorite brewing items are on sale this month only and only at More Beer. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months and to the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment 10 years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer at Brew Free or Die IPA in the Northeast, Northwest, parts of the Midwest, and Alaska in cans and on draft. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has home brewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Uh... White Labs. It's all in the vial. 
When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. What's up, BN Army? Jake and Mike here from Brewing TV. Brewing TV is homebrew culture in video. Asking the big questions. Who and why? We leave the how to the tubby know-it-alls. Check us out at brewingtv.com. The first webisode drops May 7th. Like Crosley's pants in a Louisiana jail cell. This is www.thebrewingnetwork.com. Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a time. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Uh, Thank you. Thanks for sticking with us through the break. Don't forget to support our sponsors Uh, because they support us and this program mm -hmm. and keep it alive every single week. So please check out our sponsors, support them, and uh, show them some love. Right now, it's about to move on to our uh, featured guest of the day. We've got uh, Jeff O'Neill, who's the executive brewer at Ithaca Beer Company in Ithaca, New York. Jeff, are you with us? I am. Nice to have you, brother. Thanks for being on the, the speaker, show. How does the speakerphone sound? It sounds all right. It, it it doesn't sound echoey yet, so you might be okay. Actually, for a speakerphone, okay, it's not bad. Thanks for having me, guys. Great to have you. And I, I it looks like I'm supposed to call you Chief. Yeah, that's one of the many names I go by. Is that right? Uh, hopefully, they're all as nice as Chief. <laughs> yeah. Chief? The ones, the that, ones you, that I know of are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the ones they tell you about are, right? Yeah. <laughs> Chief, it, it does feel funny to call you Chief because it's like that generic thing when you can't remember someone's hey, name. Chief. Hey, Chief. Hey, hey Coach. <laughs> you know, <laughs> good. We can go with Jeff. Okay. There's like a bunch of them like that. Hey, Tiger. bud. What's up, Tiger? Boss. <laughs> Boss. That's, That's a good one. one. Yeah. Whenever you can't remember someone's name, you call him Coach. Mr. O'Neill. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jeff. Jeff, what? you have an interesting title of executive brewer. Do you uh, wear a suit when you brew? No, no. I actually I stole that from um, Dave Yarrington at Smutty Nose. Oh, got it. Title he's been using for a while, but I thought was appropriate and drew a good parallel between what we do in a brewery and what goes on in a craft restaurant uh, that focuses on food, you know, high quality food and whatnot. And, okay. um, Is he going to sue you for uh, using that? I hope he doesn't sue you for using it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it, I think Dave and I are all good, actually. That's good. There's a lot of suing going on right now yeah. in this craft beer right. business. 
All yeah, right. let's not touch that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll let you not touch it, but I think we're going to cover the story at the end of the program just because it's our job. We're but gonna, uh, slap it. You know, we've had Dave on the program before, too, actually, and he's a good oh, guy. Great. So. He's, uh, he's also a 20-tank veteran. Oh, all right. Beautiful. Yeah, so yeah. that's the interesting thing about Jeff, who is, uh, and please correct me where I'm wrong, but uh, Jeff's a New York native, but spent uh, a lot of time brewing, and in fact, I, I think learning his brewing here in California. Is that right? That's right. Um, the first uh, brewery I worked in was the 20 Tank. I worked in the kitchen, but uh, the guys there <laughs> at the time, the guys there at the time were real generous about letting me uh, clean draft lines and the occasional keg, mm-hmm. um, and that's when I really fell in love with beer. Uh, and I went on to um, get my first job at the Gordon Beers production facility in San Jose just about 10 years ago. Nice. Uh, and, uh, you know, from being a way carried away home brewer to that. And then I was actually the last um, brewer of record at Jupiter that was out there in Walnut Creek. Oh, yeah, they uh, don't brew there anymore, do they? Oh, they don't. They don't. Yeah. Um, I thought they were gone, it, too. Are, do they still have that space? No, no, they're gone. No. It's the San Francisco Creamery now. Oh, you're yeah, shitting me. Oh, really? when, no. when did that happen? Oh, years ago. Year, Wait, which... Yeah. Ju- oh, he said Jupiter Walnut, Walnut Creek. Creek. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. where yeah. I was confused. Yeah. Okay. No, not the one in Berkeley. It used to be across from So we Hogan's. used to make all the house beers for both the Walnut Creek location and the Berkeley location okay. out there in Walnut Creek. Okay. And uh, then, I guess, I don't know, it became obvious that Walnut Creek was not the... Um, the hot bit of brewery. Yeah. to run a brewery. Right. Yeah. Plus all those douchey kids that go out bar hopping in Walnut Creek. All they want is like Four loco and, oh, okay. uh, you know, cranberry vodka and that kind of crap. Yeah, vodka Red Bull, dude. You got to do it. Yeah. Exactly. So we, uh, we moved the fermenters from that space into Drake's, and I went to work for Drake's uh, ostensibly to brew the Jupiter beers. Um, and we did that and got the Bears Lair and whatnot up and running. Hmm. And then uh, my wife and I moved back east. Oh, okay. Now, when you moved back east, was it for the Ithaca Brewing gig, or did you want to get out of California and back to New York? No, the real the real reason that we moved is that my wife is a dynamo, and uh, she came here to Cornell to get a Ph.D. in microbiology. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So uh, when we moved here, um, the Ithaca Beer Company was tiny, really just about 1,000 barrels a year, and uh, they needed an extra set of hands, and it was the right place at the right time, and it's worked out from there. So if you have uh, issues in the brewery with contamination or you're looking at yeast problems, do you bring them to your wife? Um, she has helped talk me through some things here and there. Uh, and I'm going to tell you a funny story, which I guess I'm going to tell everyone who's listening. Good. But when I started, <laughs> when I started um, working here, it was actually the lab next door to hers uh, kept our house yeast. We have a proprietary house yeast here. Um, kept our house yeast on a slant in their negative 80 freezer um and they would start up when whenever we wanted to start a fresh pitch they would get it going in the lab next door and uh i don't know why i'm going to say this out loud but it was a chlamydia lab oh that's awesome wow (laughs) so you're making clambic (laughs) yeah i think steve altamari's got that one wrapped up yeah yeah does the beer taste like tacos Oh, hey, yeah. don't let me forget, too, my listeners are actually already begging me to ask you about the Steve Altamari collaboration with you. Sure, sure. Yeah. So don't let me forget that when we get to that. Yeah, well, wh- whatever you want to bring up, whenever you want to bring it up is okay. why I'm here. Well, so <laughs> I think that's great that you're keeping your yeast over. And is that still where it's stored now? No, no, we've moved on from there. Um, <laughs> now we're we in actually it- a crab's lab. <laughs> We keep it banked at a couple of different uh, yeast specialty places now, just in case of 
catastrophe in any one place. <laughs> an, out, um, an outbreak. Right. Yeah. yeah. We Whatever. do think that our... Uh, we do think that no one else uses exactly um, exactly what we are using. Okay. Oh, that's good. And how did you yep. get? Had you know how you guys got the train? Yeah, you know, it was actually it <laughs> came about before I started here, um, okay. but it was from a supplier who's no longer in business, and nobody can quite trace where exactly it came from. It's most similar to uh, Whitbread, but I think it's not quite exactly that. Have you contacted all your old partners? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good place to start. Yeah. yeah. Now. Uh, did you work with our friend Roger, uh, Roger Davis, when you were at Drake's? You know, Roger, Roger and um, Josh Miner, uh, okay. who's, not there, who's not there anymore either, um, they both started exactly when Burt Boyce and I left. I see. Um, which was right in the summer of 2002. Who does Burt? So does, Roger and I crossed Sam over first. That's what I thought. Burt's with Sam Adams, yeah. Right. Okay. Yep, Burt, Burt runs the Sam Adams pilot plant. He's got a crazy gig over there. Yeah, he's got a good um, job. He's got a great job, uh, and he's the right guy for it. Um, so that's that's all good with him. Um, Roger and I, we knew each other, you know, just from being part of the brewing community, and, you know, the Pyramid crew was real rowdy at that time. I don't know if they still are. Um, but Roger was the right guy to take that place over, and Josh, uh, Josh also started right at that time. Okay. Got it. Well, now Roger's over at Triple Rock. He, he threatened that he's going to call in and screw with your interview today. <laughs> So, Good luck. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if that happens. Don't let him in. He forgot already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was talking to uh, Claudia, Roger's wife, a little bit. He was up at the uh, Russian River Beer Fest with you guys, wasn't he, Tasty? Did he go to the... the yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, for the, the uh, at, Stump, Stumptown. The yeah. Stumptown. Right. I heard he got a little wild there like he oh, yeah. like he is wont to do every now and then. I've never heard of that. <laughs> Not Roger. I love that kid. He's fun to be around. Yeah, fun I'm to looking watch. Forward to, looking forward to seeing him in Denver this week with his... Black hoodie and his droopy drawer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, that's Roger. He's easy to. He doesn't have to put a name tag on. No. Now, so you are going to be at GABF too. Yeah, I will be. How many beers did you enter into the competition? Uh, I want to say we sent eight to be judged. Beautiful. That's a lot. Yeah. You guys have done pretty okay at the GABF in the past. We had a great GABF a couple of years ago. We got a couple of silvers. <laughs> um, and last year we got shut out, so we're heading back, hoping to bring home some hardware again. But the beers are so freaking good these days. Uh, you know, just seeing people happy, uh, tasting our beers in that hall is yeah. satisfaction. Now, does anybody really care when you when you get shut out? And I mean this seriously. You know, is, does it bum you out, or do you just feel like it's the luck of the draw? I mean, how do, how does that feel? You know, you go through phases. The first first step is acceptance. <laughs> right. Right. Then grief. Back then comes denial. Of uh, course. No. Uh, you know, I'll say this. After last year's award ceremony, I went out to dinner with a supplier and a bunch of other friends, and everybody at the table other than me had a medal, and it didn't feel great. Oh, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Were they wearing it and going, oh, let me, excuse me, let me reach across the, oh, did my medal get Yeah, in my most food? everybody's wearing them at that point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, keep in mind that there's like 250 medals given out. Right. And, and I say that. 400 breweries enter, so yeah, everybody, uh, most people are going to have one. Except mm-hmm. you. So it's a, a more yeah, than three half f- chance of winning. Well, you could have wore your old ones, your, your multiple old <laughs> yeah, ones. Yeah, they don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. nobody's going to check it. 3,000 beers in the competition. Yeah. Um, I will say this. My friend, uh, my friends from Trobes were actually at that dinner, and they won two or three medals, and uh, they weren't wearing theirs. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. So see. it depends on what your metric is for success, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I and the Metal. reason I, I ask is because I, I would feel like it, if I entered beer into GABF, I'd be pretty comfortable with the beers I'm entering. I would already yeah, be, oh, you know, I'd be comfortable. Yeah. So you knew they were good beers. You're happy about that. And that's why I feel like if I then got shut out, I don't know that it would, you know, obviously you want to win. But I don't know that it's going to bum me out too much. It's disappointing, but I don't think you would uh, be overly beat up about it. Yeah. You still put him in next year. Roger, on the other hand, we put him on suicide watch every year. (laughs) Roger, yeah. Roger's famous for getting totally butt hurt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) About 1230, we're pulling his shoelaces out. We're like, look, dude. Yeah. We put him in one of those like big inflatable sumo suits, you know, where you can fight with each other. Just tape his hands together. (laughs) Ah, Beautiful. All right. Well, I'm drinking one of your beers now, actually. Thank yeah. you for sending us beer to try. Yeah, yeah, really. Um, it's actually one of the issues that we have with interview. You know, we're, we're way over here on the West Coast, and we do do uh, middle of the country and East Coast interviews, and most of the time we're just kind of flying blind asking you questions about the beer. We don't get to try it. So it really is a cool thing that you sent it to us. Appropriately, no we're tasting the uh, SF IPA that you sent us. Oh, great, great. Yes, so, so that SF, SF it stands for Super Friends. No, it doesn't. It stands for San Francisco. <laughs> no, it stands for Super Friends, but don't tell the folks at DC Comics that. Right, okay. Uh, oh, no. oh, yeah, you friend. see the, the lettering. You give litigiousness. Yeah. Um, I see it. So that, that was, that's the collaboration brew that we did uh, mm. earlier in late spring. This is the one with Valley? Yeah. Oh, okay. Valley. Well, well, it was actually, you probably guys all know the sordid story about Steve there at, sure. at Valley. Yeah, that it's no um, longer Steve at Valley, right? Yeah, he uh, he grew up right near here. Um, oh, right. And he and I have become friends through the years. He comes back to visit his mom every summer. Nay, and, super friends. Uh, he was coincidentally coming to town um, when we were doing this collaboration brew. It was us, um, Omagong, um, Captain Lawrence, Southampton, and Flying Fish. Wow, that's a great lineup. And, uh, yeah. you know, we're all buddies. And we did a beer um, at Captain Lawrence last summer with us in Southampton. That was the official beer of New York Beer Week last fall. And uh, we called that one NY3. And this year I thought we'd include uh, you know, a broader cast. And it was our turn to host it. So we had uh, Scotty from Captain Lawrence and Spencer from Southampton, Casey Hughes from Flying Fish, and a bunch of the guys from Omegon drove over. They're uh, practically right in our backyard. Okay. Um, and we tried to include our good friend Tim Butler, who runs the Empire Brewing Company in Syracuse, but he was unavailable. But it was actually his idea to uh, to kick off, you know, he thought it would be a good idea to do a Belgian IPA kind of thing. Um, and we kind of spun that even a little bit further. But uh, the real kind of cool thing, speaking of the medals, is um, Casey won the gold in this category last year at GABF. Uh, Scotty won it the year before, and Omegon just won it at the craft, at the uh, World Beer Cup. Wow! So we brought the right guys in to brew this beer, and uh, so far people are really digging it. So I, I have to be honest with you, I am so effing glad that you just mentioned that it's a Belgian IPA. Because, well, it's it, go, go ahead. ahead. No, well, just no, no please finish. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, it's not exactly a Belgian IPA. It okay. is. Um, it's a single hop. Uh, IPA, it's all citra, um, but it's fermented entirely with a couple of strains of Britannomyces. Okay. So it's not it's not that kind of, uh, we're just using a little bit of Belgian, you know, Abbey yeast or something like that. Um, it's kind of a more risky project where we didn't quite know what was going to happen. We didn't use any Saccharomyces at all. 
Um, and we thought maybe we could accentuate some of those great uh, pineapple mango flavors that that hop makes with uh, earthy, fruity character of uh, Brett Bruxellensis and uh, Klaus Enniai. And I think you really did. Yeah. And this is yeah, why exactly. I'm so thankful that you're saying this, because I didn't know anything about the beer we just poured at SFIPA, and, I, and I'm getting all of these wonderful fruity IPA hop qualities, and then this other flavor, and going, oh, shit, I wonder if it's infected in the <laughs> bottle, and I don't want to say this to the poor man. And uh, But now that you point out that it's 100% Brett fermented, that's really interesting. So I, you can yeah, say, I meant yeah, to do that. Yes. Fun to make. Um, we made a 45-barrel batch of it, which is uh, you know a whole tank full of Britannomyces, um, which is, you know, uh, gives some people the heebie-jeebies, but... I'm not too scared. It's just beer. And was it uh, your brewery? I like that philosophy. If, if you were, if you guys are the kind of folks, and I'm sure some of your listeners are, that um, are beer advocate type people, uh, right now it's the, <laughs> oddly enough, I think the number one rated American IPA on Beer Advocate. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Well, it's it's something. <laughs> Well, it's, so my it's a thing. It's, it's that listed. is something. My first impression actually it was, it was that it was very strange, and I, and I wasn't too sure. Uh, but now I've gotten through half a glass of it, and I'm really digging those earthy Brett flavors along with it. Yeah, and it's really it's different every time you try it. Really, which I think kind of cool. Yeah, we've got draft uh, at a few locations around town. It tastes different at everybody's place. Um, the bottles we just filled about ten or twelve cases, uh, just so everybody could have some to take home for fun. And uh, the bottles taste entirely different from the draft, and uh, it's just a, a beer that's evolving the whole time since uh, since we brewed it at the beginning of June. So, what does the fermentation look like when it's 100% Brett? What's the length of time? What are the temperatures? You know, it behaved almost exactly like Saccharomyces would. Um, a little bit of a lag before getting to terminal gravity. Um, so, I think we ran. I want to say 10 or 12 days of primary rather than seven that we would for an ordinary ale. Um, and then we dry hopped it and that got it kicking back up again. And uh, then we finished it out in a bright tank. We didn't filter it or anything. So I think we probably turned it around in under three weeks. See, I would have thought for some reason that the Brett takes a heck of a lot longer than that. Is it um, a normal? No, we use a lot a lot of cells. Uh, and, okay, that was my next question is the pitch rate. It's a lot more? Yeah, so we had a... Um, you know, I, I brought in a mixed culture just for this that we had at High Croissant when we were knocking these length, these two lengths out of our brew house. Um, it was really rolling, you know, hard before we even, it was a, really active before we knocked any word into it. it it'll behave so a lot it was, normal it, when, it, when, it's, when it's the primary strain, too. Yeah. R- yeah. Rather than, you know, like you said, when you're, when you're doing a, a, a Saccharomyces first. I see, and, and then uh, then the Brett after, but when it's the primary strain, got it. Yeah, uh, the Jeff- first couple of days, the first couple of days, it really was that gravity was falling, uh, pH was changing, just like a Saccharomyces ferment. I mean, they're really not that terribly different hmm. microorganisms. Okay, uh, that's Doc, by the way, Jeff. You got a room full of people here, just so you don't think you're okay. crazy. Yeah, who all is there? Well, you've got Doc, who just talked to you. Yeah, how are you doing? And then we've got uh, Chad in the room. How you doing? And we've got Tasty. Hey, Jeff. And we've got Scott who booked you. What's up, dude? And then we've got JP helping out. 
Hi. All right. All right. I think I remember JP from back in the day when I was buying homebrew stuff at More Beer. That's oh, yeah. me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's me, dude. Yeah, he was the guy giving you that really creepy look from behind the counter. <laughs> well, that was back yeah, in yeah. that was back in my every customer gets a pat on the butt days. <laughs> in the late, it was late nineties, right? You been there that long? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's been there since the beginning. I bought one of the first um, conicals. Oh, nice, man. Yeah. Do you yeah. still have it? I had it. I lived in the city in San Francisco, and it had the, just the perfect homebrew setup there with a laundry sink and a floor drain. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's how I got way carried away with this. Wow, awesome. that's that's an awesome setup, laundry yeah. sink and a floor that is drain. Pretty good. And do you still have your conical? You know, I actually sold it a few years back on eBay. Oh, got it. Beautiful. Yeah. You know, uh, Jeff. Have... The uh, I don't know. I want to talk to you about uh, customer loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like my mom. My mom's a special ed teacher, and she asked me recently, so are you still homebrewing a lot? And I said, you know, are you setting up a classroom for disabled kids on the weekend when you come home? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good comparison. What if she said yes? (laughs) Yeah. Actually, yeah, I do. (laughs) It's like like the uh, postman who wants to take a walk on his day off. (laughs) Right. Forget it. Well, you know what you, the, uh, you could do, Jeff, is get yourself a, a pilot brewery from More Beer. Now that you know they've got those beautiful <laughs> uh, brew sculptures, that a few of like I think even Stone has a More Beer pilot oh, brewery. Co- oh, could I? <laughs> you can, it's yeah. possible. Yes, I'm sure JP will send you a catalog tomorrow. Uh, I don't know. He got rid of his conical. I don't really. I think he might be. Uh, I'm dead to him. Yeah. I'm dead to him. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> You know, you know, my wife and I started having kids and whatnot, and uh, it's just out the window right now. So I, yeah, you can't you may be glad to hear I sold it for more than I bought it for. Nice work. <laughs> you <laughs> saw you saw that rube coming a mile away. <laughs> well, I think I think steel had spiked at that point, and, uh, and I think I got a sweetheart deal there because it was one of the very first ones. Uh, yeah, you're, yeah, the the practice conical. <laughs> yeah. So give me more of the lowdown on this beer. Uh, did you say it's all Citra hops? It's all Citra. How about the um, malt? The malt is just our base two-row malt, um, and the crystal malt, the light crystal malt that Omegon uses for their Belgian-style beers, which are well-known. Okay. Um, the Dingaman's Crystal 20. So it's just two malts and one hop and uh, two bread strings. Okay. And what are the gravities like? Uh, I want to say it was about 15 Play-Doh coming out of the brew house, and it finished, uh, you know, down in the low threes on apparent. So I don't know if nice. you guys do much with Play-Doh or specific gravity, but enough to 1060, figure it out. Yeah, 1060 down to 1020-ish. Not bad. Yeah. It's not lower it's, than like 10. I say, it's still drying well, out further in the well, package. Yeah, so. it tastes uh, pretty dry. Yeah. So, and, and you were saying how the, every place is different because this thing's still... Working, yeah, seems to be, yeah. Be interested. This is one of those ones you can sit on for a year or two, and let that Brett keep working. Yeah, but it's pretty good. I don't know if you could sit on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's people can't keep it in stock. So, so you said other than the the few cases, it's all on tap out there. Yeah, it's all on tap, and almost all of it actually is in um, New York City. Uh, they're gearing up down there for Beer Week, and it's going to be featured. Uh, we're going to do a bunch of events as the Super Friends. Great. Um, we uh, <laughs> we are barrel aging a little bit. I'm actually going to fill some kegs from a um, from a smoke from the oak wine barrel tonight that uh, Captain Scotty brought us from Captain Lawrence. Nice. Uh, we aged some of it in an apple brandy barrel and some in a um, 
French oak white wine barrel from a Long Island winemaker. Now it's just so we're going to do better. some events with the, you know, straight up dry hop. We didn't dry hop the stuff that we put in the barrels, so there's some significant differences between the between the um, different beers uh, the four that we'll have side by side. Okay, I want to try something in a four loco barrel. Yeah, <laughs> you and me both, JP. Yeah, you, me, and Doc both. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I want to yeah. try that. Yeah. Now, Do you guys like it now that you know what it is. Now that I know what it is, I'm. Lo- I'm actually. I keep looking around the table for another bottle. Is there I'll, more? Yeah, of it, I'll Scott? go get some more. Let, I, I'd love to, to have some more of it because I, I want to talk more about the the Brett characteristics. I think it's awesome now. And you know, so I've had, uh, you know, quote Belgian IPAs before, where the where the primary stream is, is some sort of a Belgian yeast. And sure. I've talked about this on the show. I think they're shit. I don't like Belgian yeasts with IPA. I don't think that the bitterness works very well with um, uh, with, with the, the bananas and cloves, and especially but, the citrus hops. I'll say, I, I think right. they're hit or miss. I'll say hit or miss. Okay. All right. I, I might have had one or two that I've liked, but I think more often I don't. Uh, Fair enough. Well, it's, they're trying to you know, make that new style too, and uh, right. You know, it's. You can't land a home run every time. Maybe right. in it's, it's like, like with the wet hop beers, we've we've gone back and forth with these. That's true. And whether it's a good idea to keep keep going for this or, or not, and it's hitting us too. We make one of those with all New York State grown hops, oh. um, which in and of itself is a worthy project, I think, because we're supporting uh, um, traditional agriculture that's sort of disappeared from our neck of the woods. Um, People really like it from the locavore standpoint, yeah. But I personally don't find the hops to have the whether they're New York or Yakima Valley. I don't. I don't care for wet hop beers that much. Okay, neither does Doc. Actually, most of the crew in here doesn't like the wet hop. Beer. I like them. Yeah. Well, yeah somehow, that's cheap. somehow the guys at Sierra have it figured out, though. Yeah. The rest of them, I, I haven't enjoyed so much. Hey, so why did you pick those two uh, Brett strains in particular, the Clausini and the uh, the Brooks? It, what what uh, well, does that the, contribute? The, the Bruck strain that we've been using is the um, the Dre strain. Uh, that's um, it was cultured from, as the story goes, a bottle of beer that Adam Avery fell in love with uh, on the you know the Brett Pax trip to Belgium, um, and it's a it's a strain that we've been using in our. Um, our sour beers, our American-style uh, sour beers, which I think you guys have a couple of there as well. Yeah. Um, it blows a lot of that big, bright pineapple that I really like. Um, it has a little bit of phenol to it, but not too much. Uh, and I thought that was a real natural match for that um, hop, for that sort of... Sometimes when I drink this beer, I get this big, smoky pineapple character, and sometimes not. Sometimes it's more of this citrus and... And uh, just, I don't know. It, it's it was a, a yeast that I was comfortable working with because I knew that it was going to behave more or less on a production schedule that I needed it to in order to justify brewing it. Um, so that was really the main main consideration. Well, I, I love the that kind of flowery. It, I get the I definitely get the pineapple yeah. that he's talking about in this definitely. in this beer. A lot of the pineapple. Um, then citrus on top of that, and then I also get, and I think it's partly because of the bread. It's real flowery too. It's not just citrusy; it's flowery yeah. to me, Arom- aromatically flowery. Yeah, yeah like, like I'm chewing on whole hops. Well, I better get one of these so I'm on the same page as you guys. Yeah, check it out because, and that's what I'm really liking about the bread now is it. 
as as uh, Jeff mentioned, earthy. But then with the earth, it's like flowery and and pineapple-y and then citrusy. It's really a lot going on. Well, the way that the tank smelled just from the starter that we had going was just like earth. It was just straight, like hiking in the woods, um, wet little muddy crick kind of smell. Wow. JP, sometimes people leave their house and they go to this thing called the woods, and you can oh, like Kim and Andy, and you can hike there and smell things that are real, and they and they come back and they're okay. <laughs> yeah, that happens. No, <laughs> yeah, you guys are fucking with me. This is like the smart pills, right? The little when they turned up to be rabbit turds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You guys, <laughs> you're right. You guys are dicks. <laughs> I, I'm never falling for that again. <laughs> smart, pills. Yeah, you will. Did you say the temperature that you fermented this bread with? At? No, I didn't. You no, know, we ran it right right at room temperature and then let it ramp up there at the very end just to try to get it to finish. Like ramp up so to we, ramp up to like what? We set it right at sixty eight Fahrenheit for the first couple of days. Okay. And then I might have let it wander up to seventy one, maybe. I'm not even sure that it got so, that far. So basically, not too crazy. Yeah. No, nothing too crazy. And you know what else? I, I sometimes takes a backseat and sometimes not. But there's a very substantial bubble bubblegum character there too. Hmm. I don't know if I get that in this one. You guys getting bubblegum? I don't. This, not this not like that blue like, loco. I do, get yeah. that, I do get that in some of the other ones that are more phenolic than this is. Right. Yeah, and you're right about the, it's subdued phenolics. Yeah. Uh, too, it's, well, I think that low ferment does it. Yeah, you know, it's, crushes it. Uh, Brett has, can have a lot of phenolic to it. It's that wildy kind of part okay. to it. And this is really subdued, which is, yeah. makes it kind of nice. It yeah. is It is kind of clean with uh, with the, the Brett characteristics still there, but not like you said, not a lot of those kind of wilder yeah. wilder bits. And, and it's, it's the dryness. I like that. Where it just doesn't come across as uh, too, too sweet dry. at the end. It just, it just sure. clean and sharp. And that's, I, always a con- that's always a concern with... With uh, you know, I talked to some guys that are telling me they have their beers finishing at like zero with Brett, and I have not been able to achieve that. Uh, th- this doesn't need it. it. It's clean and sharp enough that I, I was surprised when you said that it, it finished out at ten twenty. Me too, actually. I thought because you don't get you, that. I, said, I thought you said three, three or four Plato. Which is uh, just in the low threes. Okay, well, that, okay, that's twelve then. Okay. That's ten twelve. Yeah, yeah. twelve thirteen. Even that, well, even no, that, no, it tastes no, like a ten eight, ten no, seven beer no, to me. Three, three four is more like. 10-16. Yeah, 10-16, okay. yeah. Right. But, but still, it's... it's. I, I would have thought it was much lower than that. Yeah. Well, it may be now. Like I say, I haven't... Yeah, I haven't it, it, it... Oh, that's a good point. It could have kept going in the bottle a bit. Well, it, I mean, we, we opened it and it was fizzy. Yeah, no, these it were was a little levels. overcarbonated. Or, you know, well, yeah, it was a little overcarbonated, so you know there's stuff working in there. Right. So Shit it's overcarbonated too. like Orval? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Pleasantly yeah. so, yeah. Yes. Yeah, not yeah. like a gusher, not like a, in a bad I, way at all. But no, I, a careful I, pour kind of way. I actually yeah. just thought Justin didn't know how to pour a beer. I think I actually, I poured it like an IPA, it, just expecting, you know, I can, uh, I can pour it like this, and it's, you know, not knowing that it was going to be a effervescent beer. Uh, so I definitely... So it's certainly not an IPA per se, but no. that's, the best, that's the best reference point that I have for people for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, I don't think it probably is too similar to the Belgian IPAs that we're talking about either, which are um, the best of which I think are the ones that are more like hoppy triples than like. Uh, mm. Yeah, it's, it's not that at all. Yeah. yeah. No, it's I I, 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 I push it. it more almost a, 
in the saison characteristics because of the the dry spiciness that I'm getting out of it. That's a good point. Um, but but still not a saison. But I, it's kind of more along. If I'm going to try to describe it to somebody who's not even trying to taste it, I, I would I would push it more into that. It is a little more farmhousey, especially with yeah. the earth mm-hmm. part. Yeah. Of it. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a hoppy Orval. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is a pretty nice description, actually. Yeah. I think that is a compliment. Yeah, you should. I think you should. Yeah. And uh, sorry if this is a stupid question. I assume it's uh, the whole batch is unfiltered, even what you correct. have on tap. Yeah, that's uh, correct. Do you filter your other beers, or is that a common thing we for you? Filter um, most of our beers. We don't filter our IPA, uh, Flower Power, which I think you guys also have some of there. Yeah. Um, we don't filter any of the stuff. Uh, we do a whole series of beers um, called the Excelsior series. None of those are filtered. Uh, you guys got a couple of those there, I think. Is that another um, comic book uh, <laughs> reference? No, that's actually New York State's motto. Oh. The word Excelsior. <laughs> Figured it was a Stan Lee. JP's <laughs> never left Concord, so he's yeah. not sure. Well, Stan, Stan Lee. No, Stan Lee. Okay, never mind. <laughs> We're trying to do civics lessons and beer, and <laughs> I like sometimes. it. Yeah, well, super friends, too. and I figured maybe there was a comic book theme. No, I can see where you're going. Can you? Yeah. They're going to draw it. <laughs> yeah. So you have the thing. That's the closest to super friends you're ever going to get. I know. Now you guys are not a brew pub, right? Just a, a small craft brewery. Oh, I don't have a. Oh, that's right. We have a we have a tasting room, a retail store. We're actually the local homebrew store as well. All right. Uh, but we are. Uh, the big, uh, most recent news is that we've just bought 80 acres um, that's actually just down behind, about 500 yards behind our brewery. And we're building a new facility this coming year, which will have uh, eventually a restaurant, a beer garden, a place for events, concerts, um, and also be a, you know, a 25 or 30,000 barrel brewery. That sounds awesome. Wow, that's an upgrade. Yeah, we're excited. <laughs> yeah, that is one hell of an upgrade. Yeah. By the way... Yeah. Now, but Ithaca has been around for a while now. You guys have had some time to grow. Yeah, this winter will be our thirteenth anniversary. Okay, and how many barrels are you doing right now? We're going to do about eleven thousand barrels this year. And how about how big's your system? Uh, we have a twenty-five barrel brew house. Um, we run most of our fermentations in hundred barrel tanks. Um, so you know, right now we've got. Uh, we have 12 fermenters and six bright tanks. Most of them are that bigger size, about 100 barrel uh, ferments. Wow. Um, so we're brewing 12 to 15 times a week, uh, 15 times during the summer, and then we're starting to see the end of the uh, busy season here. So we're gearing up to jam a couple of more uh, fermenters in our building over this coming winter, and then uh, through next year we'll be building a new facility. Good for you. So, yeah, we're excited. So to fill a, a, a hundred gallon, sorry, hundred barrel fermenter of this Flower Power IPA, for example, you're brewing three or four batches and and throwing it all in a day and throwing it all into this fermenter. Yeah, we can really only knock out three lengths in a day, okay. uh, just because our system is fairly low tech and we are starved for hot water. Um, so we run out of hours in the day before we can get that fourth one in. Um, so when we do four four lengths into a fermenter, it'll take us into the second day to fill it. Okay. I hope it's more than just you in that brew house because I smell burnout. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, great help. Okay. <laughs> no, he, he's the executive. Executive. Ah, yeah. That means there's lessers under him. <laughs> Good point. Good point. 
All right, hey, let me do this. I got to get us to a quick break and uh, pay some sure. sponsors real quick, Jeff. And Absolutely. when we come back, we've got your flower, uh, flower power IPA in front of us. Yeah. And then okay. what I'm most excited about is to try these couple of sour beers that mm-hmm. you sent us to. Oh yeah. So, all right, we're going to take a quick break. We've got Jeff from Ithaca Brewing Company on the line with us talking about his wonderful and uh, so far very interesting beers. So stick with us. We'll be right back. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmaster's Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmaster's database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmaster's Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmasters Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BN Army in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. BN Army members, are you looking for a discount on hops? Keep listening. Nico's Homebrew Supply at nicobrew.com has hops by the ounce and by the pound. Choose from varieties like Amarillo, Centennial, East Kent Goldings, Hollertower, Simcoe, Summit, Tomahawk, Warrior, Willamette, and more. And adding new varieties all the time, many for less than 20 bucks a pound. Whether a couple ounces at a time or an 11-pound bag, all hops are shipped vacuum-sealed and frozen straight to you. Nico's Homebrew Supply offers store-wide $5 flat-rate shipping and won't waste your money on unnecessary overhead or advertising. They're going bare bones and passing the savings on to you. The staff at Nico's Homebrew Supply loves to brew and is committed to keeping homebrewing affordable and accessible to anyone who wants to join in this great hobby. And for a limited time, use coupon code BNARMY at checkout for a Brewing Network discount. Visit NicoBrew.com. That's N-I-K-O Brew.com for your hops and more. NicoBrew.com. Your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. And now, Northern Brewer brings you another installment of The, the Time Brewers. When last we left our heroes, they found themselves in 19th century Burton upon Trent. Ah, Merry England! Something is amiss, my friends. Be on guard. Are these casks of white Zinfandel will stand the Queen's men in good stead in far Bangalore? Ah, oh, hell no! Nah. Blush wine out of Britain be worse than microwaving a kitten. Maharaja Dodgers drinking pink be vomiting predominant on the subcontinent. Oh dear, you can't drink blush with Vindaloo. Oi, what should I do? Ship hogsheads of this high carbonate water? <laughs> no, sir. Please wait just a moment. Well, bless me. A parcel from the future from one northern brewer. Use this malice alter, my good man. EKG at a high rate per barrel Make ladies wet like Colin Farrell Now quit Burton ruining the Burton Union And get Burton brewing 
Forgettest thou not the bog myrtle? Northern Brewery is your one-stop homebrew supplier throughout the entire Fermento Chronosphere. The widest selection of quality malt, hops, yeast, $7.99 flat rate shipping, and keep that nasty-ass bog myrtle inside your sackcloth, Brother Abelard. My stars, but this India Pale Ale is better than wine. Thanks, Time Brewers. Thanks, Northern Brewer. Our work here is done, my friends. Now, to wherever we are next, we bid. Tune in next time for the continuing adventures of the Time Brewers. Hilo, what's it feel like? Take awesome and multiply it by two. Yeah! <laughs> Spraying live beer radio all over your face. <laughs> Can't get any better than this, baby. <laughs> it's the Brewing Network. Listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking with us through the break. And we are talking to Jeff from Ithaca Brewing Company, who still should be on the line with us. You still there, Jeff? Aye. All right. And what beer did you go get yourself at the break is the question everyone wants to know. You were talking about flower power, so I went and grabbed one. Perfect. So we've cracked that open. And just when we went to the break, Scott actually had a good question that the poor bastard was embarrassed to ask. But I think it's a good one to get out there. And you know, we had talked about how carbonated the first bottle we opened was. And yeah. um, so for our listeners who, who are and homebrewers who, who don't know how that happens, um, how does that happen that a bottle will have different carbonation uh, when we drink it than when you bottled it? You didn't know? See? <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs> God, what an asshole. <laughs> no wonder you didn't JP, ask that question. This is a learning show that That's we put right. beer yeah. information. Oh. <laughs> I, I didn't hear the alert. We're, I'm sorry. Not, you know, he'll, he'll come up to our level of information very soon. It Justin did. Time. Yeah. See, I, well, just, well, when Scott asked, I was like, I was like, dude, that's not, I've been asking stupid questions yeah. for five years, man. No, <laughs> we don't fun. have them here anymore. So, Chief, tell us how that happens. Well, let me first reassure you that uh, Flower Power is a beer that's finished fermenting when it goes into the bottle. <laughs> okay, good. It seems fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the first beer that we tried is, is at, its, at its heart, I think, an experimental beer. Um, like we talked about, it's not filtered, and like nearly every other craft brewery in the world, we don't pasteurize anything. Um, so we've got this Britannomyces alive in those bottles that is uh, continuing to metabolize the sugars that are in the beer um, for a much... And they're actually much viable for a much longer time than a traditional ale or lager yeast. So what happens is those uh, those little buggers are, you know, still chopping up those long sugars that are in there, particularly, I think, in this case, from that uh, caramel malt that we were talking about. Oh, yeah. um, and one thing that I actually learned recently, um, our, uh, I was at an MBAA meeting um, where Neva Parker from White Labs was the guest speaker, and She's really the only one of the only people that I know of who's doing um, really actual like wet bench work on Britannomyces. Everybody else is more or less, um, you know, trying it out, doing playing around with barrels, uh, you know, anecdotal evidence here and there. Um, but she's actually running you know different strains side by side, seeing how they perform, and. She's saying that uh, Brett will only make about half the CO2 that Saccharomyces does. 
which I found to be pretty interesting. Yeah. So yeah. You, can, you can see a bigger drop in a beer, you know, um, in gravity in a beer uh, that you're bottle conditioning with Brett, um, but maybe not even quite the same CO2 pickup that you'll get, uh, you know, re-fermenting with an ale yeast or a champagne yeast. So the same alcohol content, because it is still, still converting. Yeah, it's still converting. But just, but just less CO2. Right. Interesting. Right. And, and so the, I think we, we, we basically devoted this whole batch to draft. So uh, we go on the lower end of the carbonation spectrum for that in general. Yeah. Um, but given that it's a living thing, and like I said, it's changing all the time, uh, part of that is that there's a, a somewhat active fermentation going on in the bottle. Right. And, and the bread will chew through things that uh, uh, the Saccharomyces won't. Oh, yeah, wood. It'll eat wood. It'll, 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 oh, really? Yeah, it'll, it'll find the sugar, something no something to metabolize down through that you, you think yeah, it, it should have been done. Forever, but. Yeah, it should have been done with a regular brewer's yeast, but uh, you know, the Brett will just keep chewing. It's slow. So it's a lot slower. So that's the case with, like Jeff mentioned, the long-chain sugars, right? That the Saccharomyces it, won't go through those? Yeah, it, it'll it'll chew bigger things. Yeah, that the, yeah, the unfermentable. Decision. The unfermentable stuff that the, the, you know, the brewer's yeast can't chew on, right. and they, they just stop. That's why you, know, you can come up with a really sweet beer, yeah. but no more alcohol, it won't finish out. Yeah. Uh, you know the bread will the bread will keep chewing on things that normally the other one won't. Okay, but it, it will take a lot longer sometimes too. And oh, you guys know your stuff. <laughs> well, Doc's <laughs> our resident doctor, so he's there. He's the science behind it. But we've been doing this for a couple of few years, so we've we've heard right. some of. The, although I haven't heard what you just said, Jeff, where you said it will eat through. It'll eat wood. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it eats. Uh, I think it's uh, cell cellular bios. Yeah, cellular bios and. Um, and uh, cellulose. Yeah, all the just the sugars that are in natural wood. That's pretty yeah. interesting. So that's why wineries, uh, winemakers are so kind of really, really afraid of it. Because if you get it in a oh, barrel, yeah, it can get, you yeah, can, it can get weighed down into yeah. the wood, and yeah, uh, you can't get it out. If you have a if you have an infection, uh, a contamination in your barrel, you just need a new barrel. There's no way to get it out. Jeff, you mentioned that when you dry hopped it, the uh, fermentation kicked up in the Brett beer. Uh, was there something in the dry hop that the uh, that the Brett liked? Oh, I think it's just the nucleation points. It's the physical, I see, the physical part. You know, there'll be some CO2 in solution, even in a still beer, and you'll just just get some more um, nucleation current, more convection in the tank just by adding surface area. Gotcha. Um, With with your barrels, uh, I'm always interested in how people are acquiring their barrels and then how how many times you're using them uh, and are you changing your use of them i mean the first barrel has a lot of barrel characteristic depending on you know we're trying to turn um we do one beer that's called old habit and it's a big uh rye beer that we age in rye whiskey barrels um and then once we've aged you know that beer in there for 10 or 12 months um most of the most significant whiskey characteristics are gone out of the barrel. And we've done some, you know, one-off, um, just some experiments with different wild stuff uh, where we'll, say, use some of our uh, brown ale wort or some of our um, wheat beer wort uh, in those barrels just to kind of get an idea what the fermentation characteristics are going to be like. Um, we haven't, I don't think we've released a beer that's been in a second-use barrel yet, uh, but we will... This New Year's when we released the second batch of that uh, Le Bleu, 
which is the blueberry beer that you guys have there. Right. Um, that's an eclectic mix of local wine barrels. So what do you do with the you know the barrels that you're not going to use again? Uh, you, you know, you, you, it's pretty predictable why you're using it for the first run because you know what you're going to yeah. get out of it in the second run. Yeah. yeah. Um, sold a couple to a local restaurant. Um, Homebrewers want them every once in a while, despite my warnings about what's inside them. Uh, <laughs> of course we do. We don't care about that. Well, maybe that's what we're yeah. looking for. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think we've got uh, 50 or 60 barrels here, and we've retired 20 or so, and then the rest of them are just still active with, um, you know, just random stuff that I, we get our hands on and we want to try, play around with. Nice. That's a lot of barrel space. Yeah. Yeah, it takes up a little bit more space than I have to devote to it right now. Um, so we're going to have some we're going to have some space uh, for the, these kinds of projects. That's a lot more intentional uh, in our new place. So who does that grate the wrong way? You know, there's always somebody. That, God, we're wasting all this space with barrels. Everybody, actually, because, uh, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> <laughs> even me, even me, because I've right. got a climb. I've got to climb a rack for four barrels, five barrels high just to take a sample, yeah. and it's just not, it's not ideal, um, but it's its a part of the uh, growing pains of being a, you know, yeah. successful small business. Hey, and it's, figure out. it's worth every drop, as long as you don't fall on your head, it's worth every yeah. drop. Yeah, until you fall on your head. <laughs> and even then, it might be. Yeah, even then. And I've got them pretty, actually, I, most of them I have pretty well tucked away along a corner in the uh, two walls. Uh, in the cor- in the corner of the brewery where we just store ca- uh, you know empty boxes basically. So. You couldn't get a, like an apprentice brewer to shimmy <laughs> up there and get get something for you. Yeah, come on. I don't trust those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Understood. I got that. So now we've got the flower power in front of us, uh, which is an IPA, right? Would you? This is an IPA. Okay. This is a straight up American IPA. All right. Tell us about this beer. Um, this is a beer that when I. Uh, moved here, first started working here, found as a, uh, it was an English-style beer um, that used just uh, Kent Goldings, actually. Um, and having just come from California at sort of, you know, right around the turn of the century. The high hop uh, time. Yeah, it was sort of ground zero for, yeah. uh, I think, the way that, the, the turn that the IPAs have taken. In America, I think that's when um, a lot of you know Racer Five was just emerging. Then Liberty, had, of course, had been around forever, um, but those beers were starting to define. Um, you know, right after Bert and I left um, Drake's, uh, Roger won that damn gold medal with a beer he didn't even brew. <laughs> <laughs> that oh. bastard! Oh, did he not? Oh, it gets out there now. Um, so I, I do think, like, I had just come from, uh, you know, a culture that was heavy into uh, trying to figure out what hops were going to be the most, um, you know, sort of organoleptically pleasing, um, not just shooting for bitterness, but really trying out the new varieties. I think Amarillo was new then. Um, Simcoe was not even really around then. And uh, we were all, you know, talking a lot about, oh, what kind of, you know, what varieties are you using? A lot of people were using a lot of Centennial at that time. Um, so we've sort of taken it from there, and I've stayed, you know, on top of what other everybody else is doing, and sort of tweaked this beer into a uh, Simcoe delivery vehicle, more or less. I like that. Yeah, yeah. you took a cue from the tobacco companies. <laughs> <laughs> I like this IPA. Yeah, it's great. Um, I Thanks. don't. Um, you know, I've only had a few sips. I don't find it incredibly complex. 
but I think that's what I like about it. Is um, it's tasty. It's I, I don't mean that it's one dimensional. I don't mean that at all. Oh, that's but, okay. Uh, no, I'm you know I'm not trying to have a, an earthy phenolic fermentation character here. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I think it's not. I think it's well balanced. You know, you you did say American IPA, which definitely means it's going to be bitter, and it is. But I think it has a pretty nice backbone to it. Well, I think yeah. uh, I think East Coast IPAs are different than West Coast IPAs. That's the rumor. In my experience. Gonna go there. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the rumor. We're gonna go there. We went there. Why'd you just kick Jeff in the nuts? It was Broughton. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, I, I kind of like. Uh, I'm not a big IPA guy, but I like more East Coast centric yeah. because, uh, in my mind, uh, I like a little more malty, a little more balanced IPA. In the West Coast uh, over here, they're just friggin' nuts. They're like four loco. Uh, I'm I'm <laughs> less insane. of an IPA guy than even JP, and and I, I like this one. The aroma well, I'm is even great less too. of a thing no, than I ever am have been. <laughs> I, I I'm on my second one, and, and most IPAs I wouldn't even even yeah. finish the first one. Yeah, I uh, I like hops a lot, but I'm not I'm not one just for bitterness for bitterness sake. That's, this has got a nice sweet malt backbone to yeah. it, which is really a nice balance instead of you know yeah. making my brain numb with with hops, but yeah. not um not un- unattenuated sweet. No, 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 no. That's not what I pick up anyway. I pick up like a nice malt character. Yes, right. Yeah, you know what I I like? You guys have some very fresh stuff there, and actually... um, Thank you for that. Yeah. (laughs) I I shipped the stuff on Tuesday. It came right off the bottling line, actually, that day. Oh, wow. Uh, Again, thank you for that. (laughs) And when it's fresh like that, actually, those bottles that you had, I had one the other night, and it tasted like hoppy cotton candy to me. I can get that, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I I totally get that. It's the wrong color for that. Should be blue. <laughs> now, now, tasty our resident hop head. Why don't you chime in on this idea? Well, I, I as well like it for its balance. I, I like, uh, we, and we have a few on the west coast here. Uh, balanced IPAs that. Uh, yeah. That Which you, ones? The Union Jack. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm uh, thinking. See, the, yeah, I mean, the one IPA I'll drink is Union Jack. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a really nice beer. That's yeah. probably the best one. Yeah, it's a good example of our balance. I'll, I'll actually order one of those instead of someone just hand me an IPA. You'll go for that. I'll, well, that's yeah. isn't that also? I mean, uh, you know, the world agrees that's gold medal IPA two years in a row now, right? Well, I think. I think it's because it's a good balance. Yeah. I think, uh, it's I I think I like what it. Jeff's got here is right on the same track. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah it's, it's a nice balance instead of numbing well, my brain with hops. That's really flattering to compare uh, this beer to that one. I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> well, oh. tell us about this malt that we're all kind of raving about. What's the malt bill look like? So, again, it's really simple. It's just our base malt and a little bit of honey malt, and that's it. No crystal malt. Um, we use acidulated malt a fair amount around here nice. uh, to keep <laughs> mash pH low. Um, so this has, I want to say this is 3% honey malt and 3% acidulated malt, and the rest is just our uh, base two-row out of our silo. Wow, that's a small. What is acidulated malt? That's a small percentage it, for both. It's acid malt. It's uh, yeah. It's it's got uh, lactic in it. I thought I was the only one that ever used that. Oh, uh, it, it's got a small place and it, it helps keep the pH lower using only malt. Okay. Yes. Just because it has uh, lactic it, acid in it. Yeah. It, well, it, yeah. Yeah. It, it, you could probably achieve the same thing by adding some food grade acid to your mash. Um, I see. But this is naturally, you know, it's made. Uh, only, as far as I know, by only two German maltsters, um, and they do it in a way that's Reinsgebotka compliant. Um, so you're not really adding anything. Okay. It's not all natural there, and it helps us to get our pH uh, actually pretty low. 
Um, and we use a good bit of, um, we burtonize this beer quite a lot, too. Uh, oh, okay. To get that, yeah, the mineral. that sharp, sharp bitterness to it. And, yeah. and uh, you know, it, it does help make the hops pop a little bit more. What is, when you say your low pH, and I assume we're talking about in the mash, what is your low pH? Um, the target mash pH for this is like right around 5.15 maybe. It's pretty low. It, 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 that's tough with all real pale malts. Okay. Yeah. Up. And so we feel, we feel like we get the best hop utilization um, the lower we can get in the most, uh, the most pleasant mouth feel. Ah. Um, and using acidulated malt, it's a real light malt anyway. But uh, you don't have to measure the pH, and then like he's he's talking about throwing in uh, food grade lactic acid. Mm-hmm. You don't have to measure anything. It's it's much easier to just toss it in with the malt. Use the malt. Yep. Mm-hmm. By recipe. Yeah. Now, tasty. Is this low pH for hop utilization one of the tricks up your sleeve too? Well, I, I certainly uh, since I do get better hop utilization in darker beers, which tend to be lower pH. Which uh, I don't really check the pH on my light beers, but I imagine. It is probably a little bit higher, and uh, okay. I probably would get better utilization if I, I did. Those are the ones I think you should be watching. Yeah, yeah, but, beer. yeah. 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 Right. that's where I could get some effect from using some lactic Good acid. Thing. I see. Yeah. Now, Je- Jeffrey, you, uh, I'm, your yeast, I, I'm looking for some sort of uh, flavor contribution from yeast in this beer. I'm not getting much. Is your beer... No, your no, this neutral? one we run, we run this one even on the cooler side and really try to get almost so no S. Real moment. neutral, okay. Yeah. But it's our house yeast, which would ordinarily blow, like I say, those Whitbread kind of like orchard oh. um, stone, stone fruit kind of esters at warmer fermentation temperatures. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I was, you know, I kind of look at this in your East Coast. I'm kind of looking more for of a uh, English IPA ish kind of character to it, right? And you get a lot of that from, like Tasty was saying, from the yeast. I'm not getting any of that mm. over here. So are you are you just using the same yeast and just trying to push it at a lower temperature to kind of yeah, mute, mute all that? Nice. So, what temp? When you say low temperature, are we talking like below sixty six here? Or yeah, this is sixty five or sixty six yeah. for the first few days, mm-hmm. and then uh, we'll do a quick diacetyl rest. Um, this piece makes nearly none, um, and we'll ramp it up to maybe maybe sixty nine, uh, maybe not. Okay. All right. That's that's what she said. <laughs> maybe maybe sixty nine, like, maybe not. Were you it's reading like my Jeff mind? Has been in this room forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we get told not to say stuff like that. I have to shut them down. I'm glad you did it, Jeff. <laughs> now, do you use acidulated malt in other beers to, for, to we do. achieve we do. the same we effect? Use, uh, I use it in our pale ale as well, um, and we use it. Um, we do a pills every once in a while when uh, fermentation space allows. We use it there. Um, uh, I, for me, it's more of a. I think it's a mouthfeel thing. Um, I, in those lighter beers, when we're when you're pushing the upper end of the of the pH window, there, um, you get some of that harshness. Um, so we have a really really low tech brew house. We uh, do single infusion mashes, and um, sometimes you can get a real husky character if you're not careful about pH. Now you keep mentioning like your, your low tech brew house. I just imagine the Flintstones in there. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. He's using it well. Oh, yeah. It's if you're cranking as much beer as you're cranking out. Yeah. Well, our good beer, obviously, because somebody's going to put up a lot of money for you guys to build this uh, big big place over there yeah. behind you. Well, yeah, and, man. Yeah, things are, things are good. Do you have a hand in uh, designing that thing and what, oh, you, what you need? Yeah, yeah. We're, uh, what I need is ceiling clearance. Um, so that's, mm. what, we're, that's that, what we're doing. That's something I don't need. <laughs> yeah, Doc's our short guy. We've, uh, if you ever, if any of you, anybody listening, ever gets a chance to come and visit us, um, you'll see 
uh, I think I used the expression shoehorned earlier, um, but when we bring a 100-barrel tank in here, uh, it can just barely clear. We have them built um, wide and squat uh, just just to clear our rafters. Um, it's like my women. So like we, have a, we have a very uh, atypical um, fermentation geometry on our uni tanks, uh, on most of our tanks, actually. Okay. Tuna can, Timmy? Yeah, they're like two, uh, three to one. Wow. Two to one. They're two to one. Are, are you changing this like in the new place? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's part of, that think might, it's part of our culture. Yeah, because that might uh, screw you all up. And in fact, another brewer actually pointed that out to me um, about a year ago. Uh, he was like, that is why I like your beer so much. There's no phenol content from the um, like uh, hydrostatic pressure. Yeah, yeah, the low pressure. Yeah. Tank. Yeah. Yeah, that, you don't have yeah. to ferment cooler than normal, I think, with a flatter tank like that. Though. Yeah, so we have uh, real nice wide tanks, which are good for some things, and... Uh, Maybe not so great for well, us, but right. we, we don't change it just because you got more yeah, more ceiling height. Yeah, that's the backbone of uh, you know the successful American craft brewers making do with what you have and dealing with your site and fighting whatever other odds come down the pike. Yeah, figuring it out. Well, I want to say too, you know, yet another testament to how uh, how far malt has come and how how nice uh, modified malt is now. You know, the biggest complaint that. Uh, uh, people who don't like single infusion um, as a mash process have is that they that they lack malt complexity, that they lack kind of the depth, they lack uh, you know all of the enzymatic activity that you need to have a nice malt backbone. And I think Jeff's beers are, have such a great malt backbone yeah. that it's you know you're, are people you're, saying that that. that- they that do. they're not getting malt. Hey, you I mean, listen. You worked for the Dan over there in San Jose. You know is the he people. Still saying that, because I doubt he really believes it anymore. Uh, he well, he certainly comes in here and says it. And and you know what? When he hands us his beer, we agree with him when he's sitting in the room. Sure. Because we because his, his oh sure, just like you're agreeing with me now. <laughs> That's right. Well, listen. Well, if you're not in the room. <laughs> this beer that I thought was infected now tastes great. Now it's <laughs> good. You know point. what? I don't know. I've never seen you, but I doubt you're the size of him. <laughs> That's right, Dan. You don't fuck with Dan. <laughs> but his kid, when I worked there, yeah. his kid Oliver was like nine or ten years old, Oliver. and he was like a, a high school linebacker size already. <laughs> yeah. And he would be in there like you know, you were just shocked at the size. You of could throw kid. kegs around. <laughs> yeah. No joke. No yeah. joke. Yeah. Well, Dan is one of our favorite guests. We love having him in here. And, and, oh, he's great. And I he's love great. his beer. I, I don't think anybody can deny his brewing knowledge. No, and his absolutely not. But he certainly is. You know, he's one of the guys that says, listen, if you, if you want that real German and if you want that real uh, depth in a malt, you need to be doing a multi-step uh, infusions uh, or decoctions even. And oh, that's, also his, that's also his point of difference, right? Yes, yes. That's what he's doing that most people are not. So it's true. Why not pimp? But uh, what I would say is we've then had several brewers come in here and just say outright, listen, malt is so modified now that's, that you don't need it, and single infusion is fine. And I think that your beer is a testament to that answer because uh, it's it's not one-dimensional at all. Well, you know, the way that a lot of us learned how to brew with single infusion systems is, you know, similar to the home brewing thing. Like, you set a mash at a temperature that's going to make for – um, you know, well attenuated beer, and then if you want to build back in malt character and sweetness, mm-hmm. you use stuff that's not going to be fermentable by your by your yeast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you want to, uh, you know, those great, uh, you know, 
West Coast style red beer, sort of a, what I think of as more of a Northwest style beer. Mm-hmm. Um, those are wonderful beers that are malty as hell, and also have uh, you know nice clean character and can show off hops as well. Yeah, absolutely couldn't agree more. Yeah, we're pouring your sa- one of your sour beers now. What is this one called, Scott? It's the the blueberry. Something. Uh, no. We changed. Per oh, JP's switched. recommendation, he oh. thinks the blueberry would be best to try Last. second. The first one we're going to do is the Golden Sour Ale. Do Brute first, yeah. yeah. Nice work. Yeah. 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 And you minutes. listen to him? This smells amazing. Already, we were Scott oh, yeah. and I were, were sniffing the cork over. Yeah, here. the cork smelled you, great. You said yeah. that on your last date, didn't oh, you? Oh, I thought when you handed me the cork, I thought you wanted me to shove it up my ass. <laughs> I didn't know you were. Saying, no, I did. Smell it. No, I did. Oh, you, yeah, yeah. You, you guys were smelling. We were it. smelling. We're like, well, what are we? Gonna, hey, uh, let's see if we can make maybe not. Ass. Maybe not in that order. <laughs> so tell us about this Man. beer, Jeff. Whew. I think he ran to get a beer. Oh, he went, went to go get, get this. Oh, good. All right. Taste along with us. Oh, I like that. So right. this is the brute. I also like that Jeff is at the brewery today. He went to, t- to take this call at the brewery. Yeah, he wa- I told him landline only. And he's like, well, i got to go to the brewery. Oh, that's cool. He's quite a sport. That's brewed cool. with vintage local hops, American barley, wheat, and corn. Brute is fermented on oak for many months with Britannomyces and finished with a blend of three champagne yeasts. Champagne. Oh. Yeah. Champagne. Hang on, Jeff is beating the crap out of somebody first. <laughs> yeah. he, he, can't get, he can't get that oak barrel open. for the opener. Someone owes him money. Clearly, <laughs> I think he just. Oh, I think he just corked it with his teeth, Doc. <laughs> oh, you you weren't was it last night. Yeah, you weren't around last night. I said, "Don't watch this," and, and I had to get a Chimay bottle open. Oh man. I handed you a bottle that needed to be opened at, at Burning Man because I didn't have an opener. You told me to fuck off. You're probably worried because you couldn't fix your teeth if you broke them out there. No, I I, I, I was probably busy doing something else. <laughs> right. But yeah, I I don't have a problem opening corks with my teeth as long as they're natural corks. I see. Yeah, this was a synth. It was in there pretty deep. Yeah. Tell us about this beer, Jeff. So this is um, this is a beer that you know who doesn't love goose these days. Yes. Nobody who's worth and, the shit. Uh, you don't talk to those people anymore. They don't like. Who doesn't? It. Who don't like? Um, it. Who doesn't love these other brewers who are my contemporaries who are making beers like uh, Temptation or Cuvée de Castleton? Um, so this is sort of our um, our twist on that American golden thing that's obviously rooted in that old country uh, style, but has its own uh, sort of purpose. You did not fail. No. I, I tell you what, I've been to a few sour beer festivals. Mm-hmm. And um, with a sour attitude, with sour attitude—that's oh, always. Yeah. The only beers that are really worth a shit at those sour festivals are Russian Rivers yeah. and Cantillon is still my favorite sour. Yeah. This uh, it, it, this joins those. It stands up. I love oh, yeah. this. This is by far the second best, maybe th- top <laughs> by three, far the third best, top three. <laughs> if not the top. Five. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> top three American-made sour beers. It's wow. not as sour as I thought it was going to be. It, Have you tried this before? I've never had it no, before. No, we've no. never had it. Oh, just, just, I did send it out to Roger's uh, Sour Fest there at Triple Rock in the spring. Oh, and we were there. I didn't go last. I did, I did go, but I don't think I had this. We did have that there. Um, yeah, it's very there. lactic, which it's is good. something that I've come to really like in a sour beer. Uh, just, just the aroma, I could just... just. Yeah. Yeah. And I was actually drinking Temptation last night at a party mm. and, and around people that had never tasted that kind of beer before and everybody really liked that yeah and i'm with i'm with uh jp in this one it, it rates right up there 
What I like is, really, is nice. the aroma. It, it kind of makes you think it's going to be really sour. Yeah. But it does kind of have a, a sweeter edge yeah. to yeah. it. It's very yeah. rounded. It, it does. So this is one of those things that I was when I was mentioning earlier, like I'm not seeing beers go to zero with Brett. I'm seeing a little bit of a tertiary fermentation maybe. But this one, you wouldn't even believe if I told you what the gravity is on a hydrometer. Anybody want to take a stab? 10... 12. 10.18. No. Really? Yeah. In between, yeah. Really? Yeah. I, 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 I can taste the sweet, the fruity sweetness at the four, end. Just about four Play-Doh on a, on a hydrometer 10, right 10.16. Yeah. Okay. But this is... this. JP's talking about this... You get the sour, but you get this fruity kind of almost a pear-like quality and that, uh, at, at the that's end. That's actually our house yeast. That's our house yeast that, in the primary. Wow, wow. That makes it for me is that pear-like quality at the end. Mm. It's, not, it's, not, it's not sweet. It's just... Well, the lactic is really nice. It is refreshing. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chad's and the, the one who kind of taught me about the lactic, too. He, you know, we tried some of his sours, and then he would dose them with lactic so we could do a little side-by-side. And it, sure. does, it makes all the difference in the world to me. Mm-hmm. It's nice. And what if I told you that this was all from acidulated malt? Oh, is oh, that right? Okay. Wow. Yep. Oh, wow, really? Huh. I, I didn't all, tell you that. All the, I did. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Then I would have been so... I, I just ordered a, a bag of acidulated malt from morebeer.com. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, um, you have to actually give them the order the whole thing of it. But, uh, beyond that, it's, uh, it's also a very, very hot mash. So... so uh, so it won't be so fermentable. Um, and so, so with the acidulated, um, you usually don't put a lot in that. But what's the percentage on this one, though? This one's up in the teens. Oh, that's really that's crazy. Yeah. And how yeah. hot when wow. you say hot mash? Uh, hot mash, like um, like one sixty, not in the one fifties. One sixty-two. Yeah, uh, maybe. All right, wow. yeah, maybe. Yeah, that, and then we do we do a very fast um, primary ferment with our with our house yeast with no attemperation at all. Um, wow! You know, let it let it go for about three days, and then we crash it. Um, it and we kind of at that point we're just kind of thinking of it in terms of Brett food. We want to have like at that point there's definitely VDK and diacetyl precursors there, which which Brett loves and really makes flavor positive contributions. I think. Um, and there's also these, like I was mentioning earlier, these longer chains, the, the, <laughs> sure. uh, the flake corn that we use. And we, we use, uh, it's like 12% flake corn and 13 or 14% acidulated malt. That, that's just, wow. I, I just never even heard of that much acidulated malt. Really? I, yeah, would, no, I, I thought I used a lot at 6%. So and, I'm not so much a purist about the, the process. I'm more about what's in the glass. Um, it, it shows. <laughs> Yeah. So you're saying that Brett can oh. take DMS and turn it flavor positive? Not DMS, VDK. Oh, okay. Uh, what is that? Which, is, which are the diacetyl precursors. Oh, I see. So it kind of a, a of a trick, so for lack of a better term, is to not let the primary finish. and Or, or I should right. say, not let it clean up like it would well, normally it's not do. Uh, like our house yeast for sure is not going to uh, do well under those... Uh, conditions. Well, there's no fermentable it, sugars. It, you imagine it one sixty down from like fourteen Play-Doh to like maybe eight, and then it's just done. Like it yeah. just can't handle the can't can't handle the work on this one. I see. So we just crash it to get it to drop out, and then we rack that whole thing onto into. And actually, we make this beer entirely in steel. Um, and this is the third year that we've made it. 
we rack that onto a, again a very vigorous Britannomyces starter, um, and then we just take it through a few seasons. We brew it at the end of the summer, and then we take it through the fall and winter when the ambient temperature in the brewery changes, and then we see pH drop, gravity fall through there, and then when it warms back up in the brewery in say late April, May, and June, we see another little kick, and then it's more or less done. And I know that it's stable with pH and stable with gravity, and so it's safe to bottle. Uh, um, wow. What, so we treat it sort of in that old-school uh, seasonal way where we use the environment and what we have to sort of coax it along. Nice so, natural process. What uh, strain of Brett do you like for this one? Again, this is the Dre strain. Okay. Uh, which some people call A15. Um, and it's the one the one that came back from uh, uh, Dre Fontaine. Do you, do you ship it in this out of state? Is this something we can get out here? Yeah, I need a stash. <laughs> no, we only sell our beer in seven states here on the East Coast, and I this see. one doesn't even make it to all seven. Uh, we do one, one batch per year, and it's just 250 cases. Uh, so we sell uh, about half of it here, and the rest of it goes to New York, Boston, and Philly. So what's it going to take for us to get a case? We're going to fly out there for this, Doc. I think it's worth it. Uh, we'll be uh, pouring yeah. it. You guys going to be at GABF? We'll be pouring it. We will be at GABF, yes. That wasn't my question. <laughs> <laughs> Doc wants a case. <laughs> Jamil will be out. At one of our hosts will actually be at the at your uh, New York Beer Week. Um, oh, great. And he'll be speaking at uh, the Barrel Fest, one of the Barrel Fests you guys are having out there. Um, sure. Yeah, I mean, there's so many things going on that it's hard to keep track. All right, so if a, if a really knowledgeable <laughs> yet nerdy Brewing Network guy comes up to you named Jamil with and a blank check, with a, <laughs> yeah, asking for <laughs> however many bottles we can get, he's with us. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. We don't have much left, you know. Yeah. With a blank check. Well, actually, when you Neither say 250 Jamil. cases, that's nothing. No, not so, really. Yeah. I'm only asking not- for one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's awesome, man. This is it, no, a good th- beer. this is this is really. When, really when was it bottled? This was bottled in late May or early June, okay. and we released it at the end of July. I'm already thinking, how can I do this at home? Yeah, yeah. Well, you got a lot of info right there. Yes, I mean, I did. We yeah, got them all. Yeah, we do actually use um, as sort of you know homage to to the masters. Um, we do use a local, all local hops in this, and I store them in the boiler room. Um, and I think this year I'll be brewing with two, either two or three year old. Love get nice uh, and stale. Local Willamettes, yeah. What do you store them in? Just hop bags? Did the what they came in? Yeah, yeah, just mylar bags. Um, oh, okay. The farmer that we work with has, uh, you know, a mylar sealing machine but it doesn't do vacuum so um we we try to use his product as sort of a seasonal ingredient except in this case so they're still sealed we're not talking like the mesh bags it's a sealed mylar bag but no oh, i cut them i mean i cut them open so they can so they can get you know that oxygen pickup. We, 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 call, we call them ziplocs but a couple years old uh oh. still in the boiler room so warm and uh musty i imagine i, I have stuff that's 10 12 years old that oh, got my. hidden away yeah just for this kind of thing where do you have it? Where do you keep it for 10 or 12 years? Uh, using the freezer. Oh, okay. Uh, but they're, they're not sealed real tight. Yeah. So. You're not married, are you? Yeah, yeah, actually, actually, I am. He has... Like, he acts like he's not he has, That's his truck. That's true. But he has like 14 freezers around the property. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah. 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 So it's, as long as it's nowhere next to the wife's freezer, it's fine. Well, I have to keep buying her new one so that it doesn't encroach on my stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, this is just this is nice, and your process is interesting to, to to listen to because a lot of what we get is 
you know, well, we just go with the traditional process, and that's what we do. Well, like I say, so much of it is so anecdotal, and so much like, you know, everybody is super forthcoming about what they're doing with their beers, and nobody, you know, I'm not afraid that somebody else is going to be able to make this beer. You shouldn't be, yeah. Um, Oh, I'm going to make so, this. <laughs> when we set out to, when we brewed the first batch of this uh, about three years ago, you know, I just called everybody I knew and said, hey, you know, how are you making that beer? You know, you guys, I'm certain, have read um, Wild Brews. Yeah. And there's there's some great information in there. One of the things I grabbed from there was uh, Peter Buchart saying that he loved corn in in some of those sour ferments. Okay. Um, and that was what led me down that, down that path, and I think... Uh, Luckily, it worked in this one. What was your percent that. corn in that? It's about twelve. Yeah, I don't pick fact, it up. Do you? Fact, yeah, that, that's the, that's that, that, that uh, sweetness you're getting. Oh, it's it, uh, 150 pounds out of um, yeah, out of about 1,400. I I, I okay. do use a lot of corn in a lot of my beers and lately. And, and and it's it's not a, a DMS kind of corn. It's and it's it's a, it's a sweet. It's a sweet, but it's a mouthfeel kind of cool. It's a cereal character. Yeah, it's it's, it's, uh, it's like corn, um, corn flakes almost. Uh, corn pops almost. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Sh- well, we used to call them sugar pops. Now they call them corn pops. All right. I'm, I'm that old. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, they had it, to rename those things. Yeah. Yeah. It, but it, it's, sugar pops. Yes, yeah, sugar <laughs> pop. But it, it it it's kind of a. Kind of a cool, sweet, but mouth feel kind of kind of sweetness, but it's not a see that. Yeah. it's not a sugary sweetness. Yeah, and the only the only beef that I have with some some of those, you know, unbelievable, you know, w- wild, totally totally fermented out beers is that sometimes they just taste a little empty, like there's nothing there to right. carry it along, and um, that's a, a very minor quibble that I have with like you know like Cantillon Goose. Um, this is know, a- not. This has a very nice right. sherry quality to it. Um, kind of a cidery, but not... not yeah, na- it's like sour green apple and some lemon yes. and some other fruit. Yeah. Yes. And refreshing <laughs> at the same time. My four-year-old son calls it lemonade beer. <laughs> okay. Nice. After his fourth bottle. <laughs> the only one he's wanted to try. Ah. It's a nice beer. Well yeah. done. And we're just now... Now we're cracking open the other one, too. What's that one called, Scott? This one's called the blue. Okay. So, what's the? Is this the? Is this the same base beer? No, this is a different base beer. This is actually our wort stream from our apricot wheat. Um, But this this one's entirely fermented in oak. Um, In like I said, uh, like a mishmash of um, local wineries. Very different. So, uh, what, what kind of wine barrel? See, this one smells even better. Uh, you know, they're mostly, um, it's a mix of American and French oak, and mostly, um, you know, around here, uh, winemakers are pretty frugal, so they've been through a few white turns and probably one or two red turns as well. I mean, the aroma is, is very different. To me, it's more subdued than the other mm. one, but the flavor, it's tart and sour. And doesn't have that sweetness that the other one. I, I've only smelt it so far, but I get yeah, a ton a of aroma. Do you? Oh, and like a musty fruit. It's more of a horsey. Yeah. Still a musty cold. fruit. Oh, but yeah. this is—you can tell it's been in oak. Oh, it t- this is this is. Uh, uh, <laughs> JP's speechless. <laughs> yeah. This is by far the second best. This is yeah. JP's This ever is somewhere between the first. <laughs> see, the first beer tasted like a beer, but the second. Right. <laughs> 
uh, Jeff uh, taped a masking tape to the bottle, and it said, uh, highly carbed, served chilled, and then below it he wrote, seriously. Now, why is that? Because JP's already warming his up so he can taste it more. Well, I'm prick. I think it's so you can pour it. It's really cold so it doesn't foam all over the place. This one, we overshot the carbonation a little bit. Okay. It's well, that's a, a good tip, not though. not a bad thing. Even for folks at home. So so if you have a really effervescent beer, chill it as cold as possible for serving, but then let it warm up so yeah, you taste it. Yeah, let it sit a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you, yeah, if it's even a little bit, even like in the 50s, it will foam like I'll get out. I see. The yeah. CO2 wants to come out of solution. Yeah, okay. If you get okay. it really cold, you can pour it at least, and then do a JP and put yeah. your hands all over the butt of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and if you're and pouring inside, it in the proper and... glass, you know, you can really get your, your body heat in a good amount of the of the liquid. Yeah. See, this one I'm does pack the punch on your cleavage, yes. that I thought that the first one was going to, you know, be this super sour, shocking thing, and this, this has that going on. Well, I haven't tasted it yet, but mm. my guess is, you know, Tasted. the ones with fruit tend to have the more sour, and, and not because they ferment... You know, it's more the, sour, but the fruit just adds it to it. Adds it. The fruit acidity. is tart. It adds yeah. the acidity to it. But this one, you can really tell it's been in oak. Even if the oak's been beat to hell for three three generations with, through the winemakers, but it just it's got that Chardonnay kind of characteristic to it. It's almost like a reversal where the first one had that huge like this is a sour beer nose to yeah. it. Yep. And then the flavor kind of surprised you. This is the exact opposite where the nose is kind of like. Okay, this, you know, whatever, uh, it's not as, this may or may not be a sour beer, right? You kind of smell it and you go, ah, I don't know. Yeah. At least I do right now. And then uh, and then you taste it and you're like, wow. Yeah. I do get a lot more of the f- uh, phenolic character out of this one, though. Oh, it is coming around, actually. Yeah, it's a little more uh, horsey. Yeah. This is slightly. Now that I open it up. Uh, but you, people that have never tasted a sour beer before would do very well with this. Right. It's both of these, I think. Uh, yeah, oh, I, yes, but yeah, definitely. I've had... Uh, people open up a bottle of um, uh, uh, Grand Cru, Rodenbach. Rodenbach, and they've never had a sour beer before, and you know they're getting for a bad ride. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it, that's a bad beer for first for a first run. Yeah, you're gonna get you know Acetobacter up your you know, just craziness, and and they can be turned off by that. <laughs> your bad. craziness. It's weird. The last time I heard you describe a bad ride, you were handing me a little piece of paper, a little square piece of paper. <laughs> putting it on my tongue <laughs> I, I think i said don't take don't take the blue ones yeah. Here, did don't... you know that you can't fax acid what yeah i figured that out you can't oh, fax acid no you can't no you've tried doesn't work <laughs> well no they don't tear the same well i have to say that with this one yeah i'm not as impressed as the first one really well and now i don't mean it's a bad sour flavor? uh it's nice but there's something else in in this one that doesn't sit as well with me, and I don't know that if, if it's this one's a little more one dimensional than the first one, and it, it's doing something to my palate, like it has a numbing effect. Well, it's, I think the highly it's very it's much more carbonated than the other. Yeah, one. listen, listen to the crackle coming off the glass. Oh, okay. you, yeah, you can just you can just see it and you can hear it. Oh shit, I can't hear. Let me see if my microphone can pick that up. Well, take the take the take the splash word. screen out, the spit screen out of there. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can totally hear it. You can hear it. That's true. You yeah. know, as it warms up, I, I'm getting a lot more aroma, so I retract my aroma statement. Okay, so maybe <laughs> I, that's it, pulling it off my. I think palate. I talked to my dead mother. And... <laughs> <laughs> I can hear the ocean. Whoa. Drink another one, Scotty. <laughs> um, uh, 
the one thing I hate about sour beers and a lot of them is Acetobacter. I can't stand it. It's just that vinegary yeah, taster, and I, I don't get any of that in this. Okay. It, it's it's more, more in the lactic side. Yeah. That's why I don't like Flanders style, because to me, it's a lot of Acetobacter. See, I do like that, I think, Yeah, like, I love Flanders. Like Rodenbach or Duchess. Love you, it. You yeah, yeah. I, I don't like the Duchess either. It. I don't like the Duchess. Can't stand it. And everybody looks at me like, what? You don't like the Duchess? And the, now the fruit in this is blueberry, right? Mm. That's right. It, it is. It local comes, blueberries. Local blueberries. I, uh, okay. Crushed with my hands. Oh, is that right? I, I get the crush with your hands I part, could, but I don't maybe get the it's blueberry your, part. Maybe it's your germy hands yeah. that I'm tasting. Uh, yeah. Jeff, I could taste you. <laughs> Jeffy likes that. Uh, that. That's part of the brewer in here. Well, and this one, I, it actually comes across as kind of a cranberry to me. Is the fruit oh, yeah, flavor. I think that's reasonable. Okay. Because that's kind of the... Well, they're in the berry family. That's, thank you. Tell us, the process, tell us your, your fruit adding process. Does that go right in the beginning with the primary? No, no. Toward the very end. Um, this is actually a mix of... Let's see. What does it say on the label? 2007, 8, and 9? That's Yeah, so that's what it says. Several years of barrels. Um, and then like we just put fruit in um, this year's batch last week. So oh, okay. So just right. toward the last few months. Just toward the last few months to get one more final kick of fermentation while it's still warm. And uh, then we'll bottle it in the end of November. Uh, do you do anything with the fruit? Uh, like sanitize it in any way or just throw it in raw? Just throw it in raw, yeah. So when you say you crush them with your own hands, you, you crush and then you throw the whole fruit that's been crushed into... Yeah, the, I just squeezed yeah. them over a funnel. I, I, I just think uh, JP wants to know what body part you used to crush them. <laughs> uh, and how many like pounds per barrel? Um, each bear, we used 400 pounds for the whole batch, and it was eight full wine barrels, so 50 pounds into each barrel. Okay. So something like a pound per gallon, maybe yeah. a little shy of a pound per gallon. Hand crushed, folks. I like the dedication. He didn't say his hands. He did. He said hand crushed. He didn't say he used his hands. Oh. What's the deal? Yeah, what's the the there? Day, you sat on the them, didn't you? We brewed the uh, the day that we brewed the Super Friends this year. We uh, I had put those guys all the work, and we crushed a bunch of um, strawberries into a barrel full of brute. So we're going to have that at some events this fall. That sounds mm. good too, actually. Hmm. Well, I like the I like both of these beers. I like the first one better. That that one really blew my top. I could certainly drink several bottles of the second one. And they're both, and, oh, yeah. and it's very different. Now, is your tell us about the base beer of this one? It, how different is it from the first? Very different. It's uh, like I said, it's the wort stream from our apricot wheat uh, before it gets the fruit. So it's just a small, like eleven Play-Doh thing with thirty-five uh, percent wheat malt. Um, it's totally, totally different wort. Okay. Almost no hopping. You don't use any raw wheat or anything crazy like nope. that in there. Nothing crazy at all. Are, are they I, similar I, I, in color, and then you add the fruit, and it gets a little pinkish look to it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in fact, the color is even um, light. I mean, imagine, a, uh, you know, it's our apricot wheat. It's a, the lightest colored beer like, that we Like have. a malt beverage. Well, and now it's warming up, and it, it's changing entirely. Well, it, it's, it's yeah. the, the the bubbles just keep coming off of this thing. and I like a highly effervescent, effervescent uh, beer, and th- th- this thing just... Yum. Bubbles and bubbles and bubbles off of this thing. <laughs> it's changed like four times already. Yeah, I, I had it in the freezer for the last five minutes before I served it because he uh, had that specific make sure it's cold, motherfucker. Yeah, so yeah, I like real wanted to make sure. You would have been able to pour this one without it being really, really cold. Okay. It would have been all, you know, foam. Now, do you say that was a, a, a mistake, Jeff, or that's how you intended it? 
Well, we, we intend for it to be on the high end of the range. Okay. And I think this is the, this is one um, it got away from me somewhere. It, you know, I, I think in some ways it's a positive attribute. I do. Um, but it, it maybe could have been reined in a little bit more. Oh, this is three and a half, four volumes probably. No, it's five. It's over five. Is it? Because this is just yeah. tons. Wow. Yeah, it's over five. And the target was four and a half, and it's over five. Good and the the ABV is in the teens for this one as well. The ABV is like four point three. What what was it, what was what was the teens? What do you say about the teens for the last one we drank? Uh, teens are good. Oh no no no! It, it was, <laughs> oh, it was the percentage of, of the acidulated malt. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah none oh, of, okay yeah, okay. These are not big. These beers are not big at all. Okay okay. Uh, Brutes maybe six six and a quarter percent alcohol. Fourteen Plato, um, and this one is an eleven Plato word that finishes. You know. Almost all the way, so it's still under five percent alcohol. So it's an okay date beer. <laughs> yeah. The four loco, on the other hand, that comes in, in a teens. twenty-two ounce camouflage neon can uh-huh. is twelve yeah. percent. It, it is just camera. under the. Teens. You may not notice it at first. <laughs> Jeff missed that beginning part of the show. We're tasting these uh, horrible energy drink with like twelve percent alcohol. Like alcohol pop. I don't know, or, or maybe Jeff, you might drink them on a regular basis. Uh, I, four loco. I'm thinking about no. mixing it and see what happens. <laughs> oh, don't do that to this poor man's beer. <laughs> Sa- sour loco. <laughs> sour loco. Uh, uh, Jeff, do you have time for me to take one more break, and then I've got some listener Please. questions for you when we come back? Absolutely. Okay, let me do that. We'll take a quick, uh, it's a five-minute break. We'll come back with Jeff. I've got listener questions in front of me. We can ask any more questions we've got about the sour beers Great. and uh, make sure we get as much as possible. And Jeff, just as a warning, um, you know, my listeners always, uh, they're all home brewers and, and always ask for a recipe. And I don't know if you're willing to give out one of your one of your beer recipes, or even if you didn't I already. You've gotten pretty damn close, haven't you? They will bitch and complain. They will say, "But I wanted the whatever Ethica beer is 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 ex New York listeners' favorite beer." So I'll let you sit on that. It's just in beer geeks are high maintenance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you didn't know that. It it, being that part of your uh, brewery is also a homebrew shop, you had no idea, right? (laughs) Just throw it out there, Beach. I can imagine but, uh, that Jeff gets called over from the brewery like eight times a day no, totally. by yeah. some by one of us home brewers who comes into the shop. Well, can I just ask Jeff about it though? What is the diastatic power of your acidulated <laughs> malt that I would like to uh, uh, rebrew this beer? It's but pretty I, good. Yeah, <laughs> you know I, I've, I've been just, doing it for a long. I've enough. just realized that you know every time I'm at a brew pub and I ask, is the brewer here and they always say no and I just I'll take it. At, yeah, at face values. No, it's because yeah, yeah. bug off. Yeah. What they mean. It's, usually the brewer, it's usually the brewer saying no. The brewer's not here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dave's not he, here, man. Then he walks by the window that shows all the fermenters. <laughs> no, no, the dude in the boots. Yeah, him. <laughs> all right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up with Jeff. Get your listener questions over to the chat room by hitting the chat now button or call Gabby at eight 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 four zero one beer. We'll be right back. It's the session. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Ooh, baby, 
Organic ingredients. Fresh, clean, good for you, good for the planet. Seven Bridges has the best selection of organic ingredients, including over 27 varieties of organic hops at breworganic.com. Join their mailing list for special deals and regular updates. They've been brewing organic and serving organic brewers for 13 years. They can help you brew great organic beer. And Seven Bridges is the proud host of the fourth annual National Organic Brewing Challenge, the only BJCP-sanctioned nationwide brewing competition just for organic beers. Take the challenge this fall for a chance to win great prizes, including stainless steel brew kettles and organic brewing ingredients. This year, the challenge will be judged in two locations, on the East Coast at Capital City Brewing in Arlington, Virginia, and on the West Coast at Gordon Biersch in San Jose, California. For complete details, visit breworganic.com slash competition. Seven Bridges is cooperatively owned in awesome Santa Cruz, California. Everyone there is dedicated to great beer and people-friendly business practices. They offer environmentally friendly, fair trade, and fair wage brewing products whenever possible. Seven Bridges, breworganic.com. Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his Tailwagon Amber Ale and Double Secret Probation IPA, are the perfect accent to riverside dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. Don't miss the Beer of the Month, special rotating taps, and the BN Army Member Special. Wear your BN gear, get 10% off your beer. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer, food, and music. Downtown Joe's, the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home. Whether I'm making me dry stout or rebuilding me kegs, I head to the heart of dear Dublin for me homebrewing supplies. You head all the way back to Emerald Isle just for a wee batch of grain for a bit of keg tubing? No, you moronic waste to deliver Dublin, California. I go to HopTech. For 30 years, HopTech in Dublin, California has been supplying homebrewers with malt extract, fresh grains, hops, spices and sugars, hop oils and extracts, and much more. HopTech is one of the first homebrew supply shops on the internet and is proud to offer award winning beer kits, both online and in their store. Mention the BN Army for a 10% discount off your order. The store is open every day except Wednesday or shop online at hoptech.com anytime. Hoptech is run by passionate, award-winning brewers who live, love, and travel for beer and bring their experience to the store for you. If you don't want to visit Dublin, just call toll-free 800-DRY-HOPS or go to hoptech.com. Visit Hoptech today in Dublin, California and at hoptech.com. From the stovetop to a camp burner to some kind of brew stand. Most homebrewers follow some version of this progression. With each move, a homebrewer will often have to change a lot, if not all, of their equipment. Until now. Glickman Engineering brings you the top-tier brewing stand. The only brewing stand that grows with you. For example, buy a top-tier floor-standing burner now, and it'll bolt right to your top-tier brewing stand when you're ready for all-grain brewing. The top-tier brewing stand is perfect for 5-gallon to 20-gallon batch sizes. Its modular design is adjustable and accommodates everything from small footprint coolers up to 30-gallon pots. How does the top-tier brewing stand do it? At its core is a strong, heat-treated, and anodized aluminum main post. On all four sides are built-in T-slots for the adjustable heavy-gauge stainless steel shelves and beefy burner tiers. The tiers accommodate any manufacturer's pots or coolers up to 21 inches in diameter. 
Best of all, not only does the top-tier brewing stand grow with your skills and equipment, but it easily knocks down for long-term storage or transport, too. The top-tier brewing stand from Blickman Engineering. Learn more at BlickmanEngineering.com and to find a local Blickman retailer and start brewing from the top tier. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams Malt Extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And it's just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. program we're still on the line with jeff from ithaca brewing company and we're going to try to get through this interview for the poor guy he's on the east coast and uh a lot later over there jp you are doing uh, all right you, yeah, we you just doing all right jeff nope, all right. Um, i'm doing great we got jeff out of the house and out of the brewery so he's he's probably happy to be away from home for a little bit right? oh yeah i'm sure <laughs> yeah nothing better to do than go to the brewery right go to the brewery yet another day of the week for us all right. I don't do it because I hate it, right? That's true. Good point. Good point. If you did, we wouldn't want to talk to you, actually. <laughs> so, uh, I right. hate this. <laughs> now, I do have a couple of questions that have been coming through uh, throughout the show that I wanted to make sure we got to here. Um, okay. So one question, Alonzo, who was in our chat room, asks, uh, why can't I get Ithaca in Vermont? Is it difficult to distribute oh. there? Because they hate you, Alonzo. Yeah. Um, that part of New England is a real tricky market. They're really super loyal to their own. Hmm. Okay. And we so far have not gone much outside of a five or six hour radius from the brewery. Oh, right. And, and that's, uh, well outside of that radius, Vermont. Um, well, most of Vermont. Um, so right now we're looking more toward our next uh, territory that we'll he- we're heading will be more toward the Mid-Atlantic, um, Baltimore, D.C., and uh, Northern Virginia. Okay. A lot of uh, you know a lot of uh, other brewers from outside of New England uh, have a hard time selling beer um, in in New England. That's pretty interesting. Hmm. Too much it? Canadian beer. Well, they're just they're just really into the local stuff, which is great, and I think that's one one uh, area where. Um, craft beer and locavorism can really dovetail nicely. 
I yeah, you know, I think that's awesome, but I don't think. I mean, I was just in New England, not you know, over Memorial Day, and you know, the selection isn't massive. Now there's some there's some some craft breweries available, but I mean, maybe I'm just spoiled here on the West Coast. But I, I do lo- I love the local theme, but I don't know that you're pushing anybody off the shelf by getting a couple other beers in there. Is that a process of uh, you guys not packaging as much? Uh, more more kegs. Yeah, you know, we don't want to we don't want to go into a market and not be able to support it. So, right. Um, you know, there's more seemingly more room for growth in other areas. I'll put it that way. Okay. Like uh, that makes sense. when you see the Brewers Association maps of uh, where craft beer is still growing, it's not deep in the Northeast and it's not deep in the Northwest, but it's it's in an area where the demographic is changing and uh, people are going upscale a little bit more okay well really and how local when does local stop being local you know i mean how far away is not local anymore well and this is a good and sometimes good question it's a great question yeah because there's a lot of different (laughs) there's a lot of different ways to um you know get to the size that we are and some places do it by selling beer in 35 states which is great and they're appealing to a particular audience and you can make that work um, our thing is more to grow organically out right from where we are. And sometimes that's been a, ge- like a, the, just the geography of it has been a challenge. Um, cause we don't have a real like dense population base at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we have, we've worked really hard to try to fill the whole market in instead of just going into places, not knowing what, what might come of it. Yeah. But I mean like 35 states, that's not local, but it's <laughs> right. two states. Well, Are you still local? It depends. Is your state the size of California and Texas, or is your state Connecticut? Because right. if your state is Connecticut, yeah. I'm still calling Ithaca local. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, uh, it's like, a good question, I, you know, but I think... New York City. So, New York City is a market that's growing really quickly. And if, <coughs> if anybody had said to me five years ago that New York City it was one of the best places in the world to drink beer... It would you would it would have been laughable. I agree with and you. Now it now it really is. I agree with you again. Um, yeah, right. and it's just nonstop like that. It's nonstop one upsmanship there. Yeah, yeah, um, it is definitely. And while that's great, um, and there's it's certainly a growing market. Sometimes that frenzy is not sustainable. Right. Why so, did it Why did it suck five years ago? I would think that the bigger the city, the more you know people that know what they're doing. It sucked. Hmm. Why? Uh, I, I don't. I, I I got the feel when I was there that um, yeah, you know, there's places that were the, the beer place to go, like the Ginger Man, yeah, and things. Yeah, but, I, but it, it's also very trendy. Yes, you mm-hmm. go in at the wrong time, man. It's four or five deep. At I walked in there and walked out because there, I couldn't yeah. even get close to the bar. Oh, and, the Ginger Man. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. but but yeah. It, it is the place to be, and the bartenders are very knowledgeable about what's being poured now. Yeah. But you know, yeah, I could see five years ago. It's yeah, what's going to sell? Well, and and Jeff- Gingerman was the place five years ago. It was one of the only ones, um, and th- they do a wonderful, wonderful job there. Uh, but now it's like people are opening up, you know, um, places that specialize in just darts and craft beer, and like it's just one place after another. And it seems like it's a lot of refugees from other places that have had beer cultures, maybe. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty cool. I mean, there's there's something for everyone. I mean, there's straight up, uh, you know, Eastern European beer gardens, and then there's 
places that are turning over, you know, nothing but West Coast beer. So right. the Eastern European, it's like like Eastern European beer and brass knuckles outside. <laughs> yeah, and- yeah, no joke, no joke. <laughs> and so, and there's just a lot of like like Jeff saying, just kind of niche places. Barcade in in Williamsburg now. Oh, Barcade's amazing. Barcade's awesome. You, you go in yeah. this amazing beer list, lots of different beer on tap, and all lining the walls is old Atari like arcade games. All the games, games. All you, you know that you kind of grew up with it. You know when I was seven, yeah. and mom sent me down to the liquor store to buy a fifth of whiskey. Lots of quarters. Would, <laughs> those video games is what is yeah. like. You know, Barcade actually does a great service by specializing, I think, in East Coast beers. They try not to. Um, they try not to get that like flavor of the week thing, which I, which you know has it. You know it's great for the geek, but it's not the best for um, for the local guy. And, right. and I, I tr- tend to think of New York City as a local market for us. So ask me what local is. You know, I'm going to well, open a bar called Brocade, and instead of Atari games, <laughs> yeah. it's just going to be hair gel. Just be hair gel all along the wall. Yeah, and all your bros. You yeah, have, you have a guy in the in the bathroom that can have fifty kinds of hair gel. <laughs> yeah, it's like Brocade. Yeah, what's up, bro? That's all the greeting from the bartenders. <laughs> yeah. So I went to this. Uh, I was just down in Venice, California, right after Burning Man. I had to go to this wedding down there. Just a whole other story getting down there. I, I lived in Venice for two years. Did you? Oh, yeah. So, I've been there once. Venice is all right. You know, it is what it is. It's, it's an okay place to hang out as far as L.A. goes. If you like doing heroin. And, uh, yeah. Who does It's cleaned up a little. A little. So, anyhow, this new ale house is open right on, on the, um, it's, they call themselves, I think it's actually called the Venice Ale House. Ooh. Um, is it right on the beach? And it's not a brewery. It's right on the beach. It's right on the boardwalk. It's the Venice Ale House. It's not been open very long. And uh, you know it's a it's a tap house, not a, mm-hmm. not a, not a not a brew pub. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, you go in there and they've got uh, two lists, and and it's um, it's local beer, and it's uh, I think the other one is non-local. I don't even think it's, <laughs> it's not even called imported or something. It's local. Awesome. A, lot of, a lot of thought involved of there. Yeah. Well, under the local beer list, it's Budweiser. It's Deschutes. It's uh, uh, Firestone. It's 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 yeah. Avery. It's breweries what? all the way to Denver is under. Go ahead. So what's a what's a visiting beer? I, I and everything else was sh- like a Chimay. So in other words, local oh. was the entire continental U.S. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> and then non-local was Chimay and du- and, and Duval and you know they're there to educate, <laughs> right? But yeah. I just and look, the place was fine. Obviously, it was overpriced. It's on the Venice boardwalk. I paid eight dollars for a glass of uh, Union Jack. Wow, but. Well- we used to buy those. I like, was bothered by the local bit because I thought, here yeah. they are. Now, I get that they're trying to do something educational. But don't use the word local when it's everything from here to Denver. Right. Oh, use it, domestic craft beer. I, it's still better than back down that way. They had, like, they called it the beer garden, and yeah. you could buy those uh, kegs of Kieran. Yes. And we, that's what we used to do, and just, just, just. Yeah, keg after keg, little kegs of cure, and, and it's international. You, and you watch just the, the crazies on the beach go by. Well, and I did get to do that, and, and there were some hot waitresses and stuff. Oh, there's got to be. Dude. That's why I paid the eight bucks. Uh, you, yeah. didn't, you, you didn't question them on the. Uh, you know, excuse me, Miss. Actually, <laughs> yes. they excuse were me. they were dicks. I saw them treat five customers in front of me like complete. Dicks, wow. and so I didn't say a word. I just because I just speak English. I ordered my beer and, and shut up. Like I complete didn't. SoCal trash. Yeah, we should talk. We should talk about how awesome craft beer is instead of this. 
No, I agree with you. But you know what? Let's not pretend that these things don't exist. But, you know, and- it, it's got to be the outlet part. Yeah. And we've all been there and and, and, and seen the douchebagginess of and it all. And now you know not to go to Venice Ale House, too. So I've actually done, you all, other part. I've done you all a favor. All right, let me get to some more questions for you, too, Jeff, because i got more in front of me. Um, let's see. Aaron from Western New York wants to know if... Uh, do you have a way to produce quick sours to get your sour beer out quick rather than having them aged for a while? Uh, you know, no, the, the fastest beer that we make is 10, 10 months. Is that quick? Uh, for I'd s- say so. For a sour, you think that's yeah. quick, Doc? Uh, uh, yeah. If you could drink it in 10 months right. and, and, you, and you're liking it, 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 if Jeff's saying he can do it in 10 months, I believe him. You know, there are guys making great, uh, great Berliners in three weeks. Right. Well, the, the, yep. you got to get the lactic in there a lot of different yeah. ways that way. Okay. Well, if you you know, I think if you uh, if you approach it from from whatever whatever constraint it is that you, is your most important thing, you can make something sour that would well, be good well, in the number of weeks if you wanted. Well, to. we're looking at a complex, nice sour like like you served us here. That's got mouthfeel, uh, and it's not all just lactic in your face. Well, I, I, yeah, maybe I don't know how to do that. Uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> no, but if you can do it in ten months, that's the best. I'd say that's pretty quick, um, and and have a de- have, decent flavor profile. Yeah, yeah. We've done this. We've made this beer for the, this is the third time, and it's the results are predictable in hmm. ten months. All right. Another. Aaron had another question. Uh, if the if the dregs, I think it was from the first bottle, the golden. If the dregs are available in the bottle, do you think we could uh, get your yeast out of there? Sure, sure. They're all there. Uh, yeah. and, and so there I is. I mean, it's a bunch of. It'll be a bunch of things in there, though. It'll be um, not so many bugs, I don't think. Although I do think there's a little bit of acetic character that wasn't there in the first couple of batches. That may be from a. We haven't. Um, I didn't get into too much detail, but we do make the beer entirely in steel, and uh, this is the third batch. I have not ever uh, cleaned the tank that we made it in in between <laughs> batches. Looks like JP. Um, so uh, if there certainly is, if anything, more uh, alive in this batch than ever before. Okay. Um, but there's, you know, like I say, in the bottle will be several wine yeasts, um, the bread, our house yeast, and anything else that's, uh, that's blown in there. Well, that could be interesting that, to use, what, too. That's what intrigued me about when you said we did this all in steel, which you don't have to mess around with, it, with trying to find a, a barrel... Holds the barrel and all this other crap that goes wrong with the barrel. If you can make a beer this awesome, just all in steel, that's really yeah. It, it, it's it's home brewable. Yeah, I like that. The really fun part about this beer and watching the fermentation is that uh, the tank that we use to make it is an old. It's a uni tank with a manway on the top um, rather than on the side, so you can actually watch the pellicle grow, mm. and it grows bubbles like the size of your fist. Wow. Like, Big your head, blue man. purple bubbles, and I've seen, and I'll just say this because it's so cool. Uh, <laughs> You're amongst your own kind I, here. Yeah. You know, the top of the fermentation is about a foot down from where you look in, and I've seen a, a handful of uh, daddy long legs just crawling on the top of the pellicle because wow. the tank is big. Yeah, and it's made me feel like it's a really like a legitimately rustic beer with like yeah. a, you know, a real wild uh, character to hey, it. It's got its own ecosystem in there. So. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. That's traditional too, man. I'm not going to tell anybody, but you know, it's like, what are they hurting? <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah. They're not, they're not hurting. 
right, let's see. hose in that pellicle for you. And uh, another question that came. <laughs> Pop a cap in <laughs> some things. Just a little more O2 going in there. Exactly. Just One leg at a time. It's the difference, I bet. Yeah. 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 yeah, they're keeping the other critters down. All right, FunkyNet Funknet okay. is in the chat room asking. Um, this goes back to your dry hopping, actually. And he wanted to know, um, should we be worried about infection from um, adding fruit into it? Oh, actually, it's a little bit of both. Should we uh, be worried about adding infection uh, from adding fruit into a beer when adding dry hops? So I guess, I guess if you already have fruit in it and then you're adding dry um, hops? I'm worried about fruit, not hops. Okay. And why is that? What's the difference between adding these two toward the end? Um, well, fruit will have more of those fermenters on it, more of that bacterial or wild yeast just naturally, um, you know, landing there and colonizing. Okay. And stuff that you played off of a beer after dry hopping, you might you might see some growth, but it's not going to be spoilage stuff. Okay. Um, it'll be more like, um, well, I don't even know, but the stuff that you'll see on plates uh, will tend not to be spoilers from hops. Okay. And so I think uh, Doc asked this certainly early. Fruit that hasn't been, fruit that hasn't been um, pasteurized in some way is a, is a big risk. Um, I think you uh, talked about it at, uh, with the blueberries. Is you put it really, really near the end when yeah, the, when, the, when the pH is so low. Than the fruit itself. Yeah. So okay. the pH is very low. You're probably going to get less effect from all the wild stuff all over the fruit anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's that's a typical um as so far as I know, most of the folks making sour fruit beers are adding the fruit toward the end uh for the best result. Okay. Hey, you know, I had a question about that uh, SF IPA. It was interesting you said you pitched a higher cell count for the Brett. Yeah. And w- why would you do that and is it uh you you called it a, a it's a yeast strain, right? Essentially. It's sure, not sure, a bacteria Brett. and I mean it's it's something we can kill, but why the the bigger pitch count or the cell count well because we're running a production facility here and i needed the fermentation to finish in a reasonable amount of time and there was some uh question about how quick it would go terminal and even with the extra um even with the stepped up starter it took nearly twice as long as an as an ordinary ferment to finish and you were Um, using it as a the primary yeast strain also instead of secondary Uh, Jeff, on t- on twice you mentioned your uh, your you uh, you uh, racked your uh, wort into the fermenter that had a starter, an active starter in it. Describe that starter, yeah. that starter to me, if you don't mind. Like, how big a starter was that, and, and where did you get the 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 bacteria to, uh, to to get that going, or the bread? I well, say. we don't use any bacteria uh, intentionally here. Okay. Well, no, that's not true. I do have some some uh, barrels that. that okay, I'm talking about the, I'm, not the bacteria, but the bread. The Brett for the Super Friends? Yeah. Well, okay, so when you buy, um, in the same way when you buy a pitchable vial from... I see. So you had a pitch count, uh, a cell count that was big enough for the batch. You just kind of livened it up before... Right, I get it going with our wort stream the day before. I and I try you. to schedule it so it'll be a similar beer or a wort that won't be... Um, um, Conflict. Bacterious to the product, right. uh, and you'll get it going with a barrel or two. I see and, a barrel too. And you have you just have hungry yeast that's ready to go right when you're feeding it. You get that thing taken off, mm-hmm. and you're gonna you're gonna get terminal way faster. <laughs> yeah, I caught that too when you that were talking great. about you, you had you had it going, and 
uh, we're I, I probably the same same question that Tasty had was what did you have it doing before hand yeah. before you 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 pitched it onto that and what was it doing to get it really active were you brewing a different beer with it no no I uh, I brought in that um, particular pitch uh, I can't remember I don't recall exactly what the cell count was but it was a way to step up to an appropriate um, number of uh, yeast cells for like maybe 40, 45 barrels of beer, um, which is what we fermented. No, actually, so it would have been a little bit more. It was like a, I want to say it was a 15-barrel starter. Like it was like a, it was the, the number of cells that you would pitch for 15 barrels at 15 Play-Doh uh, at 1 times 10 to the 6 um, cells per mil per degree Play-Doh. Mm-hmm. So it was, by the time it was rolling on day two, we had enough to ferment maybe sixty some barrels, right. maybe seventy, maybe seventy five barrels, and wow. that was a real concern of mine was to really get it rolling, um, so we wouldn't have that lag. Because when you use Brett, um, like in the, the beer brute that we're drinking here, um, it'll take, like I said, that our house yeast peters out around seven Play-Doh or I guess ten twenty eight, ten thirty, and then it'll take the Brett nine months from then. To get it down to three or ten, twelve or ten, fourteen, right? Um, and because of the P, because of the pH dropping at the same time, the it's just a struggle for it. So, so for it to finish out um, on a, in a relatively reasonable amount of time, you really have to get it rolling and not have that jeopardy. So that's what you're using as a secondary strain. Yeah, and I think um, you know, just based on you know the bottle having uh, more carbonation than when it went in, we've got a we're using it as a secondary strain as well. We're getting another another ferment, uh, you know, months later from outside of the tank. So. Um, when when we're, we're talking about you know stepping up and uh, yeast starters and, and bringing up, we're, we're you know we're all pretty familiar with doing uh, your, your general beer strains. But when you're talking about Brett, do you treat him the same? Yeah, you know, I I don't have another reference point, and the people that I know that are working on it are, you know, there's a there's a guy named Chad uh, Jacobson. I don't know if you guys know about him. No, uh, he is writing a master's thesis about Brett. Uh, he's got a great website. It's called uh, Brett Master's Thesis or something like that. If you Google Brett uh, Britannomyces Master's Thesis, it's an open source project, and he's probably got the most um, the most current data on the different strains that are available, uh, what their morphologies are like, how they perform. Um, so really, we're just using each other's like as a community. We're using each other's experiences and just uh, with this beer, you know, I'm dealing with um, Phil Liner, the brewmaster from Omagong. He's a pretty smart guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the folks from Southampton and Catherine Lawrence are uh, and Casey Hughes from Flying Fish. They they all, uh, you know, we all steered toward this. We didn't want to mess around with the beer finishing out. You don't want to. Didn't want to have a big, sweet, um, sloppy mess. Right. So well, we I got a long path of really just trying to get it going. Yeah, for a lot of home brewers, uh, you know, moving into the whole Brett realm, you know, we we kind of tiptoe into it. We don't want to necessarily um, sissies. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, like you know. Pedococcus and, and the other, other bacteria strains, you really can't just do um, step-ups with them and oxygenate because they just don't like I that. Did, that doesn't behave. Uh, I'll say my experience has been that Brett behaves a lot like Saccharomyces. Oh, good. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, yeah, that that's I think what I was getting at is you know. You, but maybe like more like um, like a Dupont strain kind of thing. Like it's not going to finish quickly. Um, maybe, may, I, I think Dupont may be may be Brett. I don't even know. Um, it's it, it's funky. I mean, you've got to really babysit like, it. Yeah, it's more like that kind of more like that kind of schedule. Okay, but but as far as doing uh, you know yeast starters and and stepping up, we can just go ahead and treat them just the same. Uh, based on my experience, more or less. So yes. Okay, good. Yeah, it, it, that's just one one thing I really wanted to get cleared up. Beautiful. Awesome. I would say Brett. Yeah. I think you can safely say it will behave more or less like and that. And no dedicated lines. I mean, you're cleaning everything the same, using the same we, tanks. Yeah, we clean everything scrupulously. And, you know, we use hot. Um, my thing is to use heat to kill everything. And that's a luxury that you guys maybe don't have so much. Well, but you feel yeah. comfortable, you know, not freaking about, uh, you know, contaminating I don't, things? I don't freak out about Brett. I mean, worse things come in on the wheels of our forklifts that drive right through the brewery. Well, mm-hmm. good, good to know. That's a good point. Jeff doesn't sound like a guy who freaks out about very much at all, actually. I don't think you can. <laughs> I think he's pretty comfortable on his skin. <laughs> good. He's good. all right. All right. Well, one thing that's clear to me is that I want more Ithaca. So yes, please. So <laughs> uh, we need to find a way to... We need I'm to, glad you guys like the beer. No, it's, it's yeah. weird. Yeah, it's great. I've really enjoyed uh, talking to you about it. And, and again, I want to thank you for sending it to us because I think uh, this interview really wouldn't have... We wouldn't have done the beer justice if we didn't have it in front of us. It, yeah, was, it made it sure. a lot better. So... Um, that I appreciate. Uh, so we're pouring all these beers at the GABF. Okay, um, great. Plus our saison uh, um, ground break, which I don't think I sent. Um, and I hope to meet you guys there. Oh, you'll meet oh, us yeah. there. We'll Definitely. be there. You you more, can, you, and I'm I'm happy to answer any more questions that you have. Okay, yeah, listeners who are going out to the GABF, get out there and 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 find Jeff, and we'll be in the the Brewers Pavilion right in the center, Jeff. So if we don't track you down at your booth, come say hi to us. Um, sure, love to shake your hand. Uh, looks like I've gotten through the questions in my chat room for you. There actually were tons more, but you did so well uh, in in describing the beers and giving us the content <laughs> of the beer that you actually answered a lot of their questions already. Yeah. So uh, that I appreciate. It made my job easy. How are we doing on time? I got one quick question if we got time. All right, go for it. Uh, uh, Jeff, uh, I wanted to ask you about uh, the, the college kids that you see come through uh, the uh, the tasting room in the brewery, and have you seen a significant uh, increase in the you know yeah, college sure. kids that are interested in good beer in the last few years? Good question. Yeah, they've become a lot more sophisticated, and when, when I first moved to town, um, there was one place in town that was a multi-tap place called the Chapter House, which is still a great place, wonderful place. But they've got 40 lines, um, and there was one bottle shop um, that certainly uh, sold more lotto tickets and porn than they did craft beer, but they had... And Four Loco! You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have sold tons of Four Loco. Um, yeah. That's right. They had, you know, dusty old bottles of Chimay and Dogfish Head, and we didn't have access to that much stuff. Like, the 40 lines at the Chapter House were, you know, Boddington's and Guinness and, every, you know, everything... Um, everything good. Everything that I hadn't yeah. just been drinking in the Bay Area, basically. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, uh, eight years later, we've got this great culture in town. There are several uh, restaurants that specialize in food and beer, uh, three or four more multitasks, and one of the best bottle shops I've ever been to. Um, several places that just fill growlers, that are like coffee shops fill growlers in town. So we've got this great local culture um, that we've played a role in, and I, it's really gratifying to think that We've helped to 
I think there's a great college experience to be had here, uh, and beer is a part of that. And we certainly see um, our growler sales growing every month. Um, it's never slowed down. And we actually do participate in a couple of classes at Cornell. Mm. Um, we do a beer dinner class for the kids who do the restaurant and hotel management nice. program. Great. And we, I do two dinners in, like, their private dining room so that two, um, they're 10 or so kids, and they take turns doing front of the house and back of the house to do the service and the, and the cooking with the beer. Mm-hmm. And then they, they make the dinner open to um, different, uh, you know, the whole Cornell community, and it sells out, you know, almost instantly. Love and that. we do this great dinner teaching the kids, like, when you go out into the world and you're going to run hotels and restaurants... Beer dinners and beer as food—they're—they're they're, they're really important things, and I, I think uh, that's been one of the most gratifying parts about being here. I like that you don't—that you didn't say, "Yeah, we have to have beer pong tournaments once a week <laughs> to get the college kids into craft beer." I, 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 this is a this is a good. No, man, the kids and and we're getting more and more pull uh, pull in the market from. Um, uh, folks who went to school here and then moved to New York and Boston and Philly. Mm-hmm. And oh, good, great. Ask for the beer. Yeah, it's, it's great. Beautiful. I, I like to hear that. Kids, I'm telling you, these kids—they're growing up in a world where they. And didn't... once they realize the economy of the alcohol content to, to dollar value, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Those Cornell kids. Right? Those no Cornell kids. Yeah, <laughs> they, they can do that math. Yeah. They can do the math yeah. on those growlers. <laughs> I figured that if we uh, buy two of these bottles, it will save us from buying two 12-packs. <laughs> That's right. I love it. All right, Jeff. i got to move and uh, get to uh, the rest of our content, which isn't very much. This has been just awesome, and yeah. I appreciate you being right, on well, the program. It's a pleasure to have been here. Thanks for having me. Very And cool. uh, I hope to meet you guys this week. We'll see you in yeah, a few sure. days. Yeah, we'll see you in Denver. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Be well. There you go, Jeff from Ithaca Beer Company, which I hope I said that right throughout the show. Ithaca Beer Company from Ithaca, New York, and uh, Beer Company. There, there wasn't a lot of bullshit flying in this room. Nope. You should pick up that beer. It's you know, serious good stuff. I Name re- that goose again that we had the first time. Uh, it's, it's, uh, that was the uh, the Golden Sour Ale, the Excelsior Golden Sour. Do it, do it, and the and the you know he didn't have a great uh, a term for it. Self-admittedly, the the Belgian IPA that we had, the Britannomyces, the first IPA. one, the SF IPA. SF, I don't know how. I think fuck. that will not be very easy to find. I think it was pretty limited batch. Sounds yeah. like it. But if you're in New York, or if you're going to be at uh, New York Beer Week, then you might be able to grab this stuff. I, I like the I way that it. we didn't pry percentages and and recipes out of him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he yeah, he went for it. That's actually why I let him off the hook there at the end with yeah, a whole yeah. other recipe. He was right. Didn't I do enough already? And you know what, Jeff, you did. That yeah. was that was yeah. pretty awesome. Uh, Gabby, do you have Mills on there? On the I phone? sure do. You do? All right. You Mills. can go ahead and hang up the phone, and I'll get them on here in a second. So go to, I think it's IthacaBeer.com. That's right. All right, IthacaBeer.com. You can check it out. You can read a little more uh, about Jeff and the rest of their staff. You can see a map about where they're at. Uh, you can find out where the, the beer is available and uh, get all the information that you need about Ithaca. And on the post-show blog for this show, I'll include plenty of links so you'll be able to find Ithaca on the interweb. Perfect. Yeah, if you haven't been paying attention, uh, uh, Moscow's been putting up a post-show blog with uh, basically a summary of the show uh, as well as uh, post-video, uh, post-show video, post videos with the staff 
JP is usually very enlightening. Oh, yeah. Great interview, JP um, is. Well, I feel like I have a lot of information to give, and this is the first time I've actually been able to do it, so I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. We, we can fast forward past that, right? So go uh, to the, yeah. It's yeah. brewingnetwork.com <laughs> slash blog, or just go to the homepage, scroll down a little bit, click on the picture of uh, whatever we have for that show, and uh, you can read all about the show, and then I, I guess now he's going to start adding links to uh, whatever content Yes, sir. So you, will you have links to the uh, Loco for Oh, yes. For Loco? It's, it's I actually the link is going to be to the YouTube video because I think that's more more enlightening than the uh, official webpage. Uh, yes, this one. I like the way the guy's shirt changes with all the different flavors. <laughs> yeah, oh, that my yeah. joint. At the corner store. With my total. I'm local for them local. Local for them local. Local for them local. I, I don't get the target audience, though. <laughs> Asians sure and Jews, yet? Doc. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah. So obvious. Pig meat. So All right, we've got Mills on the line, and Mills was part of our, uh, he's probably the leader of our Michigan Brewing Division, and yeah. he represented the BN Army uh, as a homebrew club at the first ever Michigan Homebrew Festival, I think it was. The leader of the and, pack. Uh, yeah, Mills, are you here? Yeah, I'm there. Hey, brother. Sorry You're I didn't here? get to you on the last program, because I know this is a couple weeks old now. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's good. Still fresh going? in your mind. Yeah. We're doing great. Now, Mills had, this is probably the first ever uh, Brewing Network Homebrew Club representation that we've had officially. He had a, a banner set up, and, and all the people at the booth were, were Brewing Network Homebrew Club reps. Really? Is, is that right, Mills? Sweet. Yeah, yeah, We had, um, we yeah. had, we probably, no, yeah, it wasn't just me. We, um, we poured about 18 different beers, um, probably had about uh, seven or eight different beers. Banners that came out and worked the booth, uh, so it's a good time. Now, more importantly, you had pit bulls. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, <laughs> shit, that was uh, that was uh, yeah. One of the couples had a dog. I, I don't like dogs, but that's okay. Well, when I looked through the photos, I didn't give a shit about your ugly mug. When I got to the photo of the whole uh, Brewing Network homebrew club with the pit bull in it, mm-hmm. stole my heart. You guys are now my favorite division in the BN Army. Love it. I'm looking Excellent. through them photos. <laughs> <laughs> you got out damn pit bulls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So did you did you have a lot of um, people coming up and asking what the hell's the homebrew network? Yeah, yeah, we we had some things to explain. Um, one of the things network? that we did we we made up uh, we made up some uh, data CDs for people to take with probably had about fifteen different podcasts on them um, for people who hadn't heard the BN before. Um, and so probably we got we we gave out probably about close to forty of those. Um, so hopefully there'll be some new listeners and stuff. Um, so we did that. Uh, we had to explain that a little bit, that it's just not, you know, that the podcast is out of California. Um, but, <laughs> you you know. with that, yeah. <laughs> now, did you specify Pacheco, though? Because I'm trying to put this place on the map, man. Yeah, that's our hook. Yeah, no, that, that, no we didn't do that. Uh, we're trying to get out from underneath the staple. Yeah, that holds the not together. our favorite division. Martinez is holding <laughs> us down, and we're trying to get Pacheco out from underneath. So you got to say that next time, Mills. Hey, we've we've well, got our one of those casino. Things. Like on our side of the country, whenever you say California, everybody thinks that that you're going to try to go down on them next. So uh, <laughs> I can see your oh. point. I can see your point. Well, then we will get around to that. That's why Pacheco is a little more hardcore. You can say yeah. 
You can say not gay California, Pacheco California. We're going yeah. down to Pacheco. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. go we go down on you, but we use teeth. <laughs> That's how hardcore we're we are. Hardcore motherfuckers. That's pretty hardcore. Now part of the festival was a homebrew competition, is that right? Uh, well, actually, they're two separate events, but they did do the uh, the award ceremony for the Michigan Beer Cup there. Okay. Um, and some uh, BNers did really well. Um, we actually, uh, the, the Brewing Network actually came in uh, second overall for Club of the Year. Yeah! Nice. Club of the Year! Nice. I almost said the N-word. <laughs> I've been listening. I've been listening to a boy logo for too long. <laughs> yeah, you have to rhyme. I was like, "That's my ends." <laughs> you have to rhyme it. Yeah. Uh, that's my. I issue. thought the, uh, the N word was network. Yes, <laughs> that's my networks. This is my networks. <laughs> I'm getting all up in them networks, dude. Second place club of the year. It, it sounds a lot like uh, the National Homebrewers Conference to me. Well, yeah, yeah. We had to follow suit. Yeah, we had to follow yeah. suit. Right. Guess we were third there, but we were so, close. So, Adam, what club took first? Uh, the club that took first was the uh, Coon and Brewers Guild. Who was it? The Coon and Brewers Guild. Uh, okay. And did any individual win the most medals? Uh, yeah. Who was um, that? That, uh, I won. Uh, I won thirteen medals. Holy uh, wow. shit! Uh, That's Mills. Uh, Mills. Yes, sir. Were any of them Janet's Brown? Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, no, 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 no. Actually, I had. Um, no, 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 it wasn't that. But I, yeah, like I said, I had thirteen. I actually had thirteen medals and seven honorable mentions. Dude. Um, well, and bet. then I won. And then I won Homebrew of the Year, um, oh, which was. Which is pretty awesome. State, Damn. state title, okay. Uh, but hey, uh, also um, some other uh, BNers won. Uh, Jeremy Sherman took a first for his Doppelbach nice. uh, for the BN. Uh, Isaac Trowbridge uh, won for his Kolsch and an honorable mention. Uh, Krupp in the forums also took in some medals too. So yeah, we did well overall. Impressive. Hmm. So you made a dent in Michigan. Absolutely, absolutely. Nice. I like to hear that, man. Good job, Mills. Thanks. Hey, thanks. Mil- Mills, I hear you have some bruises. Care to elaborate? <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but, uh, but yeah, there was... Kim Jong-il has a picture of this enormous dildo that was brought. Um, BN and style. What was it, his it, name? It probably... It, I'm guessing it was probably about, like, 10 pounds, and this thing was all big and veiny and alarming. <laughs> Yeah, what color nice. was it? See, this is the Brewing Network Club right here. I told yeah. you they represent. <laughs> and uh, and I, I was assaulted uh, later in the evening. <laughs> I, I heard it was savage. <laughs> later in the it evening, was, it was nothing. in the shower. It was no, 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 no. I was chased across the campgrounds, and and it, it was dark, and so I thought if I got into a lighted area, that they would have the decency not to assault me. Uh huh. Um, but then you but, went loco for them dildo. <laughs> <laughs> It was I my friend. Him, <laughs> I brought my friend who who thinks he's a pretty cagey drinker, and I told him, I said, "Listen, there's a beer festival. You need to take it easy, you know, because yeah. you're going to be drinking, you know, for more than twelve hours. So you just can't go at it." And uh, and so what happened was he passed out in a chair, like before the sun went down and then somebody woke him up and then that's when he got all crazy like normally when he's sober he's like all homophobic and stuff <laughs> <laughs> wow. when he, he crunk but his gay but then he started people he, about the face he started like doing all these like runner stretches near me making me really uncomfortable getting his junk close to me <laughs> and then he chased me down and, and hit me it hit me with that damn dildo so hard <laughs> 
See, and, now, uh, this is an got, example of why, I, you know, if you have any close gay friends, they'll yeah. tell you, they're, they're, you'll hear it a lot, they say everybody's gay. Every dude's gay. <laughs> and this is an example of, of why they say that. Because here's a guy that when he's sober, yeah. right, he's the biggest homophobe on earth. Yeah. Right. Get a couple drinks into him, he's wearing nutters, he's waving his ass <laughs> in your face. He's finishing on you. It's he's really showing gross. you every nuance of the dildo that Mills brought. <laughs> See this vein here? <laughs> he's got a new nickname you never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> Called Gold. Hey, now listen, actually, the, the, the people that brought the dildo on the, uh, on the dog, too. So, mm. yeah, they're in doubly well with you. See, they are true BN people. They, that's my peeps right there. Dildos, dogs, and doppelbox. That's my networks. There's my ends. There's my ends. <laughs> going loco for them inwards. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it sounds like you guys had a good time and, and represented well, man. Well, it I sounds like a time. Appreciate that. Well, I, I think, you know, bruise and bruise. Yeah. Or, wait, bruises? Bruises. bruises. Bruises and bruises. Yes. <laughs> a, a good one. That's true. That makes for a good fest. Anything else we need to know about the festival? Oh, shit, I, I think that's about it. Things went really well. We had a really good time. It was funny because I had never met any of these guys before. Um, and so... Um, oh, since. You know, and, yeah, and so it was one of those things where everybody kind of got around and then just kind of stood around the booth. Yeah. And I come on saying, guys, you know, this is your booth. Just pour whatever you want to pour. A lot of the beer was mine. Uh, Isaac uh, had a had a had a beer on that was really good. He had a brown ale on that was really good, and Krupp had a beer on that was really good. But I ended up uh, I ended up getting rid of like five kegs and 150 bottles. Wow! wow and uh, so yeah, I just emptied everything. It, it was it was the most fun. I told I told Mike um, on Facebook on Facebook yeah. that, <laughs> that it was. That it, that it, it could, I love to win and I'm competitive and everything, but it was it was a lot more fun just pouring beer for people and talking beer. Yeah. Well, and you um, know that's Tasty's thing, so he understands. That. I understand 100. It, yeah. It's so nice going home with empty kegs. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody just feels good. Just somebody drink all your beer. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. yeah. And like the, the, the big winner, the, the well, the, the one that everybody loved was his uh, was his pale ale. So. Oh, the Tasty. Beautiful. Yeah, the Tasty. Yeah, that thing's killer, Mike. Cool. We might have to send some uh, actual Brewcaster beer out for the fest next year. What do you think, guys? Ooh, yeah. That could, hey, that'd be fantastic. We're, we're going to do it again. Next year, I'm going to... I, I got rid of a bunch of uh, ales and everything, and I, I, I'm going to start doing some more work on lagers. Mike was talking about doing the kind of the, the fast ramp up, and I want to start doing that with some lagers. So I think we might have a, a lager booth next year. So Great. Yeah. Well, and I know, I know you're like a little that. shy to ask, but uh, I'll send some of my beer, too, <laughs> yeah. uh, so that you can pour that at the that's, that's, that, that's what's burning inside my heart right now. I'm, right. Glad, you, I'm glad you spoke the words. Yeah, yes. don't worry about it. I got your back. You'll get heartburn after you have some of his beers, too. Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> you got to rinse glasses somehow. Just, just don't <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just don't let the word out quick, because that's the first one to go, and then, you know. Who right. let the word out? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send you my uh, Four loco Pale. Oh, God. <laughs> it's pink. It's pink, yeah. yeah. <laughs> four loco Pale is pink. <laughs> How did it get that way? We don't know. We don't it's know. Pink. <laughs> Pacheco water. Number five and number six. We, we do not know. We don't ask. It's pink. All right. Well, two things. I love it. I think it's awesome. Uh, I, I was really happy to that you were doing it. And what I, what I'd like yeah. to do, I'd like to see you have more BNers help you out next year. I think it'd be real cool that that more East Coast BNers got involved with you. Do it. And I'd like to see more pit bulls next year. If you could work on those two things uh, and more cocks and goats. We'll, yeah, we'll do it both. We'll do it both. Beautiful. I love it. 
All right, thanks, Mills, and thank everybody in your crew there for me. Uh, I'll thank you here on the air. You guys were, were really cool and awesome. I saw you all wearing the shirts and um, just looking like you're having fun. So thank you for doing that, and, and pass along my thanks, Mills. I thought it was rad. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Cool. Later. Late. Bye-bye. We all should right. start a fundraiser called Pit Bulls for Prostates. Oh! What do you think about that? <laughs> How does it work? I, I, uh, you bring oh. pit bulls and you celebrate prostates. <laughs> That's a good festival, right? To me, to me. How do you celebrate prostate? You check well, them. <laughs> there's a checking booth. Yeah, you check them out. Remember, and see, there's several checking booths, and you um, go from booth to booth, see who's the most gentle. GP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever had your prostate checked? Uh, yes. And how'd it feel? Uh, great. <laughs> see, that's why he. Yeah. <laughs> Not everyone likes it, Doc. But some no. guys, they're like, I, "Shit, I got to get that checked nah. next week." Well, it's like when you're turtling Again. and you like, I can't really go, and you go. Oh no, man, it's, it's like it's like the anxious feeling, Early. and then it's like someone pushes the red button. Yeah, that's your prostate. <laughs> oh god, it's like oh, it's like operation. Uh, you know, your it, little it, nose glow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, quick break. Uh, when we come back, I've got feedback to do, possibly a little bit of beer news if we have time, what? and uh, drunk of the week. All when we it come didn't back. Happen. Oh man, yeah. what? I'm going to get to it right now. Yeah, uh, everything. Look right. at all loco. Get any more of that four loco? You want some? You need some four loco in you. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, you I, mean loco? Son? I'm polishing off this watermelon. We'll be right back. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire her up. Whoa! Is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. The new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13. Got a new regulator for the brew stand, too, but five bucks instead of 25. Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day. Announcing the Beer, Beer, and More Beer Deal of the Day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kettles, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal, and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess. The The More Beer beer Deal deal of the day. Day. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the more beer deal of the day at morebeer.com. Celebrity voices impersonated. What's up, dude? Why the long face? Valentine's Day was awful. The World of Warcraft subscription was a strikeout. Ooh, yeah, I hear ya. A couple of years ago, the new Hoover I got my wife was a bomb, too. But last year, I found PlayfulEvenings.com. What? What's that? You know, Mrs. Badrock's store. It's awesome. Totally tasteful passion toys. Are you serious? Yeah. What's a passion toy? You know, it's a um, central aid in the bedroom. Ooh. All kinds of stuff. Massage oils, couples games, lingerie, and books. Books? Yeah. Where do you think Ticklist Pickle came from? Yeah, boy. Seriously. Fun stuff, and Mrs. Badrock takes care of the BN Army with 10% off. Go to PlayfulEvenings.com and click on Shop Online now. Put BN Army in the coupon code. PlayfulEvenings.com Thanks, Mrs. Badrock. You're a lifesaver. BN Army, it's Valentine's Day all year long at PlayfulEvenings.com Do you support the Brewing Network? Do you brew your own? Are you looking for any economical, fun, and legal way to do both? Subscribe to Brew Your Own magazine and do just that. All year long, Brew Your Own will surprise you, entertain you, 
and educate you with articles on beer and brewing from authors like the Brewing Network's very own Jamel Zedeshaf and John Palmer. Each issue is a full pint of brewing techniques, homebrew stories, tips and photos, projects to make yourself, and recipes for the avid home brewer. Get your tough questions answered by Mr. Wizard and polish your style accuracy with Jamel. A portion of every subscription goes to the Brewing Network, so subscribe today at byo.com slash brewingnetwork or just click the BYO logo on the Brewing Network homepage and support a fantastic hobby and your favorite broadcaster. Brew your own. The how-to homebrew beer magazine. What's funny is Bruce will say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. beer, The The home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Doc and I are trying to drink blue for loco until we pee blue. We're thinking that uh, that shit is blue though. Wow, look at it. It's it's like it's, it's like antifreeze blue. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I, I've been um, eating so many otter pops lately, and I always seem to go for the blue ones. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't taste 12, that much different. Twelve percent right? otter pop. You couldn't freeze that if you tried. I, but, I, don't, uh, <laughs> I don't think. No. <laughs> I don't think it would freeze. Now we should try to make a four loco ice box and freeze. This Maybe shit we should down get the to, recipe for this shit down to twenty four. Yeah. yeah, we'll uh, ice box it. Yeah. All right. I think I have a drunk of the week call on already. Uh, Caller, who are we talking to? Where are you from? You there? Not oh, there. Hey, what's up, dude? Four uh, loco. Who's this, brother? <laughs> This is Juice. I'm from Mass. You know, there's another energy beer drink called Juice, J-O-O-S-E. <laughs> I started yeah, looking up you, you, I started looking up all of them. You would know that. Where'd you say you're from, Juice? Mass. Mass. He's a mass hole. All right. Yeah, all, yeah. all of it? What? <laughs> the whole Massachusetts? Sorry, Doc had a lot uh, of this yeah, fucking drink that we're drinking. Uh, from- I'm gonna ask yeah, with you. I've, I've had a lot of things. All right, what have you had? I'm from Taunton, Massachusetts. Okay, great. Uh, wait, wait, all day or since the beginning of the show? Where is your grandma from? I don't know. Give us the list. <laughs> all right. Well, dude, I started drinking at like 10 a.m. this morning. I was brewing, so uh, I don't know. It's like seven when you guys. Uh, either way, I had a uh, a growler of uh, Draymond's Porter yeah. from uh, Berkshire Brewing Company. Good shit. And I had a six pack of the uh, Southern uh, Harvestale. Also good shit. Harvestale. I, I like the way you say harvest. Harvestale. What kind of hops did they use this year? Harvestale. <laughs> no, but um, then I, I don't know. I had I had a bunch of my. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's not cool. No, no, nothing's cool. No, I had a bunch of my all uh, Brambling Cross Pale Ales. And then um, I'm on my second bottle of the St. Bernardus Prior 8 right now. Was it wicked good? So I'm on my way out. I've been trying to... <laughs> it was fucking wicked. Great, it was dude. wicked good. 
<laughs> I go down to the Strand. It's wicked hey, good. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we get a stereotype for being assholes. California guys get a stereotype for being um, gay. Oh. Uh, just because we beat people I'm about sorry, the face with dildos. What is you JP? Know, I bet you're about ready to put a cap in his ass, aren't you? <laughs> He's ready, to put, he's ready to put something no. in my ass, and it starts with a C, but it doesn't end with a P. <laughs> You're hopeful. So it's not a cop. Either way. No. I've I've learned the drunk of the week tonight, and I really need some candy sugar anyway, because I'm brewing a quad in a couple of weeks. All right, well, that's a so good... I don't I mind you I've saying that. I, I, like I brought it strong today. You have brought it... That's, it was a pretty impressive yeah. list I heard so far. What's actually. your favorite quad, Dennis or Randy? <laughs> You're My such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's Quaid. I don't even know. Oh. <laughs> Quaid. I Sorry. Like, I don't even know Wait, what, what that means. Dennis or Randy, I got it. I got the it. brothers, the Quaids. Nice. <laughs> and this one's uh, for, uh. for JP, uh, not you, Juice. So hang on just one second. Shove it up your ass. <laughs> 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 yeah. For a drunk of the week, we we always uh, seem to like guess. Uh, we we get your list of how much and and what you drank, but we don't know what your girth is. Are you a big dude or a wow. little dude? Juice sounds like a big dude. Nah, uh, dude, I'm 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 five eleven, one eighty. Yeah, yeah that's I'm that. kind of on the, the pudgy table, side, bro. aren't you, Tubby? That's big to. <laughs> What? That's big to Doc. Are you bad rock big? Not a 5'11", 180. No, I you're not. But but it, it, it all kind of like, you know, uh, it, it's all relative. You drink a lot of beer, and if you're me, it's one thing. All right, The relativity yeah, is, right. is like, I, I can freaking drink a lot of beer. That's what it is. All right, you're in the running, my brother. I got you and down, I and I got to clear the lines for some other drunk of the week. Thank you, Juice. You know what Juice Mass. You know what Juice did that I hate? He, um, he, he said 10 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, we got it with the and. People do that all the time. If you listen for it, right. all the time. Really? Just knock it off, everybody. I just, haven't just the one. In the morning or a.m.? It wasn't morning. It's morning. 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 888-401-BEER. Right. Drunk of the Week phone calls. We'll take your calls. I do have to get through our uh, feedback. Oh, I didn't get whether it was from the Cape or not. I had, I had to go over that with my kid this morning about uh, geographic terms, and Cape was one of them. What do you mean? Like well, the Cape? Pe- peninsula, Cape, uh, you know, the, the formation, ge- ge- formate, geographic format, and Cape was on, and, and Massachusetts is the Cape. Uh, it is? I thought uh, Cape Cod was the Cape. Yeah, that's what I thought. W- what state's that in? Vermont? No, Cape Cod? No. <laughs> no it's Massachusetts. Rhode Island. Right? Oh, Rhode Island. Chad, pay attention. Oh, sorry. Cape Cod, Rhode Island. What? No, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Oh, it is Mass? Mass. Yeah. Oh, you know, Perfect Storm and all that. Which is why I brought it up. Hey, we're we're (laughs) brewers, not geographers. Here's Mass, right? It has a little, like, hook that comes But I'm a doctor. That's the Cape. I see. But that's why that's why I brought it up. Okay. Massachusetts, I'm thinking the Cape, and, and that came across my desk this morning was. Uh, I kind of forgot Mass was even on the coast. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't even know what it was talking about. Oh my about. god, you know, lobster! Right. You need more storm. blue drink. Apparently, my uh, geography is as good as my math. Hey. I'm going to have a little more blue. More blue. <laughs> oh, I wish, that shit. Your geography. Man, I wish says, we could find grape drink. Your geography is as good as Four Loco. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to be hunting for the grape hey. in the ghetto. Got it. You, you better you better go strapped in any kind of style. Well, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll pull up in the H2. Alonzo here has a question for JP. Uh-oh. All right, I got him. Alonzo, what's up, man? Hey, guys. How's it going? It's good. Swell. You got a question for the Jip? Terrific. Yeah. 
Okay, so I don't know if you guys noticed, but JP is the featured more beer employee this month. I did on the notice website. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Didn't yeah, notice. So all his stuff is on sale. And sorry, what? Didn't all, notice. Where did you see that? All his stuff Where? is on sale. Where did you see it? Uh, on the forum. What? Morebeer.com. So go ahead. What's the question about all of his stuff? Okay, no, I'm just... So all of his stuff is on sale, but yeah. including his beer kit. But the goddamn thing has been out of stock all month, so I want to know what the hell's up with that. What the hell, JP? Uh, the Coco Nibs, we were told that they were going to come in two weeks ago, oh. and they have not yet. So they should be coming in next week. Can, can you just break down with your personal stash? Yeah, I got some. See? There you go. <laughs> Nibs. Tasty. I got three stuff. pounds. Oh. See, that's why right. we can't get any. Just because Tasty has a garage full. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> and they're probably not even being used. <laughs> According to the nib market. No plan to. Oh, so you thought it was going to be in and it's not. It was supposed uh, to be in, but it, they're coming from Ecuador, for Christ's sakes. I mean, uh, little you can't, ca- you count, can't count on Ecuadorians. You can't. <laughs> Neither can Alonzo. It just sounds like he's not that far removed from them. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that it, Alonzo? Uh, yeah, I just got one more thing to say to JP. Yeah. Uh-oh. All right. For the whore, JP. For the whores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, I don't mix my business and pleasure, okay? What did he say? For the whores? Yeah, for the whores. For the hoes! What is that? He's a World of Warcraft player or something. Oh. Wow. That's why we didn't That's get Some people play War, World That's of my Warcraft right there. for the whores? For the horde. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Right. I know. My kids question your involvement. In what? World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if they want to play, tell them I'll, I'll add them to the guild. Ah, oh, uh, God. Yeah. Juice was right Show about California guys being fucking homos. Hang Why? on, I gotta get through this. Oh feedback. my God! You've got mail. Here it is. Here it is. This is what I live for. Oh yeah, baby. I, w- I wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for this. Feedback is brought to you today by White Labs Yeast. You can go to whitelabs.com and check it out. And round of applause. Mike White is now a daddy. Oh, he a baby daddy. And the name uh, for Loco? Uh, Nicholas. Oh. Nicholas Loco. Nicholas. <laughs> Nicholas Loco. Loco White. <laughs> Nicholas yeah. Gladstone for Loco White. Right now, Gladstone is at home going loco for them loco. <laughs> yeah. So congrats, Mike White. I'm real happy yeah. for you. Yeah, the man. And, uh, your family. So Mrs. White's back online? <clears throat> Whoa. Uh, back online, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, feedback. <laughs> Doug's choking uh, on them loco. I choked on my loco. <laughs> <laughs> trying to take down Does it come up the same blue as it uh, goes down? Uh, I bet it does. Uh, your nose blue. All right, Scott, you'll be happy to know that a lot of the feedback, we got a ton of feedback about the uh, cigar show. Oh, really? All right. I'm, I'm interested to hear what they had to say. Which is a good sign because no feedback. Well, I is, got cancer. Bad, yeah. All right, P-Dub wrote in. <laughs> I guess I'm a bit of a tobacco Nazi because I was annoyed when I saw that you were doing a show on cigars. It's just not my thing and it's never going to be my thing. Nevertheless, I listen to the show. And while I personally don't get much of it, I appreciate that cigars might bring interesting external flavors to your beer experience. If you're into cigars and beer, that's a topic worth exploring. Not every show can be great for everyone. And while this one didn't quite work for me, I hope it was appreciated by BNers that are into cigars. From P-Dub. Cool. Thanks, P-Dub. See, I dig that because he actually listened. You right. know, a lot of people yeah. would see that and they go, I'm not going to listen. That's retarded. I agree but with he, you. We don't he, ask that you like it all, but give it a shot. He yeah. listened. P.S. The Cigar Show had a surprisingly low number of dick jokes. 
What's up with that? <laughs> you don't even have to go out of your way to make dick jokes about cigar smoking. You guys excellent, excellent were point. off your game. Very that's, good point. That's all hack oh, so material. There's the criticism. We work. We're that's we're too good for that. It's, it's too fair. Easy. That's fair criticism. Now we're too good for dick jokes. It's too easy yeah. now. All right, Patrick wrote in, well, I feel like I've been with you guys since the beginning, started listening to the Jamil show about nine months ago, and blazed through all them, switched over to the session, yeah, starting at episode one. I'm now a few months into 2008. I saw a few days ago that there was a new cigar and beer pairing show, so I stopped listening to the archive and listened to that. I just started smoking cigars a few months ago and thought it quite convenient that you were doing a show on a new passion of mine. One of my favorites is the Rocky Patel Vintage 1990 mm-hmm. uh, that was mentioned by one of the listeners. I'm surprised no one mentioned Drew Estates, which is a fairly new cigar company that I think is great. Highly recommend their Acid brand. Uh, just wanted to say thanks to the show. It was great. Now back to the archives from Patrick. Cool, Patrick. Brian actually did mention that off the air for what it's worth. Okay. Uh, let's see, Charlie from New Jersey. Hey, BN dudes, love the show on cigars and beer. I'm only 22 and was a cigar lover before being a beer geek. I agree that there are many things the two industries could learn from each other because the consumers who buy both are after the same things. Quality, care, and better flavor. Keep up the good work. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for the Homebrew Chef Show. P.S. Justin, you sound like a pro describing fl- uh, beer flavors, but you sound like a complete idiot asking the most amateur questions about cigars. Stick to your white owls and Philly blunts, shithead. Wow. Yeah. You see, that's why I didn't want to ask that question about the uh, you know overcarbonation. Yeah, you can't be afraid to take the. I don't want to be labeled an amateur. Oh yeah, the what was that question? Overcarbon? How does it get carbonated? Well, it was just how does it get so carbonated? Ah! Ah! <laughs> what a nice. <laughs> okay. All right. Mas- Moscow, you've been branded. Yeah, yeah. No, now you yeah. can ask any stupid question you want. Yeah, it's on that's now. You do. What's the worst going to happen? All right, Matt from St. Louis wrote in, I just wanted to let you all know I really enjoyed the Cigar and Beer Show. Especially enjoyed the different opinions you guys had about strong flavors from either the cigar or the beer masking the other. I'm not sure what kind of reaction you're getting to the show topic, so I just wanted to write in with my support. My fiancé and I sometimes smoke cigars, and we usually try to pair them with some beer. One fun pairing was with a smoked scotch ale from the More Beer Kit. Yeah. Which, uh, where I actually sensed more subtle flavors in both the cigar and the beer pairing together. Surprisingly, I found that I enjoy an IPA with cigars, too. Something about the bitterness in the IPA really complemented the smoke. So thanks again, Matt from St. Louis. Oh, his fiance. That's cool. It sounds like a nice dude. He smokes cigars. <laughs> was, was her name Monica? <laughs> Is there a dick joke in there? <laughs> Gotta be, right? Maybe. Uh, hey, Justin, just listen to the Cigar and Beer Show on podcast. Um, this is a correction. I don't think that fermentation of tobacco leaves is really true fermentation, but an enzymatic oxidation process similar to what's going uh, similar to what's done with tea. The tobacco and tea industries just happen to call it fermentation for some reason. And there was a fermentation yes. mentioned on the show, which mm-hmm. uh, yep. which I was surprised about. I, I I didn't know what that meant exactly. He did a little Wikipedia search for me, knowing that I wouldn't, and it kind of just says that. Um, Let's see. Uh, leaves of the of the tea soon to begin to wilt and oxidize if not dried uh, too quickly after after picking. 
They turn progressively darker as their chlorophyll breaks down and tannins are released. It's called. It's actually enzymatic oxidation, but called fermentation in the tea in- industry. And he thinks maybe it, the cigar industry is using the same one. Got it. He wasn't positive. He's no cigar scientist, he points out, but he just wanted to throw it out there. Uh, that it might be a different fermentation. Let's just dumb it down and say aging. <clears throat> aging. Yeah, that's, that's another y- thing. Know, that- um, instead of really getting geeky about it, uh, let's just call it aging. Yeah, that's another thing that Brian got right, into shit. off the air when I asked him about it, because I was, I was interested as well. Uh, okay. <clears throat> All right, Hayes Brewer wrote in, Scott's rampage on liberty and being able to say whatever the fuck you want without the government in your face and letting the market decide was yes. spot on. That's right. Run, Scott, run. Your country needs you. Thanks, baby. That's <laughs> what Hayes Brewer says. <laughs> I found him to be drunken and retarded. See, I felt the same way, but apparently <laughs> I was concise and yeah. I'm what the country needs. Apparently our country needs you. Oh. So, you get immunity in this room, though. That's right. <laughs> I can ask stupid questions and go on Republican-esque rants. Right. All right, hi. You uh, won't get me stopping you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a white guy with money. That's how it works. Yeah. You won't get me stopping you. All right, Mick from Australia writes in, Hi all, I just want to know if the Brewing Network team will be at the Australian National Homebrewing Conference in October. Uh, the answer to that, Mick, is no, and yeah. that's because uh, we, you know, uh, we don't get invited to that. Yeah, really. Uh, we're a bunch of douchebags over here. Why would they invite us to your wonderful island? And by the way, I saw the uh, the movie that when you were in L.A. and the first time you got on an escalator in LAX. Awesome. Really good. I don't know what that all that means. I'm trying to follow. Mick, Mick Crocodile Dundee. I see. Mick. I got it. Uh, pretty stereotypical. Uh, never mind. Okay. I thought it was a stereotypical right. in my head. <laughs> hey, Speaking <Scott>. of stereotypical. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm loco, I'm loco, I'm loco, I'm loco, I'm loco. Oh, that shit get you faded. Schumann's oh, yeah. Shuma's going to put some down here. Oh, shoot, yeah. Take some loco for loco. Getting loco for them. How, how? I'm feeling crazy, man. <laughs> man. Oh, right. Sh- Shaddy was just pointing something out. That yeah. my, my drink matches my shirt. Oh, that's What, it's true. fruity? Good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Tom writes in, hey, Justin, thought I'd send you a message that I hope you relay to Sully at the 2-1-A. I was able to serve beer Saturday at the Greater ne- uh, Nebraska Beer Festival. I think this is probably a previous Saturday feedback a little bit old and i decided to take a page from sully's book and i made a watermelon wheat i just added the juice from the melon to the keg and then i served it through a randall with some uh, nice watermelon in the randall needless to say it had quite the buzz through the crowd and we kicked five gallons in about an hour it was a it was a blast thanks to the bn pros from tom p.s tasty is the man Oh, yeah, he's a smart guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't like his email a second ago. Oh, I did like his email. I, Actually, it's pretty cool. Randling. It's creative to make a wheat, uh, fruit beer like that quick. Yeah, and, and randling, I think, a wheat beer through uh, watermelon's a pretty cool idea. Yeah. Why do we need to keep pointing this out? It just is. <laughs> what is? Tasty's the man. Oh, I see. Yeah, that part. It's, it's, it's stating the obvious over and over again. <laughs> That's true. All right, here's a question, guys. Let's see if you can handle this. It's not uh, too descriptive, so we might be lacking some info, but pay attention. I recently brewed what was supposed to be a black IPA, but it tastes more like a hopped-up imperial stout. It was a five-gallon batch. I added a pre-measured package of priming sugar before bottling. 
I waited two weeks before opening one. And although the flavor is great, there is very little carbonation and absolutely no head. I've used the same priming sugar on all my brews and never had this problem. Talked to the guy at my brew store. He said that the serving temperature may be the issue and that I should open one at room temp and see if there's a difference. I did, and the results were the same. I want head. I want good head. <laughs> the OG was 1092. The final gravity was 1018. Could uh, could that have something to do with it? What are your thoughts? So I guess he's only asking about carbonation. What, what The first conversation I ever had with you as a person... Storage temp. Uh, no, you asked me. You're in my parking spot. Is, right. Is my second best. Why didn't it ferment? Right. Or why didn't why didn't it carbonate? And uh, people put it put it in in the uh, closet, thinking my closet is 68 degrees. Right. It, it's probably not. Yeah, my closet was probably 65, 64. 64 and, and, probably warmer because you're in it. Right. Uh, and sure. it's also got a high carbonation beer, or a high a high alcohol beer, and. So he needs to store it while while it's pri- while it's uh, uh, carbonating in the bottle at a higher temperature. At a higher temperature because it, it or it'll be a lot slower. Okay. Uh, serving temperature have nothing to do with it. Whatever carbonation's in there is in solution. Yeah. Um, it, it's not going to matter whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, if he wants to save it, it's kind of tough. He he should have either had to pitch more a, a viable yeast. More so because it's such a high alcohol beer, mm-hmm. it, it, the yeast might have crapped out. So it might not even help him to store warm now for a bit. It might not even help, but that's that. It, he can't rebottle probably yeah. at this point. Yeah. So I would try putting it at seventy degrees somewhere. If he has to use a heating blanket or whatever, try it seventy degrees at uh, I don't know two three weeks. Okay, and, yeah. and, and see what happens. Um, I've had some really high alcohol beers that didn't carbonate, and I'm still kicking myself for this because they were really good beers. And uh, I did some search on some forums and things, and and a lot of guys say that some of their really high alcohol beers take a lot longer, uh, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. ten months to to really carbonate. So that two week thing is not going to be yeah. the the same linear thing a, as your pale ale. Okay, it's probably because like the yeast are stressed out under yeah. that high alcohol. Yeah, it's yeah. Gonna, it's going to take a little longer at a higher temperature, and if he's not going to rebottle, that's his own his only out. Is a uh, higher sit on it. Sit on it for longer at a higher temperature. Okay. What he could also do, uh, I mean, it, it could just be a, those few couple of bottles. I mean, bottling as a home brewer is not an exact science. We've all, everyone who's bottled, I, I've had bottles that have been hit or miss. So you should try more. Could be that. Uh, I would. I would do that. I would sit on it for a month. And try another one and see how it goes. And if it right. if it doesn't work, don't give up yet. There's some things you can do. I, I would not re- it. I would not rebottle. Nope. Uh, don't pour it from one bottle to the next. You might want to uh, redose each bottle. What would you put in? Say in his situation, what would you do? Uh, I, well, what would you? What would be the dose you're talking about? Um, I would probably uh, maybe make a a twelve ounce starter, something small, right? And uh, it pour pour a whole new. So an active fermentation. Uh, an, act, an active fermentation, a whole new, uh, just something small, like uh, pour a vial into 12 ounces, get it going, and then dose that in each. Open a beer. Don't don't mess with it much. Okay, well, you have to pour some beer out to get this yeast. Uh, you, or maybe you, just, you, just enough to fill just, it up. Just enough to fill the top of okay. it. and Because right. and, mo- most home brewers, when they bottle, they've got a good inch yeah. or yeah. more. Pick up an inch. Uh, uh, you can pull up a half an inch and just get get the slurry from the bottom and pull it up. If you got a straw or something, 
Just just do that. Cool. I have about six inches. I, I I don't like to throw beers out. I, I it's an exper- yeah, yeah, it's, it's a lot of good good. It's uh, an experiment for me. And if I can try to save it, and it's only time. Yeah. And just try to try to experiment yeah. with it and try to put an active yeast into it, and then do the the seventy seventy five degrees <laughs> and pull up. You got a high gravity beer there. Yeah. Uh, and it sounds like it's probably a pretty good beer. Okay. So it's, it's worth Great. trying to say. Yeah, you had a good points to start. You yeah. Got a good fermentation. Uh-huh. So. All right. Uh, let's do a call here in between. I've got a little more feedback to get to, but I've had this guy on for a little while. Phil uh, from uh, Milwaukee for Drunk of the Week. Phil, you there, brother? Milwaukee. Phil. It's actually an Algonquin word meaning land of blue light. <laughs> How about... Um, Phil might win if he just keeps snoring away like that. All right. Try back, Phil. All right. Uh, let's or see. Not. Hey, Justin. And oh, that, by the way, that last one was uh, Sean from Pflugerville, Texas. Pflugerville. So thank you for, for writing in, Sean. They just made up that fucking town name. Yeah. All right. Hey, Justin and all the other no talent asshats that make up the Brewing Network. Oh, the, that you can't oh. mention by name. Yeah. Finally, you guys got lumped into the ass. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't mention this by name. No. I just wanted to write and say that my friend and I entered our first beer competition after brewing for only six months. We decided to enter our version of an extract American IPA in the first annual Michigan Beer Cup. Our score sheet just came back, and though we did not place, we received a 33 for our beer. That's That's pretty good, good, Oh, my. Nice. Out of 100? Respectable. Out of 50. okay. (laughs) I was like, that sucks. Out of 1,000? You (laughs) suck. Scott, Uh, we're in the theory that everybody wins. (laughs) Everyone gets a trophy. There are no losers. Be nice. For an extract. (laughs) Right. For an extract and their first competition. uh, That's nice. In the 30s. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're in the 30s, that's That's good. Good work. Well, and here's why I like this email for uh, this next part here. Um, he says, we were glad to get some feedback on our beer and find go. out what we needed to improve on. I attribute the things that we did right to you guys. The BN, been listening for a year. Uh, each show's helped me get better. Glad the BN's around, et cetera, et cetera. Just w- mainly want to thank you guys. Keep up the good work. And as always, suck at JP. Uh, but I do hope your cats are doing well. Oh, they uh, are. They're doing very sincerely, well, Sincerely, Ryan from Michigan. Uh, best part about that is is that he he didn't place, got a nice score, but was really excited to get the feedback. And that's the thing we always advocate. So. Yep. Yeah. Good job, Ryan. What was it pale ale? Extract. Uh, extract. IPA. American IPA. But, but it, it's still, that's the biggest category. Yeah, yeah, it's really competitive. Yeah. So. yeah. All right, uh, Matt writes in, hey, boners, uh, if someone hasn't suggested it yet, I was hoping that when Jamil and Chris's yeast book come out, you can bundle it together with How to Brew and Brewing Classic Styles. I've been hold, holding out on buying the other two in hopes that you will offer this, maybe with a sweet discount. Mm. All right, I'll try to really? offer all three for, let's say, $60 for all three, which, by the way, is about 15 cents more than it would be if you bought them separately. Right. Um, so, I don't know, I'll see what I could do. Maybe we'll do a, a bundle. It's a nice idea, whatever. But the they're not all going to be signed is what no, the problem no, the is. The big problem here is you made you, 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 Justin do math. Yeah. But I got it right. No, you didn't. Fifteen cents. Each book is nineteen ninety five. If I charge sixty dollars for three, it's fifteen cents over. He was hoping for a little. See? He was hoping for less. <laughs> I think that four loco makes me smarter. I bet that's the second time I did math tonight. Wow. It, it's getting worse. <laughs> Cranberry lemon. Oh, lemon. 
we have Mrs. Oh, Blow Max on the line. They don't have to go to that that N words. I just oh, we have to get networks. Ter- it's, it's a it's below them. We have to get Terrence to judge the grape. When did they get Terrence to sing that song? I like she's standing See, on the highway. I like that Mrs. Blomax is calling in for Drunk of the Week while she's driving down the freeway. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Like in the I know she's probably yeah. going to work. We don't accept those. Yeah. <laughs> she's walking Sorry. on the median. Mrs. Blomax, what's happening? Hi. <laughs> Where? Hey. What's ha- what's, I'm on my way to the hospital. What's happening? <laughs> I'm pretty fucked up. I feel like I'm gonna puke. I can't believe it. I think I am. Uh, roll down the window. Oh, she's Hang on, quiet. <laughs> I don't hear anything hitting the water. I, I think that's fortunate. Where are you at? Are you outside? Yeah. Oh, all right. Because I didn't hear any plop, 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 you know. <laughs> I think I better get in the house and take a shower. I puked all over myself. Send me a picture. It didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. I could do that, too. Yeah, the one from the shower. Yeah, I don't buy this one. I don't, I don't buy th- it either. I don't think she threw up. Uh, I think she's so um, drunk that she's going to try to lie. You can't steal drunk of the week, Mrs. Blomax. you got to earn it. Yeah. You might be a thief of hearts, but not of drunk of the week. <laughs> All right, I'm getting in the shower. I puke everywhere. All right, send a picture of you in the shower washing all the puke up. (laughs) Did you puke on your boobs? Yeah. Hey, if you're not too drunk to fall for that one, then you're not drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was a good one. Drink some more. (laughs) That was was sly. That was me on top of my game. (laughs) Right? Yeah, I think I better stop. I'm going to puke again. Okay, call from the shower. Uh, nah, I'm t- I've turned the corner. I believe her. Yeah. I oh, believe no, she's drunk, uh, but... I, no, I believe her from the big get, get-go. Yeah. She, then, yeah. You think that was a real yeah. yeah, I do. You get, are a get, doctor. Get, get, get. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I say no. It, 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 it was that uh, that hesitation. Right. And then trying to talk and couldn't talk and then... Right. Okay, I can talk. I vote no. I give it one cock down. Wow, one cock down. Yeah. No. Out of how many? Out of how many cops? One. Oh, <laughs> I see. All right, Mrs. Blomax, you're in the running for drunk of the week. All right, bye. Bye. Balls to you too. Did oh, you say bye or balls? I I want to know who was holding the phone to her ear. <laughs> she probably duct taped it to her head four hours ago. I'm gonna win this thing. I swear to God. <laughs> oh man, did I have to get to anything else? Let's see. Let oh, me, yeah. Let me look through my list here. Oh, we were going to do some beer news, but... Because... Eh, oh, we should mention it. It seems like sort of a big deal. Uh, what happened to the 50-50 beers? 50-50. Uh, we're we're going to do that in a couple weeks. Yeah, uh, I put the Kai we just We've had too much what? beer so far. Oh, so. boo. We'll gonna, oh. Did, did, did the blue stuff get in the way? <laughs> I'm just... I'm, I'm regurgitating like, what Justin said. I like Shat the uh, gallery producer. Yeah. He's like, hey, wait a second. Wait this a minute. is fucking shit. This sucks. This show sucks. I can crawl in my bed. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just uh, they sound like wonderful beers yeah. that we're not going to do justice by tasting. Tonight, That's right. You know. <sighs> yeah. oh, we, you know what? Doc's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> Taste that. In vinaigre to us. 
You know what that means, don't you, JP? Uh, I don't know. A pig and a lamb walking into a bar. Drop your drawers. In, in wine, there's wisdom. It, it means turn around and drop your <laughs> yeah. drawers. No, it, it means that drunk people talk the truth. <laughs> oh. That's true. Uh, all I hear is bullshit out Which of Just probably all the more reason we should wait till next week. <sighs> yeah. Now, they're wonderful uh, beers that we got from 5050 Brewing Company. And Todd up there is a badass brewer, so... Yeah. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to taste them all. F- all hopped up on yeah on four loco. <laughs> yeah, no, especially our fitty, comments. Fitty beers. Yeah. Our comments now are going to be shit. Schumann, how you liking your uh, four loco? I, I see you have something else now, but you tried the four loco. Uh, he's, he's oh, the four. four yeah, the four, four loco is amazing. It's your good. Right? I sh- really like this a lot. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This seems like the perfect material for a roofie colada. Yeah, roofie oh, yeah. Colada. <laughs> material. It is a roofie colada. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you yeah. didn't get to hear the whole rap song about it, but. It's listen to me. It's good. Yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> now speaking so, of rap so songs, so do you get a free download when you drink the shit, or what? you get anal with that? You get anal. You drink a four loco. It's like a pina colada, isn't it? <laughs> I would put that on the display. Free anal with every on the can. <laughs> oh no, we're going to get bitches. it in the can. Did anybody notice that uh, on the can they actually have a little circle that says "We ID"? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's their way of pretending they're not marketing right. to underage right. urban kids. It, 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 yeah. All across the top says "contained alcohol." Yeah, they should put a picture of Joe Camel on it just to go <laughs> seal the deal. Yeah. We so, ID. Now listen to this. I have another good rap song for us tonight. Since the yeah. theme has been um, urban music, yeah. <laughs> this actually is a local San Francisco band that I guess has been around for a while. Uh, hey, what does urban music mean? Like, well, what do you mean by urban? <laughs> you know, it, uh, it's listened to in it's the music in the, that the Jews make. The urban, yes, it's what Jesus. The, it's Jerusalem music. Yeah. Oh. I don't yeah. think a Jew can say Jesus. It's Tel Aviv okay. more than Jerusalem, but it's, you got the right Irvine. idea. Where my Jesus is at? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I put them on the cross. So... I got this uh, file from Scott uh, from Moscow here from uh, called the People Under the Stairs. Yeah, now, but I oh, heard yeah. it from the listeners in the forum, so it wasn't. I had oh, they're some, the ones I, who brought it up. Well, I had somehow overlooked it. I am a huge People Under the Stairs fan. I have all their albums. I've been listening to them for years, and it's I somehow movie, just overlooked this song titled "Beer." So I, I have no excuses. But it, the listeners deserve You're just credit. The conduit. So here's the awesome thing about this song. It's a hip-hop song by kind of an underground, yet local, been around for a while, hip-hop band. Yep. And and, and all the props that they're giving about beer are to craft breweries. Yep. It's pretty badass. So yeah. uh, here, let me play it. Check it out. Are you sure you can afford it? It was a Friday night, everybody was drinking The ladies were upset cause the breath was stinking And it won't be long till we start to funk Cause double gonna get drunk, buddy Best one's gonna get drunk, buddy Everybody get drunk, buddy And And The 40 who's down to get plastered I get the party started with the arrogant bastard The homie stays stoned, the wife can get boned I keep her ass pregnant, drive my drunk ass home Cause she likes the beer like I like the brew Pump the pony keg, refilling my 22 With the L's, Pilsner, Lager or the Stout Hops till the party stops, I make the people shout Call the cops, call his pops, somebody carry him home Royalty at Bev, more my party well known Got the full sale, wholesale, not to do well Sometimes she and main, yelling like Timmy Your fellas keep the stellar, keep it domestic my Big old fat time, time to get reckless wherever I'm at. Hey, yo, the party's right here. You like it, Hardy? We like beer. Now, who wants a 40? We want a 40. Who wants a court? We want a court. 
Take shots for your cup, we gon' do it all night Cause I like drinking till I can't see And if you're in your right mind, stay away from me Anything from OE to PBR When it comes to getting drunk, I'm a superstar Got drunk in Japan, drunk in front of my mom Drink in front of the Alamo, smoking the bomb You can feel a little boozy, I earl in your koozie Threaten to shoot the party up with a toy koozie Till my kidneys are liver, your time is near You like hanging on Twitter, and we like beer Here's a beer, soft for dudes who like beer. Yo, you don't like beer? Get, Get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. here. No, really, man, I think you should go home. You pour me a beer, and my beverage is all foaming. Keystone, the liquor store connoisseur who's well known at the San Franciscan. Looking like Snake Bliskin, Detroit Ghetto Blaster, racing number five. Even Yingling keep the party alive. Shine a rocking La Stabby Rogue, Lagunitas, and what have we? The dude's sud savvy, I'm ruthless crabby till I strap one on, then good cheer. I fuck you up in beer pong right here. Yeah, get my twist like New Year. You like TMZ? We like beer. Understand? Networks. When I was 17, I'd ask the old man to take a couple corners and buy me a tall can. Back then, it's all about eight balls. Saying nice, good brew. Hanging out with my crew. Sometimes we get the night train or the thunder chicken. I thought it would pass. The niggas still sipping. I go hard like when I first wake up. Crack a cold one and pour the shit in my cup. All right, so it's not all craft beer, but the one guy in it who ra- he's everything he mentioned is craft beer. There was Racer Five in there. There was Lagunitas. Yeah, yeah. There was Yingling. Gets the party started with the Arrogant Bastard. Arrogant Bastard. Uh, there was a couple others in there too. I, I hear PBR. Yeah, yeah. That was the, the second guy was like anything from OE to PBR, which by the way is a small distance. And uh, but the first guy, and then back to the third guy, which I think was the same as the first guy. Everything he mentioned was craft beer. Did the last well, part of that to, to you sound like the price is right? It, yes, oh, that's yeah, what it yeah, is, yeah. yeah. It was a price is right sample, which was nice. Well, so uh, no wonder that uh, they're still fucking underground. <laughs> I, you I, don't I, like that was the worst piece of shit. That, 40, that Four Loco <laughs> song was, was better. better than that fucking awfulness. Yeah, I, Pump I, I, the pony keg with the 20... With the, that makes no fucking sense with their sense. I wanted to come These on These kids down. are a little more hardcore. Fuck yeah. Let's shove that pony keg up your dick hole, son. Son! Where my networks? Right here. I'm loco for them loco. Chipper, you're my bridge. <laughs> like, and you like you lost some teeth to, and it's to Neverland. No, 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 to, to Terabithia, I think. To, no, I anyway, hate, he's going. I hated my kids. Don't kid me about that. I'm gonna get in a the fight bridge, with JP bridge, after the, the, the show. The bridge to Terabithia for talking shit about bad people under the stairs. Like, you know. Anyway, you're my bridge to that stuff. That the. the <clears throat> Doc, I'll give what you said one cock up. One uh, cock up. No. Um, I have a, a phone call too. JP's my bridge to ghetto. Ghetto. Yes. <laughs> you're his bridge to the ghetto. See, yeah. I understand what he's saying, and you're his bridge to the ghetto. I don't think you're the whitest guy I know. You're like Mandela you're like, Parkway. That can bridge to. <laughs> you're Doc's Mandela Parkway. <laughs> yes. You bring him right from Orinda to the ghetto. No. Good. Uh, Brutat's on the line. What's happening, brother? Ted. 
We're all gonna get drunk, honey. We're all gonna get drunk. <laughs> all right. You like this music, don't you? Hey. Brew Tattoo can carry a tune. Yeah. I can see his red hair curling. Only a redeeming quality. Yeah. Si, senor. I gave you that song like a year ago on a CD, and you never play it. Oh, you did? Oh, that's great. The one uh, I just anyway. played? Yeah, yeah. Oh. You, you ignore it. Yeah, anyway. It, it all has this time. GABF, uh, Thursday. Yeah. It's Thursday? BN Army uh, Road Trip. Road Trip. I guess yeah, well, we do it every year, and this year, nothing has been happening in the forum this year for some unknown reason. Oh, you mean so Thursday I'm, I'm during the day? I'm actually coming in during the day before GABF. We I always see. take a road trip up north or somewhere. All right. So I'm just putting it out there since it's late in the late in the day. All right. And uh, nothing's going on the brute on the forum. But uh, get a hold of me, and you know, we'll rent a car, we'll go to wherever, and drink beer all day, and then go to GABF at night. And I'm also there all day during Wednesday because I fucked up my reservations, and I'm coming in Thursday instead of Wednesday. So, so I've got a whole day to burn. So if anybody wants to go drink beer, let me know. Wednesday. With you? <laughs> That's what he's saying. Well, yes. oh. Lord. Actually, I, I could take him to meet somebody else and you know, drop him off. <laughs> that's you know, how, and wait that's how laid back Bruce yeah. Tad is. He doesn't give a shit. You're, I'll take it for someone else. You're whatever. from Nigeria now? <laughs> I, I was thinking, you know, you, yeah. you provide the ride. <laughs> All right, so Brutat gets into town yeah. Wednesday. Contact him on the forum. But uh, that's right. I have seen there's an annual Thursday Brewing Network, uh, you know, thing. be an army trip to different places around the uh, Denver area, and uh, contact Brutat in the forum. Indian Army Maneuvers. There you go. Yes, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So contact the Tat. Uh, it's Brutat in the forum From if you want to go skirt. do that. That's it. I'm glad you made this aware because uh, you guys should go out and do stuff and things. You should. <laughs> Thanks. We should. Thanks. And whoever goes, ask Brutat to be there in the car. That would be <laughs> yeah, awesome. Everywhere you go. Could you just, yeah. you know. Just say, Tat, we're happy to see you. Could you please wait in the car? No, actually, I'd send him in first and, you know, and, and, and make things all settled in and yeah. come back and wait in the if car. They don't, if they don't jump the guy in the, in the dress, then, then you're fine to go in see. there. Yeah. You know, Tat's shown us around Portland and maybe a couple other cities, too, and he's always a good time. So I would recommend sending Brutat a uh, message on the forum, uh, and you'll, you'll have yourself some fun going to some breweries. But so. he's a big guy. It's, it, it's good to send him in first. That's true. He's a, he's a lot bigger mm-hmm. than, than you and me. Yeah, and he wears a dress. All right, I'll make Tat. the reservations for you. I'll find you a table. I'll set you up, and I'll leave. That's okay. He's pretty. <laughs> okay. well, how are we going to get our beers? <laughs> You're not going to leave. You're I'll not going to order the beers. Out the, the car. Okay. Just wait next to the bar. Yeah. All right. Now, good idea. Glad yeah. you brought it up. Yeah. Uh, contact yeah. Tat in the forum. Thanks, brother. Sweet. All right. We'll see you. See you next week. Bye. All right. Um, okay. Justin, drink yeah. your drink your beer thing. Your, bro- your beer thing, <laughs> the, blue, the blue one, the blue one. Ugh, I don't know how you you guys are doing this. It's not that, that bad. Vile. It is that bad. It's, it's not horrible. that bad. I, I'm not really partial to the watermelon one, but but the blue one. Well, I don't think you're the, <laughs> the target demographic drink. for that. No, I'm not. But you know, if, if they can hit me with the blue one, the blue they can sell out anywhere. That's good. I'm gonna get that blue one. <laughs> All right, uh, it's gonna be real fun. <laughs> I don't have time to do that. What? Or the Drunk of the Week? No, this other song. But, uh... Another song? All right, we'll take one more call, because I can hear Gabby on the line now. This will be our yeah. last call if it's a Drunk of the Week call, and then we're going to we're gonna vote, and we're going to leave. Good. Votage. And I'm going to fight JP for and talking shit about people under the stairs. Yeah. You I'm dipshit. I'm Force R.A. on the line for Drunk of the Week. Who is that? <laughs> Force R.A. 
right. Sounds like I an ultimate it. fighting crew. Forest? Is that what you said? Forest RA. Run, Forest, Forrest, run. Oh, Forest, like. Forest. <laughs> like the no, force no, that Scott's no. going to use against JP. <laughs> use the force. Immovable object. What's maybe. the name and where are you calling from? Uh, my, my name, uh, it's Richard. Richard. Uh, my, name, my name's Force. 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 Now I can understand why Gabby didn't know what the fuck he was saying. Force. Like Air Force, bitches. Uh, bitches. Air Force? Air Force Networks? You mean not like The Force, Luke? I know. I might have heard that before. I don't know. I don't think And and where are you calling from? Force be with you? Force, bitches. Yoda? I'm calling calling from Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, you would be. It's so we do, we do, we do brew, we do brew beer down here. How, uh, how closely related uh, are to you? Are, are you to yourself? Wait, what? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bama. What do you have yeah. to drink? What if I had a drink? Um, I'm on my eighth twenty-two ounce. I've been drinking my, my smoked Marison and my Dogfish India Brown clone. What time? Nice. Did, what, ti- what time did you start drinking? Twenty-two ounce bomber of yeah. that. What time? I, I started. I started today. I started drinking probably around six. But I've been at the Emerald Coast Brewfest this weekend. Six a.m. in the morning. <laughs> no. Oh, what? Six, Unfo- six p.m. in the evening. No, I didn't start drinking. Six p.m. in the morning. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other. <laughs> All right. So you've been drinking since six. You've had eight twenty-two ounces. See, I don't. You know what make me believe this even more is if you broke every single one of them on the floor right now. I want to hear eight just huge crashes and yell Mazel Tov every yeah. time. <laughs> That's Jew for good times. Carpeted in my room against That's the wall. You got a vacuum, don't you? In the yeah, toilet. Yeah, we got a vacuum, but I mean, I don't, I want to break one of my bombers. Do you, do you yeah, want you yeah. want a medal or not, dude? <laughs> I'll send you a case of of twenty-twoers. <laughs> Doc's going to replace your bottles. I will. If you will break them right now yeah. on your carpet. Apparently, we have an obsession I'm, I'm with the around. sound. He's doing it. No, He's going or at least go out in the middle of the street. I'm, I'm moving around. I'm seeing, I'm seeing if I can find a spot. Uh, <laughs> Don't hurt you. I'll put shoes on. Uh, and, and eye protection, please. No, just close your eyes. Turn away. It'll be that fine. No. Um, I want to see it coming. We're about to me, and by the way, tape me, up your let me, let me see if I get. Hold on, these ones. These ones have. <laughs> then throw one at the neighbor's house. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Do you, do you have a fireplace? No, dude. No. And then hold up the broken end no, of your dude. wife. No, dude. The neighbor's, the neighbor's a hot chick, man. I'm not going to oh. go break shit on her. Door. Oh well, then throw up the end of no. the. To the no, let's go over there and ask. Talk to her. Oh yeah, yeah. you got a cordless phone. You, you don't want to set a bad example for the hot chick next door. No, you don't. So break some glass. No, dude, I'm breaking. I'm break. I'm breaking the shit inside. So. All right. All right. Uh, do you have eye protection? Please. I, well, I, I've got glasses on. Yeah, put no, good no, enough. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's got, got your, glasses on. The, 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 the Coke bottle, Southern guy things, or are uh, they Air Force so, glasses? Some blades. Let's see. Let's. Let's see if this can happen. I don't want to drum up. You really want to look cool when you're doing this. Where Wait. do you live? Is this a big apartment complex or what? No, no, I, I live in a house with, with a couple other my buddies. Oh, fucking break so. that shit. You're fine. Shit, yeah. Right before you throw the first one, yeah. just scream, scream, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> and then just throw it. Yeah. And go, you cannot talk to me that way. And then when the third one in, yell, stand still. <laughs> 
I like this. Do all of this. Hey, don't move. Give me, give me a sec. Give me a sec. <laughs> no problem. I'm, we're with you. You take your time, bud. We're good. I'm, I'm, no, dude, dude. I'm getting, I'm getting outside so I can actually like break them. I need them. But I'm going. I'm going like in the backyard. So. Hang on. Awesome. I need to get into my neighbor's yard so I can break it. <laughs> yeah. Let's go Sorry. see the neighbor. Well, I'm, the neighbor. I'm, I'm going. Do you have a, like a log well, splitting in place you can like, throw it against? It is Alabama. It is Alabama. It is. It is Alabama. This is expected. So I can walk around barefoot and shit. Yeah. I mean, we're, we do crazy shit down here. Yeah. You, you, like, Let's see. Here we go. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Awesome. Oh, nice. nice. One. <laughs> That was that was that was one of my bombers going going on the sidewalk. Damn, Damn seven baby. more, baby. Let's <laughs> yeah, hear that we're was a, one. We're like a nuisance. Keep going. Well, what? I mean, what now? The second one. Well, that was just. You're getting a case of these at a yeah. dock. That was just one. And, and uh, well, these beers are empty, right? No, and the ones I send you might be full. Uh oh, he's going to send you a case of full bombers, and you're just going to break one oh, little shit. Doc's little... send me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Shit. Shit! Shit! <laughs> well, fuck. Let's see, let's see what else I got. Well, go find something else and br- you, we'll think it's glass. Yeah. yeah, we don't know. You have eight. You you said you drank eight. Go get some pickles out of the refrigerator. You, yeah. <laughs> go take all your neighbors' plates and just throw them out the driveway. We don't know. They're, they're Greek. They won't mind. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm um, Hammered. <laughs> so. all all right, right, good enough. Good enough. That's Way all right. Way to go, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, right. well, see, see, tomorrow, tomorrow is tomorrow is my birthday. Okay. And I took I took Thursday. Well, I took Thursday and Friday off so I could drive down to the Emerald Coast Brewfest this weekend. Yeah, that's a real there. good story. And then right. I was like, I took. I was like Monday. I was like, fuck that. I ain't, I ain't going to work on Monday. Fuck that shit. Why would you? Yeah. Fuck that shit. Fuck that. Yeah. All you need is a fucking 40 loco, fourth yeah. loco, and you're fucking set, bro. Dude. Uh, what makes the coast dude, so I, admirable? Dude, I, dude, no, I was, I, was going to, uh, I was going to a show one time. <laughs> Only once? One of my buddies no, had one. Huh? No, go ahead. I was, no, I was, I was going to a show, to a concert, Yeah. and one of my buddies uh, had one of those. You chugged that shit before the show. A four loco? Yeah. The show was awesome. What oh, show was show it? Because awesome. it's like liquid cocaine. Uh, it, was, it, was a Dave, it was a Dave show. Well, uh, Dave what? Ramsey? Dave Matthews. Oh, <laughs> the uh, financial yeah. guy? Uh, it was a very Dave exciting Matthews. Dave Ramsey show, JP. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll consolidate <clears throat> debt. Well, I'll tell you what, Richard. Uh, people, Everyone says the South will rise again, but after hearing you, I doubt it. <laughs> Uh, do, All right, do Richard's me, no, no, our drunk of the week. Yeah. Sure. yeah, great do, job, Richard. Do me a favor, break one more. Doc wants. Can you break, break, one, break one, one more? Doc wants yeah. one more, and he's going to replace it with with. Oh some yeah, full bombers. Oh yeah, but not full full of what? You don't know. Maybe star exactly. Sand. You know what? I don't know what you're breaking. <laughs> I'm walking back outside. <laughs> Shut the door. Don't hit the goats and pigs. We're ready. Jump over to the carport, walk around, step over to pick 'em up truck, <laughs> and the, and my networks. Well, I mean, I'm doing them. I'm, Can you break I'm them against them in the a contained spot? Oh, over the toilet well, and, and hit the hit the freezer. Throw it at your roommate's window. <laughs> no, no, no. I just want to hear a break against like the toilet no. in the backyard. Now, fuck that guy. He's an asshole anyway. He pays no. his rent late all the time. <laughs> Fucking leaves the lights on. Just yell, "Stop looking at that nice girl next door." <laughs> <laughs> hey. All right. 
Oh, yeah. All right, congratulations, Richard. You're our oh, drunk of the week, oh, and you're a recipient of oh. at least two bombers of beer from oh, Doc. You earned it, buddy. And uh, send me an email, hey, Justin, at thebrewingnetwork.com with your address, and we'll get that right out to you. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Hey. By the way, by the way, I gotta say, gotta <clears throat> say, you guys, Justin, Doc, you know, I, I don't want to say Jamil because I don't want to inflate his ego too much. I see. But, dude, all the all the shit y'all y'all put on, man, dude, help my beer so much. All right. So much. Thanks, brother. So, glad to do it. That's love, the point. Love all y'all <clears throat> stuff, man. Thanks, man. I'm glad I we're helping Justin, the beer. I'll sh- I'll shoot you an email, man. Do it. Give me your address. Yeah. We'll get the stuff out to you quick. Easy. Thanks. Cool, cool, cool. Thanks, brother. Later. All right. All right. All right. Rich from Bama. I got Steve Antock on the line on hey, Skype here. Love. Steve, what's happening? Yeah, hey, Justin. It's V-Dog. What's up, Hey, wow, uh, congratulations big time to Evan and his uh, fiance. They just got married today. Today, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Our boy Evan from Seattle, who uh, showed us around quite a bit when uh, Chad and me and the Frenchies went up there to visit. Uh, he took us all to, to Black Raven and a bunch of good breweries. Uh, got married today. So, uh, congratulations. I anyway, hope just wanted to pass on the word. I'm glad you did that, B-Dog. Let, let's all pray that it doesn't end up a uh, piece of shit like every other marriage on Earth. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, a shotgun sound? I'm not saying... <laughs> yeah, yeah he, uh, he brewed eight of his own beers and poured them uh, through a jockey box at the uh, reception. Yeah, actually, he sent us a couple of those beers, and uh, he did a nice job. So, uh, yeah, sure all right. did. Here's a, a salute to really Evan. Thanks, B-Dog. Thanks. Later. Later. What was B-Dog using? He sounded like a million bucks. He's Skype? on Skype. Boy, that was awesome. Yeah, Skype does it. Gets you every time. Works at Microsoft. Hey, everybody. Skype in. He's dialed. Skype, gives, Skype gives Moscow a boner. Yeah, it, it does. Damn. I'm poking JP with it. Yeah, you are. All right, we've done our drunk of the week. What, what's yeah. left? <laughs> JP's standing up and show us some moves. That's what's left. Come on. Give me. Give me, JP. You got right there. Get it all up in Moscow's face. <laughs> oh, if you're missing out on the goods, it's because you're not watching justin.tv slash brewing network during the live program. Check it out. And uh, my nice baby work. daddy don't get out of jail. I wish like I missed months. out on the goods. Jesus. What the hell? You got them all, baby. I have too much. Uh, shit there. Juice wants us to know he was our other contestant for Drug of the oh. Week that he just started into his 22 Troganator and fell off his porch. <laughs> um, All right. We'll send you two bombers, too. Yeah, we probably owe Juice Doc some will send you some he bombers, was, He was too. pretty drunk, too. Juice, send me an email. I'll send you something. You did a good job. I can't give you a, a, a medal because we already gave away Drunk of the Week, but we'll figure something out. Send me an email to Justin at thebrewingnetwork.com. All right, we done, right? Yes, we is. Yeah, what about Mrs. Done? Driving Down the Freeway and Hurling? Check out Justin.tv all next week. We'll be broadcasting from Great American Beer Fest. Yes. Are you, uh, go, are you going out there? Yeah, absolutely. Sweet. I'm stoked. My first one. Moscow's going for the first time. You can check it out. Yep. You'll meet him. Call him a dickhead. Or a Jew. Uh, or both. Hey, pace or yourself. Fucking dickhead Jew. Oh, yeah. I don't want to end up passed out before the sun sets it's and just no, wake no, up no, and it, beat a guy it's about true. the face pace with yourself. a dildo. <laughs> it's, it's mostly the, the burnout on Sunday morning at, at the... The airport with everybody else, and I have a I have a playoff game, hockey game on Sunday night, so I got to be lucid. 
You're Everyone's s- staring. You are so <laughs> fucked. You pretty I much am. are, dude. Yeah. Well, my Saturday team is. Saturday night's going to be there great. There is no way in hell that you're going to feel good. Yeah, because we stay up Saturday night. It's cool. I can oh. rally. I can rally with the best of them. Can you, though? Do you know they have like strip clubs with three floors <laughs> in Denver? <laughs> and craft really? beer. And really? craft beer. Yeah. I don't know. I made that up. I, I made that last too. part. I... I'm a hitter. Follow me won. like Twitter. I'm a hitter <laughs> if she honey. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Good to be back in the studio, everybody. Yeah. A lot of fun. Uh, we won't be here next Sunday, but uh, as Scott said, lots of content coming at you from the GABF. Just check out justin.tv slash brewing network. We'll be back the week after that with somebody. More content. I forget. We have a good show planned. Is it content? I think we got... Um, this month or next month? Oh, I forget. What? Fuck it. Next month. Well, we have Nava coming into the show for the first time really? from White Labs, but I don't think it's the it's the show afterward. No. Can we watch her uh, New Zealand breweries. Ah, oh, that's right. We're talking to a couple of different New Zealand breweries. Jamil's yes. going to be in the studio helping PM. us out with that. A couple of guys that he yes. met. Epic is one of them, and mm-hmm. uh, they make some nice beer. We've got a little in the fridge, and they did a good job. Uh, Tasty was actually able to... Uh, I have re- some in my fridge, too. To I'll, I'll uh, save it. All right. Good, good. Smoke good. All right. We'll see you uh, in two weeks and find us next week uh, from the GABF. Thanks, everybody. It was a good time. Cheers.